forth. Talk Recorded live. Well, good morning. Here we are. Seems a little, I don't know, it seems like it went by really quickly the first two days. Sometimes it seems not to go by quickly this year, at least in my opinion. It seems like it whizzed by. I'm joined, of course, by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Jim Coburn. How are we doing, Jim? Uh, okay. <laughs> I was just asking you right before we, we went on, um, would you care to predict the pick? Do you have a feeling who, that you might know who the uh, first player selected in the fourth might be? Uh, well, who's on the board? Golly, a whole lot of people, Jim. <laughs> um, uh, Zadarius Smith, Christian Sokoli, oh, Travis Receipt. Oh, oh, you mean, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's the Titans. Tennessee Titans. Titans. Uh, I don't know. Well, there we have it. This just in, Jim does not know. I don't uh, know. <laughs> uh, I would say, I would say, if I'm the Titans, I would get Trey McBride or oh. best player available. In this case, it might it might be the same thing. Yeah, that's a, that's a that'd be a nice little pickup. Mike Davis or, you know, somebody. Uh, you know, like that, maybe, possibly, or offensive line. I mean, they they still. I I've never been the biggest Jeremiah Jeremiah Putasi fan. Um, <laughs> so, but then again, why would they draft a good offensive lineman if they drafted Jeremiah Putasi? You know, that high. So, I don't know. Um, or defense-wise, I mean, quarterback definitely is a big thing, and I think. There's, although I don't think Bobby McCain's going to go that high, but I do think that there's, uh, I think there's a few people cornerback wise. Yeah, there's a, there, there's a couple people, but I don't think they they probably won't go that high. So or safety too. So Ibrahim Ibrahim Campbell or or something like that maybe, but uh, I don't. Like I said, I don't know. <laughs> With Kenny, with Kenny Wisenheim is gonna, you know, get so. Uh, but I would suggest going BPA here at least because there there has to be somebody on the Titans board that fell there that they're just like all all last night they were like yeah we're getting so and so they're already celebrating or whatever you know that type of thing there has there has to be somebody right. I like McBride as a possibility. Um, Michael Bennett's a possibility, though I guess probably maybe not a great fit for their particular defense. Adrian Amos is a guy I think has a shot to go somewhere around here. Trey Flowers uh, should go soon somewhere. Uh, Shaq Riddick, Anthony Ciccolo, uh Cedric Reed, Obum Guachum. All guys that should go somewhere around here. Corey Crawford, Zach Wegman. Well, those guys are probably later. But yeah, Trey Flowers would be a guy that I would t- I would I personally would really consider. I, you know, me likey um, him, <laughs> you know. Uh, and like I said, I'm a big Shaq Riddick fan. Probably a bigger Shaq Riddick fan than the NFL is at this point. It's interesting that you mentioned Corey Crawford because I don't really understand the the excitement with. 
Um, well, he's the kind of guy that I would probably not take here, but maybe a couple rounds later. I mean, he's it's it's the five technique thing, dude. I mean. When someone thinks you can play a five technique, that automatically moves you. Unless you're Travis Rossetti, that automatically moves you up the board. For some right. reason, the magic he is eluded Oh, I'll never understand why no one loves. That's no one's the love. Okay. I, I don't know. I just, he's the one guy that I've heard a lot of stuff about from people, and I just, I understand. I don't get five technique stuff. Well, I mean, I do. I understand the position of five stages. I think other people <laughs> seem to just assume things, but um, I, I, yeah, I doubt it's Corgi. I don't know. I guess it, it could be anybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm kind of hoping Shaq Riddick goes somewhere soon. Also. Um, he should. And I know I sound like a broken record, but he's a more athletic Randy Gregory. Yeah. The whole the whole thing about Randy Gregory is now I don't think he's raw, but that's what everybody keeps saying. He's just this raw prospect. All this stuff. You just coach him up, and he'll be awesome, right? Well. Yes. Why can't you do the same thing with Shaq Riddick? Right. The same concept you're trying to accomplish. Same guy. Just he's taller and more athletic. Yeah. It, I've never understood. I mean, once again, I mean, Randy Randy Gregory went about where he should have, even without some of the other concerns. This is in my mind about where he should have gone. And... The, the good news, one is Dallas has some experience with dealing with high, uh, you know, uh, guys that need high maintenance. They've had some success with some of those guys. Uh, they have a certain amount of patience for that kind of guy if they if they believe that guy's going to become a playful player for them. And most importantly, two words, Rod Marinelli. I, I don't know if there's a better teacher of rushing the passer currently uh, being – you know, paid to coach right now than Rod Marinelli. He might be as good as it gets at that. And so if if Randy Gregory's capable of being great, he's in the place where he's going to be given every chance to do so. I think they still, you know, could have waited and gotten Shaquille Riddick and gotten, as you just said, kind of the same, if not a better guy, giving them even more bang for their buck. But, well, you know, whatever. Whatever. Hopefully hey. he, can fall to, he can fall to Pittsburgh and we'll 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 be happy to have him. Oh, but you already took off in Dupree, so. Yeah. To me, I don't think we're done. At the beat, I, I, the last I checked, um, you know, we're we're still rolling with Moats, Timmons, uh, the now acquired Mr. Dupree, uh, you know, Lamar Woodley's not walking through the door anymore, uh. You know, Joey Porter's coaching. Um, I mean, I, I maybe mean, it's just me. I, I, I'd like to see another uh, guy who can get after the quarterback. That's what I would like to see. I may be a load in this, but I bet I'm not. Jarvis Jones. They're set with Jarvis Jones, though, and Dupree. Oh. <laughs> if you think Jarvis Jones is going to prevent me from going after Shaquille Riddick, you have another thing coming, young man. <laughs> oh, bye.
I'm just trying to get into what the Steelers think, because that's the thing. It doesn't matter what we think, it's what they think. Yes, know? yes, yes. Probably the people we talk about players, they're like, you know, we think he's this. So, well, we'll see. <laughs> yes, yes, we shall see. <sighs> I, I try oh, not to get too frustrated to with say, it. Well, I have to say, and I know Pete's not on the show, but um, I think the Browns actually picked by pick pretty good. Better than good. I think they've had one of the – there's two or three drafts that you look at and you really can't say, okay, I mean, you could – maybe you can, you know, pick a little bit at it, but – can't, there's nowhere where I say, okay, you guys got hosed or, well, that was stupid or whatever. I mean, there's there's no place where I can point and say, okay, that, what were you thinking? Are you nuts? You know, and, and they've got a lot to still work with. I mean, this is a team that, I mean, we've said it many times, and it'll be said many more times today, they are a quarterback away from being a team that could possibly win a playoff game. Yep. Maybe John Manziel's that quarterback. Maybe. Or maybe not. I don't know, but it'll... I don't know. I still believe in you, Johnny Manziel. It, it would be... It would be. I don't know. I, I think Cleveland, Cleveland's had enough pain. They, they need... They need, need something else. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, Cleveland... I think looking at that. Was it, Corey, was it Corey Robinson? That's another guy that I thought had a good shot to go early. Oh, it, oh it yeah. Robinson, yeah. I mean, if you're into that sort of thing. I oh. mean, those guys oh. work. Okay, Anthony Blackson. Um, oh. Big, I, raw. Yeah. Raw and big. I can't, I can't believe you went before Gabe Wright. Sorry. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Uh, he's bigger. <laughs> and once again, people bring up the possibility of five technique. The mere the mere whiff of five technique can send people, unless you're Travis Rossetti, can send people into a, a tizzy. Yeah, I mean the main the main thing with Angelo Blackson for me is uh, getting him conditioning. Man, he was there was a lot of games that he just got tired, like that A and M game. Um, he is gassed out, man, going against Mike Matthews. Um, and Mike Matthews is a small guy. He's, he, I mean, he's, you know, 6'2", 280, and Blackson's 6'4 and a half, 318 pounds. He's a big kid, you yeah. Know. Yeah, he's a big kid, but he got he's not a technician at all, and he, he got gassed Dude. a lot of games. Uh, even the even the game uh, during the season last year, I can't I think they played uh, Mountain West team, San Jose State or something like that, but uh, he got gassed out. You know? yep. So condition, conditioning for me is his main concern. They can get him conditioned. Maybe that'll, you know, because he was a great kid coming out of high school, but uh, just that was a problem then too, conditioning. <sighs> yeah, well, he's a pretty, he's a pretty athletic guy. Oh, okay. Tell us about him. Pretty athletic guy, but the production is out there. He's not at an age. Um. That's the thing when people talk about age, there's a couple cases of guys who were productive who were like 20 years old when they were drafted, right? So there was still development stuff there possibly, and they became, you know, long-term starter type. Blackson is not that guy. So 
I mean, there's there's athletic upside there, but uh, I do. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's going to work for them. Yeah, well, let me just say, this is one of my all-under-appreciated starters on, on my all-under-appreciated defense. Trey Flowers and Montel somewhere is smiling as well. And I don't think he's going to be a superstar, but I think he's going to be able to play pretty much right away, um, depending on what kind of defense you run. I'm not sure if he's a guy who can stand up and, and play um, – outside linebacker, but I think he can definitely play your classic base, you know, uh, the end, and he'll be your other guy. So if you already have one set, but you didn't, you had a hole or you didn't have something you liked the other, other spot, this is the guy you want on the other uh, place, other place. Your other, your base, your your other guy. Your, um, you know, if you, if the Giants, you know, had, thought about this, um, they could have gotten him and put him next to JPP. Yeah, I thought they got oh, 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 oh. That's true, they did. The there goes your guys off the board, uh, Trey Flowers, you and Montel love. Uh, we really do yeah. like Trey Pat- Flowers, as you do. Now, Patriots are starting to make a little bit more sense now. <laughs> 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 Well, it always made sense. It just made Patriot sense. I mean, we don't. Yeah, sure. Patriot. It's just we don't. Right. We don't understand what they're Bill, doing. Bill, Bill is, is very much. I mean, the only thing I would say with Bill Belichick, and a lot of times he tracks specific roles. He doesn't want guys who have all the things in the toolbox. He just wants guys who have one little thing here, one little thing there, and kind of rotate those guys in and out. And that's kind of what his defense is like really look like. You know, that's a high tower, right? He doesn't do everything but he does do a few things really well. You know, Jamie Collins. Got everybody's like, Well what is he gonna do? You know? Oh well with Jamie Collins, I told everybody in the world what they're gonna do with him. Some of everything. I mean the guy that he wanted to have in Adelius Thomas he actually found in I mean, a guy who can play with his hand on the dirt as a D-end in certain situations, a guy who can play Mike linebacker, a guy who can play Will linebacker, Sam linebacker, safety in a pinch. Um, dude, I, I love the player. I hated that he went to New England, obviously, but I cannot love the player more. I, I'm sure I annoyed everyone at some point in the process by just blabbing on and on about how good he was going to be. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I really was right. super excited about Jamie Collins. I apologize. That's the, but that's the thing about Trey Flowers. Is, is he really good at generating stacks and stuff like that? No, not really. But is he good against the run? Is he good as the other guy, like you said? Uh, you know, yeah. 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 Especially when you got Dom Easley and Sherrard and Chandler Jones, Jamie Collins. I mean, that. And then they just drafted Geno well, Griffin, so. Well, we'll have to right. wait on Don Beasley. He's, he's apparently 260 pounds right now, so. Is he 260? I don't yeah. know. There's no way he's turning 60 pounds. Well, then, guess what? He's an outside <laughs> linebacker. <laughs> I don't believe that at all. <laughs> Good news is they found themselves an outside linebacker. I'm surprised that uh, Carolina went not – um, Tyrus Thompson and Daryl Williams, right there. Oh, they went with the oh, other tackle. The other the tackle. tackle. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Okay. 
interesting. It's an interesting pick. Well, he's he's big. He's <laughs> one of the least athletic offensive linemen in this class. True, true. He oh, is. Man. He struggles, man. Um, he was almost. He almost got benched last year. Yep. Um. Yeah, he had some yeah, ugly he had long days. Arms, when he, had, he, he has long arms and he's largish. Yep. Everybody's like, long arms. Ooh, long arms. Let's go get those long arms. Yeah. Hey, long arms. Hey. hey. Wonder if, uh, I wonder if the Jets just trade. So ignore all that bad tape and all that other stuff. Um, I believe Darren Clora has joined as well. Is that my friend and yours, the people's champion? Well, he's <laughs> the people from Detroit area. Champion Darren Clora. Yes, sir. So let's talk. Let's talk Lions. Um, what do you like? Were there things you didn't like? Uh, what were things that you, if there was something that, that didn't happen that you wanted to see happen, what was that something? Um, well, actually, this is one of Martin Mayhew's better drafts. Um, there you go. Um, I, I was uh, I was very happy um, Friday, um, the first day of the draft on Thursday, um, because honestly, at 23, I just felt like he was in a lose-lose situation. Um but obviously, uh, getting Manny uh, Ramirez—that's that's great. Um, also, you know, we took Tomlinson. Um, so I mean, it, it leaves some questions because we still have Travis Swanson. Um, you know that we have to deal with. Don't know if he's going to play center or if he's going to be out of there. Um, but but the first day of the draft was great. Uh, stockpiling all of the 2016 draft picks, um, and then Amir Abdullah. I'm I'm very happy. Um, I wanted I wanted Duke Johnson, but uh, Amir Abdullah. But you'll settle, you'll settle for Amir Abdullah. <laughs> Either way, yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll take Amir Abdullah too uh, as well. Um, and uh, now with the cornerback pick, um, yeah, it, it could have went either way. Um, I I want them. I don't, and I don't know if third round is a reach for Michael Bennett, but I want the Lions to have Michael Bennett on the roster. Um. I think that's the way. I think that I think a defensive tackle was needed. It wasn't needed in the first two rounds, um, but on this last day of the draft, I, I think uh, Michael Bennett should be a target if, if he's still there when we pick. Okay. Uh, what other positions? What other players might you be targeting for the for the rest of day three in your mind, Darren? Um, I, I know a lot of people want a receiver. They do. Um, you are correct. Um, I'm not so sure that is is really that big of a need because of the way that the um that the coaching staff has echoed that they they're not gonna have a deep receiver rotation as long as their receivers are healthy. Um, but I I would like Tony Lippett um to go to the Lions, um, and I might be a little biased with that because I did play uh I did play you know uh, football with him back in the day, but. I feel like Tony Lippett, hometown guy to the Detroit Lions, who's not, you know, he's not um, going to be like an all-star just coming off, but I feel like he can be a nice uh, rotation guy uh, to get in there and get some good reps. 
Uh, so as well before, as we, before you move on from that, tell us about what kind mm-hmm. of player he was and what position do you see him playing at the NFL level? Um, now, it, it's funny because when we played when we played when we were younger before high school, um, he was a quarterback. Only like he was only a quarterback. Um, we got to high school and he was still a quarterback. He he was really like he he's really a, a vocal person. Like um, not only you know was he a teammate of mine, but he's also a frat brother. Um, so you know he he's like he's really a vocal person, like a vocal leader. Um, you know he he does all the work. Like um, he actually watched film, and this is funny. Like he actually was watching film on people like in the ninth grade when we did, I didn't even know what watching film was. Uh, so, uh, so, so like he, he's such a hard worker. Um, I, I think he's going to be a receiver in the NFL. Um, he has the cornerback ability, um, but I, I honestly like his route running and his feel and his feel for the game on the offensive side more. Um, and, and yeah, I, I want him to stay in Detroit. Um, so yeah, I, I would like I would like that target. Um, I don't know if Martin Mayhew um, really sees receiver as that big of a priority. Um, I was at the press conference a couple of days ago, um, and it does look like you know they're probably going to try to get a safety um, in, in the in the later rounds here. So, hmm. huh? Okay. Um... I'm excited, more excited about him as a corner, to be perfectly honest, but I could be wrong. I mean, you clearly know him more and better than I do. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I mean, now, I, I think he can play corner really well. Um, now, just, but from what, you know, from what I've, he said, um, it just seems like a lot of people are talking to him to be as a receiver, but they're interested in, in both sides of it. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he can play corner really well. Okay. Well, he's an interesting uh, selection. I mean, when he when and where he goes. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Bryce Petty going to the Jets. So <laughs> this should be interesting because you can never have too many quarterbacks who have a huge mental hurdle to clear to be able to play. Um, uh, not necessarily, Bill. I know, I know, I know. Don't call that out, man. Uh, this is a perfect spot for Bryce Petty. He's it is. With, I agree. Going with Chan Gailey. Uh, I, I agree, actually. He's turned um, dumb quarterbacks, I guess is the best way to put it, into productive ones. Um, I mean, you just you look at his career, you look at some of the guys he was able to turn into modest starters. Um, I think that that's the perfect spot for Bryce Petty. Um, I think if Geno Smith can't, in a simplified offense, if Geno Smith can't take the next sort of step, I guess, uh, that Bryce Petty comes in and he has a, a lot of wide receivers to choose from. And uh, what's one of the things that Bryce Petty does really well? Throws the deep ball exceptionally well. What's one of the best things that Devin Smith does, though? Catches yes. the deep ball pretty yes, well. that is true. So when you look at all that stuff, uh, I think there's possibilities here for Bryce Petty uh, to be impactful um, early earlier than most would expect, uh, especially because of what Gailey's able to do in terms of simplifying the offense and stuff like that. Now, will Bryce Petty take that simplification and, and take the next step and develop into this really awesome quarterback? Yeah, we'll see. But at the same time, uh, 
I don't see why you wouldn't want to do this if you're the Jets, especially since you're stacked pretty much, man. You're stacked on defense. You're stacked on offense for the most part. Why are wise now? You just, I would possibly get a running back a little bit later. But, uh, you know, this is kind of the perfect landing spot. Mm. Yeah, all of those guys are going. Crowder just went to the Redskins, so you got a lot of your guys going off the board. Petty, Flowers, and I don't know if James Sample's gone. We were talking about him last night. Yep, James Sample's going to the Jaguars. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah Chicago, people were talking about Chicago possibly taking a quarterback. I don't know if that's true, but. They want it. I think they want a petty, though. So I don't. Jets, that's why the Jets moved up. Huh. Well, Sample is the another. It's the other guy. We definitely are in the other guy portion <laughs> of the draft. Other guys are flying off the board. If you want an other guy, this is the time to get him. All the other guys. All yeah. the other guys over the board. There's a lot of other. What is it? Other guys and then the reunions, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, See, you talked. You talked about that, Bill, like um, a couple of years ago. How the NFL is just, you know, um, it's kind of like country clubbish. You know what I mean? Like you gotta get <laughs> guys you're familiar with. I mean, not. It is. I mean. It's true. Yeah. It is true. It's who you know. Yes. It's a relationship yeah. business. It I is. mean, do you think it's an accident that some guy, whoever marries Urban Meyer's daughters, beautiful, beautiful daughters, is going to have a job somewhere in football? Do you think it's an accident? I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just saying it is a relationship business. Uh, people sort of, you know, got on, on Tom Coughlin when he drafted his son-in-law, but – and he probably took him a little earlier than most people would have taken him, but this kind of stuff happens all the time. It's It's – it's, the, it's not the exception. It's the rule in the NFL. People, it's, it's the one, not the one place. There are many places, that I think about it, where nepotism is rampant. But um, it is a nepotism-filled business. And it's not a coincidence that almost every coach in the NFL is related to another coach somewhere in the NFL, either by blood, marriage, or has worked together with. It's hard to find a coach who can't connect to several other coaches in the NFL. It's a tight little community. Front office guys can all be connected to all the other front office guys within a couple of different, oh, he played with so-and-so, he went to school with so-and-so, he worked for so-and-so. It's, it's, it's all networks that interlace with their networks. And when you get players, I mean, let's, we know it's not quite like the old days, but there are teams that late in the draft pick up the phone and call their buddy who coaches at West Virginia and say, who's the best blank you saw all year? That still happens late in the draft. It does. I'm here. I, I know they, they have scenarios, blah, 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 but it does still happen. I know for a fact because I talk to coaches, and they tell me, hey, you know that kid who got drafted, blah, blah, blah. My buddy, blah, 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 called me late day three, said, you know, the guy we wanted, the, in fact, the four guys we wanted, gone. You know, <laughs> what do you know about such and such, or who's the best right tackle you saw all year? Well, guys, I don't mean to cut you off, Bill. But, yeah, go ahead. Um, the second best combination of speed and stiffness in this draft class just left the board. Jeremy <laughs> Langford. Yeah. And Justin, Justin Hardy, too. 
Oh, I love Freak Magic. And this is this is frankly where he should have gone. I mean, though I would yeah. take him sooner, but this is where it makes sense, uh, especially since he's, you know, not a whatever, you know, the, the, the you know, he's not 6'5", he doesn't run 4-3, but I will bet my See, I still have my wisdom teeth. I will bet my wisdom teeth. <laughs> I was just double checking that he is he has a longer and more productive career than at least three of the wide receivers who were taken in the top 100. Right, that's very that's yeah. gonna hurt when they get pulled out. <laughs> I mean, and plus, I mean, he's he's going to a great situation in Atlanta, you know. So they found their slot guy um, now, you know, with Julio and. Oh, uh, they can finally end the the Devin punches. Experience. Yes, the experience. <laughs> oh. Hey, you're 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 kind of like a you know you're a punt return kick returner. You can be a slot guy. Kind of the same thing, right? Kind of the same thing. Yeah, enjoy. Of if you have a plan for Devin Funches and you can you know quote unquote create mismatches and all that stuff, you know. I, 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 <laughs> I don't hate the pick. Well, let me see. I'll jump to Darren Clore. He's probably seen as much Funches as anyone else around here. What do you think Devin Funches is, one, and how do you think he'll perform early, and then obviously where do you think he gets to be later in his career? Um, it, it's, it's so weird, like, seeing the people you uh, you played against and, <laughs> exactly. and grew up around uh, get drafted. Uh, now, with, with Make Devin the wish Funches, it stayed in shape, doesn't it, Derek? <laughs> oh, I'm still in shape, though. <laughs> uh, but, now with Devin Funches, it, it's interesting because um, when we played him, I had the pleasure of playing him four times a year, uh, or four times in my high school career. Um, now, he's he's big. Um, he always has played receiver, um, even, you know, even um, at Farmington Hills Harrison, where he did his prep at. Um, but I don't think he has that separation. Um, I mean, even even Michigan uh, diehards will tell you that they didn't like him at receiver uh, last year um, because he, he doesn't separate well. So I, I think he does have to kind of be um, that tight end who sometimes split out wide, uh, splits out wide, um, but not a primary uh, um, Z or, you know, uh, out receiver split wide. Um you know, if if you have so here's here's can he can he become a sort of a Jacob Tammy type? Like, what's the give me sort of a projection for him down the road? What do you think he can become? I I think um, you know if if everything works out, he he could be he could be similar to um, he he could be similar to Antonio Gates maybe. Um, if everything works out with you know the way people think he'll he'll be used and how he'll be developed, um, you know maybe he can be that type of player. Um, maybe not the same production, but um, you know definitely I, I can see him being an Antonio Gates type. Oh, okay. That's well, okay. Well, that would be great. I mean, that's that's that's, be, that's best case scenario. Yes. Indeed, <laughs> I would agree that that would be best case scenario. Um, I mean, now the, the interesting thing is that they worked they worked out a lot together um, before he went to Michigan. Huh. Um, so, so yeah. 
Well, you've, you've always played against, and I'll ask you about Langford as well, I guess, if you have any insider information. You, what, what gave a guy like, like Funches the most trouble when, from what you saw when you played against him? Um, now, with Funches, it was, it was always you, you had to press against him. Um, you didn't want him to get off of the line. I mean, this is when he was younger. Um, I, I, but, you know, I'm sorry. I said, yeah, I understand that. But I would agree that that's still what gives him the most yeah. trouble. Go ahead. Yeah, um, like it, it was always, it was always you wanted to pre- you wanted to press on him. Um, if you knocked his first step off, um, he wasn't he wasn't that same type of receiver like uh, towards the end of the game um, when when he was really being you know really needed to be targeted. He wasn't the same type of person uh, trying to attack the ball um, that he was if he was just easily getting off of the line. Um, and, and you know, at, at U, in the University of Michigan, they they didn't really ever like get his technique right with his releases um, off of the line, in my opinion. So, mm. okay. And and I'll hit on. Well, I guess you can talk about any guys that you know, but I assume you also have some understanding or knowledge of Mr. Langford as well. Actually, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he played in a totally different uh, part of the state. I mean, you know, besides seeing him at a few camps, oh, okay. um, all I ever got to see was him at Michigan State. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's fine. Was there anyone else uh, that was drafted so far that, that you you know of or are familiar with? Um, no, actually, um, I, I was happy to see Devin Smith um, go to the Jets. Um, you know, my, my time at Ohio State, I love like I love seeing him um, you know, just around the campus. So I think I think the Jets can be a good uh fit for him if if they get him the ball some type of way. Somebody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well but, they have um, a lot definitely. of quarterbacks now. <laughs> uh but I, I think that's gonna be a good situation for him. Okay. Um, any other questions you guys might have for Darren, who's obviously has some some nice insights into some of the Detroit area guys? Anybody else have any questions for Darren? Okay, Darren, do you have any questions for anybody, <laughs> or any comments uh, you want to make about the draft so far? Um. Oh, now um, who I actually whose draft I'm loving is the Broncos. Okay. Um, yeah, I I just love what they're doing. Um, how, you know, they moved up. Um, yeah, I, I think I think they're really doing a good job. Um, yeah, that's all I wanted to say about them. Well, tell us why. I mean, what is it about the the picks they've made and how, and the fits you think they'll get from those guys that you feel like is great value or or what have you? Okay. Um, well, I think you know I think getting. I don't want to say getting rid of, but I think, you know, the trade for Manny uh, was good for them. Um, now, Shane Ray, like, I I wasn't ever a firm believer that he was a top-10 pick. Right. Um, but I do think at 23, um, they they do get some good value on their defensive end, which, you know, they worked hard to uh, fix that. Um, so I, I think that he could be a good fit um, at defensive end for them. And uh, what they're trying to do, um, and then um, in the second, um, you know, tie, 
Um, I can never pronounce his right name. Sambrello. <laughs> Last night. Yeah, Sambrello. Um, you know, if they're really going to make a run uh, for the playoffs before Peyton, you know, hangs it up, I think, you know, they obviously needed to get him more protected. Uh, so I, I think the first two rounds were great. Um, and I didn't get to see the third round pick. But, um, yeah, I like those first two picks a lot. Okay. They got, uh, Darren, they got Jeff Yerman of Ohio State. Yes. So, Darren, tell us what do you what are your impressions of that guy? Um, what do you think of him? I, I he's great. Um, he's he's a great uh, tight end. Last year, you know, he was injured a lot, and his production didn't uh, like quite pan out like people thought it would. Um, but I I like his route running. He has short hands, and he he's a very good blocker. Um, so I think he's a nice toy to have in in uh with Peyton Manning. Um. Yeah, I I I think that's great, and you know, go Bucks. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For Ohio State to keep all their players, I mean, they had a pretty good amount of people still drafted, so it shows you how good they how good they are. <laughs> I mean, best team in the country, and then still got you know top pretty top tier guys in this draft. So Michael Bennett's gonna go soon, I'm sure. So. Yeah, I don't think Bennett gets out of the fourth. Um, I I think Grady Jarrett should go soon, too. I don't know what's going on with that. But um, Hireman, uh, Jim Coburn, give us some of your impressions. He's not not exactly pocket. uh, You know, you often talk about the pocket tight ends. He's not exactly a pocket tight end. He's he's not huge. I mean, that he's not, you know, he's not touring 70 pounds, but he's a good-sized guy. Uh, who, Who are you talking about? Jeff Ironman. Oh, uh, well, I mean, he's, uh, you know, Chris Cooley. You know, not as good, of course, but, um, you know, similar in terms of being an H-back guy. Or Zach Miller from Arizona State, you know, kind of, in many ways. My my only issue with Ironman was that he just wasn't used as much as I felt like he could have been used in the uh, state office. Um, And... I don't know why that was, 100%, but I do think that he, uh, in terms of uh, as a shorter in sort of tight, you know, 6'4", um, or I think 6'5", but, you know, just in terms yeah. of being yeah. a smaller, you know, kind of H-backy sort of guy that you put, you know, in the slot. And Isn't it crazy that we now refer to a guy who's 6'4 and 3 quarters and 254 as smaller? Well, I just say that because I, I was, I've always been on the person that he was about 6'4". On tape, he looks more H-backy than he probably actually is. You know, I think that's right, the way he played. You're talking about the way he played, not so much right. his actual measurements. I got gotcha. you. I agree, actually, with that assessment. So that's that's kind of where I'm kind of getting at with him. Uh, but I, I think he's going to be solid. Uh, I think... I don't know how much he's going to be used the first year because, again, it's the Denver Broncos and Peyton Manning is, you know, <laughs> well, Manning. I think football IQ will be the determiner. determinants right there. If he's got a super high football IQ, we could see the field. If he, yeah, And, you know, they really need that as well because, uh, you know, obviously losing uh, – um, Julius Thomas uh, Yes. Yeah, Julius Thomas. Uh, to the Jags, uh, it's kind of funny that 
that they're the just together. Well, but anyways, uh, you know, they lost him there. So I think that he'll definitely be a guy who can step in and be – he's more athletic than Jacob Tammy. Stop saying the Jacob Tammy stuff. Okay, I'll leave, <laughs> I'll leave you alone about the Jacob Tammy stuff. But I, I didn't mean so much athletically speaking. I meant more career arc-wise. I think that in the right offense with the right quarterback, he could be – well, he is with the right quarterback, at least right now. I mean, there's no writer right. quarterback for what he does than Peyton Manning. Right. You can't so get a better QB situation. If everything goes right, if everything goes right, you can be talking about Jeff Hurman getting, you know, 500, 600 yards or more and, you know, seven, ten touchdowns in his rookie year. Um, if it doesn't go well, he doesn't pick up the offense, and Peyton Manning yells and screams at him and, you know, <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh, it says not so nice things that he would never say at Papa John's commercials. Then no, he wouldn't say those things at Papa John's commercials, right? Yeah, then, then it'll be second year when he finally starts to take a step. But this is, yeah, but this is definitely a different team that really needs people to step up and be immediate contributors. Uh, and that's the only, like, main thing with retirement is he can be that right before you immediate con- contributor, but. It's just uh, it's just that extra yeah it's the mental stuff that Peyton was always yeah but who knows maybe it was Jeff you know Fox obviously gone and maybe Fox had a little bit to do with that but that that's my only big like kick up I guess but yeah hey guys uh, yeah go ahead hey I just thought I'd jump in and say what's up uh, you know. Uh, I just, man, hey, Montel, I don't know about you guys. Montel, we had a bonding yeah. moment. We had a bonding oh. moment when Trey Flowers. I wish you'd been here for that. Trey oh. Flowers finally oh. got taken. We were gonna that to me, that. I was just about to say, the fourth round, all of a sudden the draft really got real. Because some of the guys I loved <laughs> that was on my board, that was just chilling on the board, finally got taken. And what a great situation for Trey Flowers. I could not be more happy for him. I mean, this guy is, is one of the best athletes. And you, you know it, Bill. We've talked about this guy since August. I like and, him. I just I just love him in that system with the way they do things. Uh, well, I will let you talk about our love, Trey Flowers, and, and why we love him. Uh, he's most effective as being the, the other guy. You know, if you've got mm-hmm. Jason Pierre-Paul being the guy on the other end, if you've got um, whoever else you want to mention – the other guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's 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 a wingman, you know, uh, but that helps you. Uh, I think, I don't know if he can be the, the big sack guy, uh, you know, just because of length, but he could. I think, I think, you know, in time he might have a, you know, a jump out there with a 10-sack season here or there down the road uh, because I think he's enough of a, of a technician to be able to, you know, compete and, and do some things. And But what I like about him is, you know, what he does well is, you know, he's an edge setter. Uh, you can't really move this guy too well off the line of the scrimmage. If you watch his game against Leo Collins, Collins struggled with this guy uh, mm-hmm. for, for much of the game, I mean, mm-hmm. even, uh, especially in, in, in pass protection situations, which was obviously surprising. So uh, I I think that tape was a big selling point. The guy can beat you a little bit with speed and with power. Now, he's not very fast, but he's a very long strider. And with his length, it kind of makes up for that space, you know, because he's not very fast. And uh, and, and it's just really hard to get away from this guy's grasp. Uh, he's, he's very powerful. He's, he's a gym rat. Uh, I've seen this guy box jump. I mean, everyone made a big deal out of that, that J.J. Watt box jump. I think it was, what, 55 inches or something like that. Trey Flowers did about six less inches. Um, back in December, 
<laughs> so um, it's, it's just funny the way, you know, perspective is. But he, he's a great athlete, and I think the Patriots take him. Uh, I think they might put him on the end. Whatever they, whatever they do with him, they're going to know what to do with him. And, uh, and that's why I trust him with this team. Yeah, there's um. See, everyone's all freaked out about um Jay Ajayi's knee, but the Quanjo's knees. I guess for some reason, when they have bone on bone situations, everybody loves it. Um, well, yeah, I mean the two <laughs> least athletic guards in the in the draft class just went off. So, um, congratulations to the teams that got Trey Jackson and our Quanjo. Did Trey, Trey Jackson go to the Patriots? Yep. Well, of course. Oh, okay. Eagle, oh of course. <laughs> There's still a few Urban Meyer guys left on the roster for theirs for them to pick up before they have to switch over to Ohio State guys next year, I guess. That's, yeah, a, that's, a, that's a Jimbo guy. Yes. Yes, indeed. Not this Jimbo. <laughs> the other one. The other Jimbo. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's not our Jimbo, Jimbo. No, you're yeah. right about that. Different Jimbo. The other Jimbo. The other Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo. Um, yeah, there's some interesting stuff happening, and some of these guys are going to be um, – I think some of these guys are going to be better, like I said, than some of the guys who went earlier, and I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's some guys taking here. Like, I think the Titans kind of surprised me with who they, they went out and got. Uh, I wasn't the biggest uh, – fan, but, you know, I guess, you know, to each his own, but I just thought they'd go out and get themselves more maybe, you know, proven defensive tackle. Angelo Blackson was pretty good, but he just, mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, just compared to my class, I just didn't have him really going here. <laughs> you know, like, I, I I can name, I can write all four or five different guys. Uh, I even like uh, the tackle out of Southern Miss, uh, Rakeem, jeez, uh, what's his last name? Uh, Nunez Rochez. There we go. Yeah. There we go. He says it better. He's a good player. I think I'd rather have him. Well, this is a team that really needs to rush the And that's a good point to bring up, Montel, is that a lot of the better defensive line talent um, is not from the big five conferences. Yep. So teams are now being kind of stupid, I guess, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I just think that's what it is. There's some bias going on here, and that's what I talked about uh, in the beginning of the day. Is I really think Davis Toll should be have he deserves to have his name called here in the fourth. Um, yep. I, I think he's just that good. But the fifth, six because he went to UTC. Derek and I think Ronald it's ridiculous. Somewhere and then yeah. fifty picks later or twenty picks. I mean, it's, it's ludicrous because these guys are gonna. It's, it's like the situation we talked about last year with um, you know the Terminators that Kerr. He's a better mm-hmm. player than a bunch of the guys who went ahead of him. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what bothers me is if you look at how he tested, he tested great. <laughs> he tested great, and I mean you can bring up the high school he broke his leg, but he went on to play forty eight college games, <laughs> you know, and he was fine for all forty eight of those. So I mean, I I think Toll's a great player. I think he's going to be a steal for anyone that takes him after this point. I like yeah. that Douglas. I like that Douglas pick. Miami just made Jamil Douglas. Jamil Douglas, yeah, yeah, that was that was one. And I like Miami's first pick and also just He's like a guard run right here. Four guards in the fourth round. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah. Waiting for Shaq Mason to come off the board. Uh, At some point, yeah. There's he's now. <laughs> he might be the yeah. best. Let me see. Wait, Trey, no, Trey, McBride, Trey McBride is still my, is now my 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 highest rated player still available, but Shaq's not far behind him. And that's Man, yeah. Pete, Pete, Pete's going to be real happy with uh, Ibram Campbell for the Browns. Oh, I'm happy. Dude, with that, the Browns, dude. the Browns, they built a really draft. tough draft class. Like that's what we tell yesterday. Nobody wants to fight the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> like nobody no. is going to want to fight these guys. Xavier Cooper, Danny Sheldon, Duke Johnson. I mean, they're tough everywhere. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I uh, just, uh, I, I mean, man, I, like I said, the quarterback situation makes me, you know, feel bad for them. But everywhere else, man, I think they're they're good. Um, well, the wide receiver, they're bad. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, they've got some meh right receivers, right, some average guys. You can still fix that. Really there's be, there's yeah. guys you can pick up amazingly late, apparently, yeah. in this draft that are going to be good NFL wide receivers. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna have to. Dra- I mean, if they, I mean, yeah, they gotta draft a lot. Of it's just weird. Yeah. They need better receivers, but they kind of like some of the guys they have. Like from what I heard, they're very high on Taylor Gabriel, even though a lot of people don't really know him. Taylor you know, Gabriel him is one right. of their better wide receivers on their team. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so yeah, you kind of push fine. all that downward if you bring another guy in. I mean, yeah. Gabriel's fine, but you got Gabriel and Bo as your starting wide receivers. And <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not. <laughs> you don't I mean, feel like your work is done in the draft with that done with those two. No, I mean, you're supposed to help out a young quarterback <laughs> or even jo- that's not going to help out Johnny or Johnny. They get a uh, whoever. They get line. Did they get Hartline? They, they do have Hartline. That's, that's a guy. Hartline is he? No, I like Brian Hartline. That's a good you know three four guy. But you, Hartline is fine. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. I mean, there's a bunch of good receivers left on the board still. So, I mean, it's not like – I mean, they could go uh, Trey McBride or they can go – Whatever whatever what, magical wide receiver juice Brian Hartline was drinking, it's gone. Maybe, maybe <laughs> they go Maybe they go Austin Hill later. Maybe they go – I would I would just go Darren Waller it. if I'm going to go they Austin get, Hill. Yeah, they, could get, <laughs> yeah. They, they might get Jamison Crowder and Austin Hill, or they might get, uh, they get Trey McBride. Crowder's, Crowder's gone, but yeah, I, Crowder's I, off the board. I would think they can. I would look at. I, I would look at Darren Waller from Georgia Tech. Yeah, and I'm right. one of the few people who graded him out as a receiver. I know a lot of people put him as a tight end, but I mean, he's a receiver. <laughs> like, I don't. You know, he, he tested fine to be a receiver compared to some of these guys that are here trying to be drafted as a receiver. So uh, I'll put him there. I think he can be a receiver, and I think he'll be really good um, in time, in, in in lots and lots of time. But but you know. Tools. Some of the tools are there. Yeah. He he did a good job at this birthday with the receiver drills too. So, I mean, um, that really helped him out. I said the receiver drills are great at the pro day in Atlanta because I mean that that was big for him. I know it's pro day, but I mean it's just you know he didn't get a chance to do some of the things he did. Um, mm-hmm. you know because because of, of how they run their offense, the flex zone. So, um. He showed off a little bit of his route tree, which has to develop, obviously, because, like I said, the offense he played it. But uh, I think that'd be a – this is a spot you want to pick him in. You know, I kept hearing about him uh, going yesterday, and that was pretty scary. But this is the day you can uh, pick him up. Maybe not fourth round, but maybe in the fifth. Yeah, that's fair. So, let's see, Doran Grant, 
still available. Adrian Amos still available. Uh, Jacoby Glenn still available. My guy, Bobby McCain still available. Yeah. The Bears got to get one of these guys, man. They they cannot uh, they can't just be chilling with that back four, and they just keep avoiding it and avoiding it. And Deron Smith is still on the board, is that right? Um, yeah, so yeah. Don't really. Adrian Amos is still on the board. Cool. Um, still, we get to see Craig Mager being taken. You know, <laughs> you know, and I just, yeah, that was a good thing. Um, um, but that's cool though. Well, there goes another small school guy. You guys won't have to complain anymore. Rodney Gunther, Delaware State. There we go. Ah, <laughs> look at that. I do. I, I kind of like him. I kind of like him. That's not a bad pick. No, actually, it's funny because, like, the small school guys that are going from, like, really small schools, like, Ali, Ali Marpet is gone. Like, Rodney Gunther is gone. D3, State. yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, it's like, you're really going to be really small school guys. Like, we're not going to go D3, not even, like, FCS. Zach Hawkins is still here, and there's a bunch of guys left. And... I went for Latarius Walton to come off the board. I thought he would be picked around. I thought I like, really like that guy. Really yeah, so like so him. Almost thought he would get overdrafted. Like Bell, really? Mm-hmm. He seems like the type of guy that that would be. Um, is uh, let me see. Kenny Bell's still on the board, right? Uh, yep. Rashad Green, Austin A Davis, lot of really good wide receivers you know? still available. Yeah, so I think Stephon Diggs is still out there. I mean, yep. I like him a lot. I think after this point, this is kind of like the save zone if you had to take him with the next pick. It would be okay. So, I don't know, man. I really – I think the Browns can maybe add a receiver. Um, I hope the Bears can just accept the fact that they need a defensive back soon. And, uh Yeah. The belldozer is yeah. gone. <laughs> yes, the belldozer. Who just the took The belldozer. 49ers. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So is that like a goodbye to uh, <laughs> Vincent? You know, uh, the tight end. Crap. Vernon Davis. There we go. Well, they played with them. Those are two <laughs> radically different kinds of players. <laughs> no, no. I I'm don't... not saying like he's like a clone or anything. I'm just meaning like. I think there's a, t- uh, a contract year for Davis, so is it? Oh, is I, it like... I, I see what you're saying there. I'm just saying that I they yeah. still if they need they need to address that position more than that if that's what they're wanting to do is to let him walk. They, they're <laughs> I, not I, done. <laughs> I think they're no. I think they're going to go with Vance McDonald and Blake Bell probably next year. I think they're going to move away from uh, from Vernon. It's going to cost too much money. And I don't get why his production's been dipping, to say the least. Yeah, well, that's, I don't think most of that's his fault, to be perfectly honest. But uh, Well, no, that's fair. I think it's just interesting to see who, um, you know, who and what and how some of these guys are sort of shaking out as this, as the things sort of settle in. I just hope, first of all, situation's everything. I hope, you know, so far some of these guys have gone to great situations. Some. The situation is everything, but the player has to be good as well. Well, what? I agree. Um, well, true. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that, that a terrible player going to a great situation is going to be somehow good. I would take an average. I'll take an average player in a great situation over a great player in an average situation. 
Interesting, because that's what the well, Patriots sometimes have done for is, the past 10 years. Is good enough. And they won four Super Bowls. <laughs> I don't know. I, I wouldn't take Monty Ball, but I don't know. What what do we think about the Saints draft? Can, can we just? I mean, yeah, I just want to know: is it is it all about the future now? It, I mean, it has to be, right? It's it, it's a pretty bleak future, though, uh, Montel. Um, <laughs> it's all about the future. I mean, I'm just saying because I thought they stacked the board with the best defensive the talent. Yeah. That's pretty mm-hmm. scary. I mean, true, and then they get great. Uh, to me, I just thought they'd stack the board with the best defensive talent, get a five-tag, get an edge rusher, get a corner immediately, and some, like, good guys there. And then they'd see what's up with, you know, interior, uh, offensive line, and then they kind of strayed from that and said, oh, let's get, you know, Pete. Let's go and get a quarterback here. And let's, let's overdraft. I mean, I guess people had racing as a fourth, but I just think it's like this doesn't help you, like, next year. Do anything. I mean, I hope you're comfortable with what you have. That's true, but the Saints also weren't very good last year. So I think they're kind of – they really are building for the future. So Yeah, like I'll accept it. I mean, obviously a better job could have been done, but if that's the aim, I guess I get it. A future without Drew Brees, especially since they drafted Andres Pete. And talk about a great situation. Grayson is in a great situation just to learn from Peyton, and then they're bringing him along the right way. This is the way to bring him along a quarterback. Bring him in and sit him. He's not going to play next year. Well, you know, unless it's an injury. And maybe, I mean, I don't know how many years Brees will have left, but maybe the year after that he won't play. So, you know, I think that's the way you're supposed to bring a quarterback along, not just draft him, say he's going to sit, then play in week five because Chad Henney sucks. You know, like, <laughs> you know, so <laughs> – yeah, I think that's the way to do it. Reminds me of a situation in Green Bay that happened a little while back. Turned out pretty well from what I can remember, Donovan. <laughs> Turned out pretty well. I'm not well. saying it's going to work out like that. It's just the situation's the same. But, <laughs> exactly. Get Grayson and Aaron Rodgers. Yep. I mean, the Saints. Let's see, I, I, I didn't say that. I said the situation was the same. You hinted at it, though. I, that's what you did. I, I did I'm a fat guy. I'm just a, just a fat guy. <laughs> never, fact never lie because they're already fact. But oh, I, I, I'm I'm interested at Kansas City, University of Georgia, aka because they just got with me. <laughs> it's like Georgia, to go. You, if you go if you go to Georgia, man, you're gonna be people out Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Six Georgia, six Georgia players on the roster. <laughs> I wanted to bring in um, Alex. Uh, Alex Brown, our local uh, Texas bureau chief. I wanted to get an idea of what you felt about what Dallas has done so far, and what you what you see in your you know, magic scrying glass, your your view into the future of what you think they might do throughout the rest of the draft. Uh, Alex Brown, <laughs> let us know. Yeah, yeah, you know, going back to the, the first night of the draft, um, everyone had been talking about the fact that they were okay with Randy Gregory from an off-the-field aspect, and they were willing to take the chance on him if he was there. And thank God that Byron Jones fell into their laps um, in a situation where 
even though we have a bunch of corners, big name corners on our roster, that's a huge position to need because Morris Claiborne's not the future. We're probably not going to pick up his option. Uh, the Brandon Carr deal went south as far as, you know, getting a bang for your buck. So they regret that. And then Orlando Skandrick is more of a, he's better than what else is out there. Let's make sure we don't lose him. So now you have the chance where you can take a Byron Jones who's extremely athletic, extremely gifted, um, but still developing. You can work him into your system as obviously a, a safety or, or a corner. Ideally, I'm going to be playing him at corner because of his press ability and ability to mirror at the line and just his overall explosiveness at the position. Um, that's a huge get, obviously. And then you move to the second round and Gregory flips back into your lap. At that point, you can't really pass on a first-round talent at that spot, pick number 60. So you don't have much invested in him in wow. terms of finances or – you don't have you know much investment you know from a financial aspect, and you have the potential of getting a guy who can be you know a double digit sack guy for you in that four three where we like to stunt guys around, move them around, and it's all one gap, so you don't have to worry so much about point of attack issues based on the scheme because he's moving guys around. It's a moving you know semi four three cover two D Tampa two D. So um, I liked that pick obviously, and then. You go to that third-round pick with Chaz Green from Florida. Ideally, you wait a round or two because of the injury history with his ankles and having missed an entire season with a shoulder injury that could creep up again. But if they've received the okay in terms of his shoulder and ankles, it's a good pick because the guy has shown he can play on either side of the offensive line at right tackle or left tackle. And by, by getting a guy like that, he can be the next backup to Tyron Smith because currently our backup right now is Darian Weems, and they don't feel extremely confident in him stepping in. And on top of that, Doug Free could be gone by next year, so we can mold him into our starting right tackle. So it gives you a lot of position flex in that offensive line, and it you know, fills a future position in need. So felt good about those three picks. And now moving forward, you got, you know, the chance to go best player available at a couple of positions in need, like running back, developmental quarterbacks, because you still have guys like Hundley, Bonner, Bridge, those types of guys still on the board. And this is sort of like the sweet spot for those guys, that early day three range. And then obviously running back is a huge position in need. So I feel like if you get a guy like David Cobb or Mike Davis, you know, on this day of the draft, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Agreed. I believe that Steve Morton has joined us as well. I have. I assume you are somewhere between pleased and ecstatic with what's happened so far for the Tennessee Titans? Ecstatic. Okay. So you, it, you've it, got the ecstatic. deal pegged. I mean, I mean, it, it, I would have been ecstatic if they had taken Mariota and passed every round after that. Oh, oh right. <laughs> <laughs> So just like turning an empty card from that point forward, you would have just wa- dropped the bike after making one pick and just driven out like Deion Sanders at the at the combine, just run out the door? Just run out the door, get in the limo, and go home. <laughs> Good luck, Deion. So in your mind, Tennessee's one player away, it sounds like, from, from hoisting the Lombardi trophy. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. It's just uh, considering what their quarterback situation has been since 2000. Well, ever since Steve McNair got traded, really the year before that. Uh, 
you know, they, they, it was really, I mean, it was just a black hole through the roster. I mean, you look at the, the stats over time, and, and I'm a guy that's a big believer in, in the NFL, and it's always been this way, you win, you win or lose for two reasons. Can you pass the ball efficiently? Can you stop the other team from doing the same? And they haven't been able to pass since 2005. So it's hard to sustain winning if you can't, if you can't even go forward passing the ball. I think like last year they were like 31% converting third down. Just incredible how awful <laughs> they were on offense. <laughs> I mean, so uh, – so yeah, so and and I, I thought Mariota was actually the best fit for the Titans in terms of what he is as a quarterback and what he can grow to be inside of the system. And uh, he's going to a very structured system. He's going to a, I, I I kind of compared it to uh, to a point, what kind of point guard do you need? And then both of these guys are really good. Uh, Jameis Winston is Magic Johnson. He's a, he's a He's a, he's a genius on the on the field. Yeah, you know I mean, so but he's gonna make he's gonna make some some mistakes inside of that because he's gonna always try to push and try to make the play. And Mariota's more like John Stockton. He'll run the he, he may run the same boring play twenty five hundred times, but there'll be twenty five hundred times that they're always gonna work, and he'll always run them the same way, and They'll always be efficient, and he'll know what he'll know where the players are around. And that's one of the things that with that Wisdom Hunt talked about with Mariota that really impressed him on tape was how aware he was of bodies of bodies all over the field. He always seemed to know where his receivers are. Uh, he knows where the pass rushers are coming from. He knows when the offensive lineman has lost the battle, and. Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't abandon. You know, he doesn't. Not skittish, but he also doesn't stand there and take. You know, an unnecessary punishment either. He'll know that sure. he needs to either move up or around. And one of the things where he really improved in his in, over his junior year was actually manipulating through the pocket and he actually staying there and just coming forward and being willing to stay in the pocket and not even leave it. Uh, not that that was really a huge deal for him anyway. I mean, he's not a guy. He's not a guy like Jake Locker that when it runs, that it, 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 the first thing's either there or he doesn't know what else to do other than run. And that that was really the issue with Jake Locker, with Jake and Wiz, is that Jake really knows how to do one thing well, and that's run the football. Jake knows how to run the football, but he doesn't really know how to pass the ball and, and work through a passing game, and that's somewhat... Uh, maybe guilty of his development, maybe guilty of that, you know, he was a guy that never had that. So, and just, I mean, he was never going to have that. So the the first pick, uh, you know, I was I, I, I can't even convey how happy I am to have Mariota. I would have been very happy to have Jameis Winston. I mean, I, I told you before, I, I think they're both excellent players, and I don't need one of them to be bad to say that. Uh it seems like you get into the, into the arguments, uh, especially on Twitter, and uh, you know one guy's got to be Peyton Manning and the other guy's got to be Ryan Leaf, and I, I just don't see that. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not the case. That's the, that's the rule. Um, uh, everyone, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say that uh, I was bringing Alex back to talk about 
what people talk about in terms of draft philosophy, a change perhaps. Oh, and who else was with us? Who just hopped on with us from the New York area? Okay, maybe nobody. Oh, wait, I know what that is. But um, let's just uh, move on to um, um, everyone talks about the draft philosophy. For a long time, the draft philosophy was let's be as splashy as or seemed to be. Let's be as splashy as possible in, in Dallas. <laughs> then it seemed to be let's build the lines, you know, the offensive and defensive lines, and let's just do this in a way that's smart and solid and sober and, you know, let's all be buttoned up. This draft seemed to have a little bit of both. What, when you look at how Dallas approached this draft, what do you think their non-negotiables is the term I use? What did Dallas say, we have to do this or we failed? And then other things are just gravy. What, was, what do you think that was in terms of how they approached this draft, uh, Alex? I, I feel like they needed to take the best player available defensively regardless of position because they want to upgrade at literally every spot. I mean, you go position by position, and you don't have an elite edge rusher. You still could use some help on the interior. Uh, your linebacking core set, but you have guys that have had injury issues or, you know, consistency issues when you're talking about Rolando McClain. So um, there's, you know, an issue where you could – add a linebacker or whatever. When you go to cornerback, you have guys that have been underperforming, you know, from a contract and a draft slot position. And then going to the offensive side, you mainly are looking for depth. So um, I think the big thing was just trusting their board, and you can kind of see that with the picks they've made up until that third round, and that's when they start to go really need-based, and not just on a short-term basis, but a, but a long-term objective. Um, and as far as a, a character thing is concerned, um, every single one of those guys, obviously Gregory has the character concerns, but um, Chaz Green's a big-time guy in the Florida locker room that the coaches loved up on. Um, Byron Jones is a plus character guy. And the big thing for them is finding not necessarily the biggest name, but, but football guys that can play multiple spots that aren't sort of like limited and like boxed into one position. So, you have some flexibility with your roster makeup. So that's something that they've looked at over the course of the last few drafts. I mean, even looking at our offensive line guys, because, you know, Frederick can play two spots. Zach Martin can play two spots. Um, it's really important to get guys like that because it opens up your your management to be able to go get a variety of guys. You're not limited when it comes to free agency or trades or whatever. Okay, got it. And I'll, I'll ask a similar question of um... – Donovan James regarding, I mean, I don't, I obviously have nothing but the largest possible respect for what they do, how they do it in, in, uh, in Green Bay. What do you think their non-negotiables were? Like we, we can't leave without this. And then what things do you think they were sort of hoping for, but were like that negotiable, they could, they could live without it, but they'd like to have it when they went into the draft. Um, I mean, the first thing is, uh, Stopping the past. I mean, that's why they picked Demarius Randall so high, you know. Um, and actually, you know, I like what they did yesterday, getting Ty Montgomery. Um, it was kind of a – I like the players they drafted. I don't necessarily like where they drafted them, but, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I trust – you know, before I, before, we, before we talk asking the question, we trust our you know, front office, Ted Thompson, those guys. But, I mean, yeah, and then they got uh, – Quinn Rollins, who, you know, I've been raving about for a while. Um, I actually liked him as a point guard <laughs> since they were talking point guards on here. 
um, yep. earlier. But I mean, he's a good, uh, he's a good safety um, corner combo. Um, definitely gonna be a little raw right away. But I mean, I, I don't remember a guy transitioning from the game of basketball um, to defense so well ever. Oh, maybe I've missed a guy. But, it happens I mean, occasionally, I know but usually it's offense. Uh, they'll take a exactly. big guy and sometimes turn him into an offensive tackle. You'll see tight ends often. Occasionally you'll see wide, rece- wide receiver. Um, I'm trying to think of – there was a – oh, Leon Lett. There you go. Uh, no, I'll give, give you a couple names that transitioned really well. Uh, two tall Jones. Well, two tall played both. Two tall played both in in college. Yeah. Um, Leon Lett did not play football. He played football at his junior college, but I can't remember what happened. For some, he was supposed to have played football and basketball, but something happened when he got to Emporia State and he just ended up playing just basketball. But they have they had some junior college football tape on him at least. Right. Uh, well, I mean, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, a, a guy. You know that was a actual legit basketball prospect. Apparently, you know that's all. I mean, I don't know if the other guys were. I mean, I know Ark was could have been possibly if he had a stuck with it. But I mean, yeah, I mean he's a good player. It's, so obviously the secondary that's what they went um, early on. And like I said, Ty Montgomery um, was a solid pick. A guy can help you out in the return game. Help you out. In, uh, now he's got a quarterback that's legit that can throw to him. Um, and you know they never shy away from wide receivers. But you know a lot of picks left. You know got. Uh, 129 coming up here, um, round five, three, six rounders, um, seven. So I'm not sure what, you know, I can't really see them jump too much because they have so many picks left. But they definitely need to go off of the line. Um, they got to get a guard or a tackle um, at some point, and they got to get an inside linebacker to move play outside. And, uh, I still think they need a guy up front, um, a defensive tackle, uh, maybe a Travis or CD or someone like that. Um, yeah, and I wouldn't like I said I wouldn't mind Shaq Mason, Travis Rossi, some guys like that, and I would take another running back as well, um, there for uh, Eddie Lacy. Um, Which uh, big, big power running back? Are you talking about the Packers here? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's going to some of the guys the Packers might like. Yeah, going. Forward. Yeah, I would, yep. I would love, I would love them to get a Mike Davis. I think that would be cool. Oh. I'd be very happy if they get. <laughs> yeah, you I know would. He's on their radar. I know, so I'd be very happy if they got a Mike Davis. Uh, you know. Um, David David Cobb possibly um, in the late round, but we'll see. And I'm really like uh, Obum Guachum. Guachum, yep. yeah, yeah, from Oregon State, State. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's a name, and that's another guy. You know, he was a wide receiver um, a little while ago, and you know, he's a guy that you're gonna have to wait on. But they, they, that's fine. You know, we don't really we don't get free agents, so we have time. We, we have like a, a mini developmental league. <laughs> you know, I thought in my head, it's like I know we're drafting guys to not play for a couple of years, and it's okay because we're not going to get the free agent that everybody else gets. You know, we don't have all that cap room money and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we, we, we draft and develop. You know, we're the best at doing it, I feel like. And, you know, we'll see what they do. Um, and so, so humble. Those six I mean, it's, uh, no, I mean, they are the best. I mean, they're not they're not the best at everything, but I feel like they're the best at uh <laughs> Keeping their players. I mean, they have the most players that they've drafted on team. It's, it's not like, really I'll, close. I'll with you. It's yeah, not close. Yeah. I did the best. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best thing yeah. you can do when Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback. I'll just say that much. It is. Yeah, it is. And that was another guy that, you know, that's the Drafted and developed. That yeah. Is, that is, that that is the poster child for that. But, yeah, they, 
We'll see. I think they might move up. I don't think they're going to take three six-round picks. I think they're going to move up into the fifth or maybe to the late fourth or something like that and get – God, I hope they get Mike Davis and Shaq Mason. I would be set. They oh. wouldn't have to anybody else. <laughs> then they could drop the mic if you're saying at that yeah, point. They can drop the mic. Well, they still need an inside linebacker. I mean, I, I look at somebody like uh, maybe Jeff Luke or Derek Malone from Oregon, something like that, on um, the seventh round. Yeah, me, if you're given that choice, I would suggest you take Jeff Luke. Yeah. Oh, Buck Allen's gone. I'm so happy. Oh, sorry. <laughs> he went to the Ravens, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's actually a good situation. <laughs> it is. It is. That is <laughs> but, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of the Green Bay Packers draft. T- um, TBA, basically. <laughs> I'm going to bring Alex back on because I know he doesn't have too much more time for us. Uh, Alex, I want you to give us sort of your favorite picks, regardless of team, like the picks you like, enjoyed the most, picks that you – found the most questionable, once again, regardless of team, and then a little bit about some of your best still available players, and then I'll, I'll let you uh, let you know you got stuff to do. But uh, give us a little bit about those things. Yeah, you know, um, I think the Brandon Scherf pick in the top five, um, that could work out really well in terms of getting production as a starter for a long time, but I feel like they could have you know, picked up a couple more picks with the guys that were sliding on the board. I mean, Lennon Williams was there, and the Jets were going to sprint to the podium with that pick. So I don't know why he didn't try. I don't know if they did try to shop it around and nobody was answering any phone calls, but that was a little bit early for me on that pick. Mm. Um, Mitch Morse to the to the, uh, to the Chiefs. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense in terms of what they are looking for as far as an interior offensive lineman. Um, yeah, it's saving the travel cost, I guess, to bring guys in. Yeah, yeah you know. Um, we're sending, a, we're sending like, an Uber to get you. Just <laughs> have your bags ready. <laughs> it, yeah, maybe it was a logistics thing. But um, I, I saw a lot of picks in that second round that, you know, taking a guy that you just like, you know, just to get that pick out of the way. Um, right. You know, you got Tyson Brelo going second round to the Broncos. Ahead of a couple of guys at offensive tackle, like um, even TJ Fleming's falling to the fourth round, um, I feel like as far as the developmental aspect, you're going to have to do the same amount of work with both of those guys, and there's a higher upside with TJ Clemmings. Um, so just some picks like that kind of surprised me in, in lesser ways. I was surprised to see Trey Flowers fall to day four, uh, day three. Um, oh. Going to the Patriots is a huge pick for him because, oh. you know, he can – two gap if you need him to. I mean, he plays so strong and powerful to point. He's going to be that strong side defensive end and a potential it just, starter. It just makes me so um, mad. They keep getting these guys. They keep getting the Oh, uh, yeah. It is just falling <laughs> their laps. Yeah, people uh, don't get it. They always end up – and that's what I put. I wrote a, a, a five-takeaway piece. I'm sorry to interrupt of the NFL draft. And the fifth take – fifth one was that the Patriots – the Patriots never have to do too much to walk away with great talent every every time. You know, they just sit where they're at, and someone's is always there. Oh, yeah. And right here for the Cowboys, I mean, you could be looking at David Cobb or, or Grady Jarrett inside the three-tech. I mean, a lot of a lot of options. They just took Damian Wilson, uh, a linebacker from Minnesota. But um, regardless, I mean, you still have a lot of talented guys on the board. I mean, Rashad Green, Trey, Trey McBride. Uh, Desmond Lewis and um, even Goodley at receiver are still there. And um, even at linebacker, if you look at guys like Hayes Pollard and Marshall Spade, those are high character, you know, high productivity, good instinct linebackers that can play multiple spots in the defense. And I, I think you'll see those types of guys go pretty pretty soon, pretty quick. 
Um, this pick right here by the Cowboys with Damian Wilson kind of reminds me of last year with Anthony Hitchens because nobody really talked about either of those two guys throughout the draft process. And it's just a situation where either area scouts saw something they liked or, or coaches said something that, that they liked about him. And at this point in the draft, you might as well go get your guys. Um, so it remains to be seen what kind of guy he is. I, I haven't evaluated tape. Yeah, Damian, uh, he, he's a really good finisher uh, in terms of getting guys on the ground, but uh, there is a lot kind of questions with his end and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, I think with the Cowboys, it's not uh, – they, they need linebackers to open. But I, I don't know. I probably got somebody with a lot of better end. Yeah, a little bit surprising. I don't like the value for it, but – is what it is. Alex, you talking about that Damian Wilson pick? Yeah, uh, say what? I, I thought you guys were talking about that. Uh, the Cowboys said Damian Wilson, right? Yeah, yeah, the Damian Wilson pick. Yeah. I don't like the value for that. Yeah, me neither. I agree with you, Alex. I mean, because you still got Pullard on the board, Martrell Spate, who can play inside and weak side linebacker, and then you got a guy like Ben Heaney. Um, in terms of measurables, Hayes Pullard is better than the three of those guys. So um, we'll see. I mean, it, it's it, you can never grade the draft on the draft day, and it's, it's something that you got to understand. <laughs> Hopefully, there's a run on running back since uh, Buck and then Mike Davis just went. When does when does a Jai come off the board? Uh, is he gonna is he gonna slide all is he gonna slide all the way through the draft? Is he gonna slide all the way through? Knee the knee. I mean, you know how people are when it comes to running backs and knees. Well, except for the Rams, but um, you know how other teams are when it comes to that. So I I don't know. Uh, it's just like this is like this is like Chris Polk all over again. Chris Polk all over again. Yeah, I'm a much bigger. I feel like I, I feel like whoever whoever gets him could potentially have that sort of impact because Polk is bone on bone as well, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, did we lose Bill? Yeah, we did, but it's all good. No, 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 you didn't lose me. I muted myself. I was just saying that, to me, it's a pitch count thing. I mean, nobody runs their running backs 25 times a game anymore anyway. So, you know, there's only a handful of teams that really have a, quote-unquote, bell cow back. If you're looking at him, If you're looking at him as part of your shared responsibility running back situation – and he's going to touch the ball 12 to 15 times, I think he's I think it's going to be just fine. I'm, I, yeah. I, somebody yeah. from somebody from Idaho was, I don't know, one of their beat writers was saying they don't think Jay Ajayi will be the first Boise State player drafted. <laughs> they might be right, which is crazy. Who's going to get drafted ahead of him from Boise State? <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Miller, Matt Miller from Bleacher Report? Matt Miller from Bleacher Report, exactly. I mean, I like I – like, I like, I like Blake Bernard, um, the linebacker they got there, but I mean, I don't know. Oh, uh, I mean, I don't know if he's gonna get drafted. He's like a linebacker, fullback, 
decent event, everything, Gunner, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and Grant Grant Hedrick and obviously Jeremy Iona, you know, going through surgery, not going to be able to play the NFL. It sucks really bad because I like him a lot, but kidney transplant, so. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Dude, yeah. That yeah. beats that beats bone on bone even. That's, yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, I feel horrible. He would have gotten picked up, I believe, at least as an undrafted free agent. But, gosh, man, I feel so bad for the guy. Wow. Well, that, oof. Uh, getting back to guys that uh, I think might come off the board soon. Okay, we finally saw Clemmings leave the board, once again because of an injury concern. Uh, Shaq Riddick, I would think, would not be waiting too much longer. I mean, just in my mind, he wouldn't. Uh, I guess we'll see if my mind lines up with the minds of anyone else involved in this process. Um, let me see. Oh, I'll just ask Alex before he runs. Who are some of your your other best available guys still on the board that you um, may be surprised to still see there or what have you? Oh, wait, did we lose Alex? Alex, are you gone already? Yeah, I guess you can. No, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I was going to say before you run, give us some of your best still available at this point. Oh, um. Right now, best availables are Grady Jarrett, the three tech, um, oh. Rashad Green, Trey McBride, are guys that oh. I would have viewed as day two picks. Um, oh. You've got Chris Bonner and Brett Hundley as the high upside guys that could potentially start down the road, and then David Cobb and obviously Jay Ajay are two of the top backs. But you can throw Jay Ajay off the board, and, and David Cobb is your top back left that could potentially work into a, a change of pace role right now and compete for starter snaps by the end of the year. Is that is that yeah yeah? Oh, it's William McCallum. Okay, um, very solid guy. Oh, so McCallum went a little earlier than I expected. Uh, but yes, Napoleon McCallum. Yeah, v- very solid running back and even more solid human being and former former Raider. So Feliciano goes. Well, y'all, y'all enjoy the rest of the draft. I'm gonna. I'm yes. gonna bounce real quick. You do that. Um, it was once again, Alex. Before you go, tell people where they can find and follow your work and all that good stuff. Yeah, you can check our draft stuff out at uh, SportingNews.com and AustinScouting.com. You can follow me at OS underscore Alex Brown. Thank you, sir. Uh, I will be looking forward to speaking with you soon. Yeah, man. Take it easy. Okay. Okay. Um, would you be willing, Mr. Montel Hardy? And before I forget, ain't no party like a Monta Hardy party because a Monta Hardy party don't stop. <laughs> Mr. Montel Hardy, what do you think's happened so far in Chicago? What's the mood? What's the temperature of the people of Chicago regarding the draft? So, what, what do you think of he's, what Chicago's done? And, yeah, apparently he's stunned. Montel? Oh, I'm here. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, go ahead. <laughs> I was saying, he was. I guess you were just transfixed by the sheer beauty of the of the Bears draft. But I was going to ask you what what you thought of what's been done so far, and what do you think the Bears still need to do going forward? 
Well, value on day two is a foreign thing to Bears fans. Uh, when we look at, you know, like history and just some things that are able to do, I mean, to be able to kind of hit on some things is, is great. I think Ryan Pace uh, stuck to his model of BPA, you know, best player available. And, you know, I, I was frustrated, you know, but I know, uh, you know, third round, Hironis Garcia is going to be a very good center. Uh, and in that interior line is going to be very strong when Lawson comes back healthy with Long and with him. I like what they're building up front there. Uh, I like the first round. I like Kevin White. He's definitely the best player on the board. Uh, you know, you look at what they did there in uh, the fourth and going to get their running back and Jeremy Langford and James. I know he's stiff hip, but – by my count, if you look at the running backs left, you can make a similar argument of anyone left. <laughs> I mean, so, not the undersized guys. Not the undersized guys. So my camera is out of pain or some of these guys. Langford over Mike Davis. Is that really what you're saying? Mike Davis is, I mean, I mean, I can double check, but I'm pretty sure based on my notes, he wasn't very loose-hipped. He, was he wasn't. He was on the board, and you guys had for Langford. Had what? He was just pointing out that Mike Davis was available and Langford was the selection. I think that's what he keeps sort of hammering away at. That oh, he could have. Well, had I mean, I, I get it. I mean, if that's the guy, I mean, I feel like Davis is gonna. He's gonna be fine running back. I think he's gonna be like Alfred Morris type of guy. He's gonna be real good. Um, but to me, I don't know where you guys boys have these two, but I don't. On mine's, I don't have a huge disparity between the two backs. They literally were one. Um, spot away from me, Montel. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So if it's going to be a nickel and dime thing, it depends on the ball. Yeah, I have have him close, but I I like Davis more. I think he's going to be the guy that breaks more tackles and is going to pull away from more people once he gets going. I have guys like T.J. Yeldon, Bronson Hill, Cameron Arden-Payne, Kenneth Harper, uh, Buck Allen, Akeem Hunt, Zach Zener, Terrell Watson. I have a bunch of people over Langford. But that's just me. As you said, support, hey, and we'll find out soon enough. I, I mean, Montel will be able to experience Langford for all he is, uh, you know, personally. So uh, we'll see. Say it again. Uh, uh, Montel will be able to experience Langford in every possible way because he's sharing a bear now. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said before, we'll, we'll see what he can do. Um, he doesn't lose yards. He's a one-cut guy. Look at some of the things that Gates might do in Denver with the guys they had. He can do that. Um, I don't know how they're going to work him in the offense. I don't know how he's going to work with Forte and all of them. The Bears now have, I think, five running backs, so this will get interesting. Obviously, there's going to be some cuts, but uh, you know, I, like I said, I, I can't, I can't, I don't, I'm not mad at it. Uh, not yet. Let's. Uh, where's John Fox? Let's let's get him on the grass first, right? So let's let's see what that turns into. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's pretty well put. Uh, let's get him on the grass. <laughs> so anybody else with favorite picks, regardless of team, like a pick that just tickled you, warmed your heart, uh, Steve? Even, uh, I mean, obviously, I know that there's. The one that you know you've already told us about with your particular John, that John Feliciano, John Feliciano, that pick. I love that pick for the Raiders. I mean, oh, okay. Just tell me about it. Just, oh, uh, I, I love him so much because he's so bad that eventually he's because of how bad he is. Um, but then we get then we get Derek Carr killed first. Uh, yeah, he never got on the field to get Derek Carr killed. Yeah, that, that's exactly what's happened. Um, Carl Gantari, I love 
catch some more season, and we'll finally get rid of McKenzie, and then hopefully Dr. Rio uh, can be replaced by the next regime. Um, no, my favorite pick is Mike Davis in San Francisco 49ers. Um, he's Alfred Morris. Uh, he's basically Frank Gore, in my personal opinion. Um, has a thing for entry history. Uh, in terms of his running style, has a thing for a thing. When he goes to the 2013 tape, he, when he was healthy, he was a beast. He was my second overall running back. Oh, oh man. Oh, Mike Davis. Oh, that's he went yeah. to the 49ers. Oh. Based on tape, based on tape, he was Perfect. my second rated, you know, running back based on tape. And I think overall, when you think of in that situation there, um, I, that that's a perfect situation for him to be. And I know that he has a sort of injury things, and of course Spurrier probably said some things. Um, <laughs> And people ran with it, but I think overall um, he's he's easily one of the best backs in the in this class. And uh, for them to get him here, um, that's great. I mean, yeah, that's the only 49er pick I actually like out of all their picks so far. Honestly, um, is is my favorite because Armstead was a, you know, and then they got some other uh, stuff here. But I think that that's just, kind of my favorite pick. I like who they just picked. Deon- I just like they just picked DeAndre Smelter, um, who's hometown kid where I live in Georgia. It's in the same place. It was literally 10 minutes from me. <laughs> so I'm happy about that one. He, he's a good player. I know he has a torn ACL, and he had a shoulder injury uh, when he was 18, but I think that's a really good pick. If he, without the injury, and that guy is probably drafted tomorrow, yesterday. He was looking yeah. really good this year. Wow. We just got Trent Mason, so we can say goodbye to uh, the Pizza Center. Uh, oh, we got Shaq Mason. Two, oh, two oh, Georgia Tech players wow. by the back. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, there we go. Hey, who's, who's the center for, for Patriots? I forgot his name. Uh, Brian Stork. Yep, yeah, from Brian Florida Stork. State. The underpowered but technically sound center from Florida so State. Wow. Impressive range by James there. Ah. Don't, don't say that, Montel. Don't say that, Montel. You're going to get him recording a. Uh, <laughs> He'll drop the hook. James Coburn fire mixtape. Yeah, he's up there with E40, you know, because, you know, he lives in North California. So. <laughs> tell, tell me when to go, Montel. Yeah, there we go. Oh, the metrical. <laughs> I see you. I see you. <laughs> the metrical. Yeah, that's one of the nice picture of Feliciano right here. Oh, <laughs> I'll see your Feliciano and raise you a Max Garcia. Florida's whole offensive – Jeff Driscoll's probably like, where was this offensive line where I was quarterback? You know, like <laughs> – I mean, like, his whole line's about to get drafted. And he's just like, well, you know, what, what happened? That, 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 that's that was hilarious. The, that, that was the most whipped, talented offensive line, I guess. Man, those guys <laughs> got beat in ways that would surprise you because – they would line up, and you I mean they look? They all look the part. They all look like they should be world beaters. They're all six four, six five, six six, three hundred and eight to three hundred and twenty something pounds. And they they test some of them tested reasonably well. Some of them tested terribly, but most of them not terribly, below average. 
but they mm-hmm. looked like guys that you thought would at least be able to get downhill and smash people, and I saw them fail to do that most of the time. They did, I, I, man. I, I, I will say if if some of those guys from Florida are draftable, Barnett in two years, people are going to swear he's Reggie White coming back. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they and he's he's not the only one. Yeah, they. I mean, they had some good guys um, running. Like they, when they ran ran the rock, when they never had healthy backs, so that definitely hurt. But I mean, you know, they they could run the ball well. Um, I mean, they they all can kind of run block, and obviously DJ is the best out of them. But I mean, Matt Garcia, Andy Galley's still there. I mean, Reese News. There's a lot of I don't know. He's big. He's big. I mean, they have a, like you said, they have a huge offensive line. Might probably besides Wisconsin and Florida State, the biggest. I I would say this much. I mean, Denver's line has they traded Manny Ramirez, so now they're down to Geno Grakowski. And I don't know if you, know this, if you watch the tape of Geno Grakowski. <laughs> yeah, he's the second. I'll put it this way: he's the second best Grakowski in the NFL. I think it's what I would say regarding that. If Peyton Manning's going to wish he had taken my offer to be the president of the time. <laughs> yeah, that's a toughie right there. That's that's a hard, that's a tough one. That's that's not well, easy. Peyton will make it work. <laughs> oh, who needs offense in linemen? I've got a 39-year-old quarterback. You'll figure it out. James, uh, Seattle took my guy Glowinski from uh, from West Virginia. Uh, who? Seattle took Mark Glowinski from uh, West Virginia. Oh, my guy. He's a yeah. mean dude. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, they, yeah, his, da- his dad was too, man. His dad played uh, back in the day. Speaking of Seattle, I heard that press conference with Clark was brutal. <laughs> On Twitter. That is where where the Schneider and Carroll said they hadn't talked to the victim and woo. Hmm. Glowitsky's <laughs> fine, but Quentin Spain's better. Wait, say that again. Fair. They haven't what? They they got the wrong man. They got the wrong, but but go ahead, Jim. Is that what you're going to say about that? I mean, I like Glowitsky. I think in terms of in his own system, I think that's on the Seahawks got him. But um. I mean, when I saw Quentin Span on tape, I saw, admittedly, a less technical, but a guy with pretty much the ability to be the next Carl Davis. Uh, well, not Carl Davis, but uh, Carl Nix, I mean. Um, if he could just improve his punch, and that's the one thing between him and, and Nix is that Nix is uh, very good in terms of you know, getting that initial hand placement, um, which Span doesn't always do that. He kind of just overpowers people. Um, but if he can improve that, I mean, that's that's kind of what you get with Spain. Um, you know, everything else is solid in terms of getting to the second level, in terms of all that stuff. So, I, I you, know, you know, whatever. And, you know, Glowinski got the combine invite. Spain didn't. So, I'm not going to say it has anything to do with it, but it's, you know. Probably. <laughs> well, you know who's giving out those invites, so... It's the you know it's pretty much the same guys that are taking players. So kind of what I said about Brett Smith last year. I mean you know quarterback doesn't get a combine invite. I wouldn't be uh, I wouldn't be 
banging the table and he's not getting drafted. So, because you look at some of the guys who do get on money, wow. So, so yeah, those are the, I mean, that's one thing. There are guys that didn't get the calm down invite, they get invited every, they get drafted every year, but how many of those guys are ever drafted high? Right. (laughs) And Trey McBride is, Still on the board. Still on the board. He's my yeah. highest-rated, still available player with about 30, almost 30, 20-some-odd spots between him and the next available guy. Wherever he, he is going to be the next year. That will be my favorite pick. <laughs> look, if he, if he falls, look, uh, look for him in San Diego possibly and, uh, and uh, Detroit. I think those are two teams that will look at him. Uh, San Diego doesn't pay till around five, though. They don't have a fourth or six, but, I mean, those are two spots I can see them in. And Marcus Hardison, of course, went to the Bengals. He's kind of he's like a poor man, you know, Xavier Cooper kind of, sort of, you know. More, um, more kind of chapter two. Yeah. So far, my dick. So far, my Jake. favorite pick, though, is uh, Cincinnati managing to get a better offensive tackle at 53 than they took at 21, or that Arizona took at 24. It happens. <laughs> and, of course, the only time talk about, and he must <laughs> talk about um, Trey Walker, um, <laughs> the Ravens. I like the Terry Poole pick, too. Yep. The guy I watched a lot of San Diego State's Jake. Terry Poole. Yeah. San Diego State. Jake Ryan. It's a, solid <laughs> it's a green it's a Green Bay. It's a, such a Green Bay pick. <laughs> <laughs> if he stays healthy though, he's gonna be a good player. It's just, you know, obviously Agreed. tons of injuries, but when he's healthy, he's great. Where does he play there? Because I think his best fit is a four-three outside linebacker and a four-three weak side linebacker. Hmm. I don't think I don't think he really played all that well when they moved him inside. So yeah, we had a debate about that on the show. I think <laughs> about him playing inside. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch too much Michigan this year. Um, so I mean, I saw his tape. He looked okay inside, but I mean, yeah, he's definitely better on the outside. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, round five, man. I don't know. Uh, I still Craig McBride out there. Now, you mentioned um, – hold on. Uh, Guachem, that was uh, you that mentioned him earlier, Donovan. What I liked him when I saw him on tape. I, I don't remember – I only remember really noticing him twice. Um, the the uh, what do they call it? Not the Apple Cup. That's Washington, Washington State. What's the the Civil War? What do they call it? The Oregon, Oregon State game. What do they call it again? So, yeah, Civil War. Right. I remember watching, noticing him a little bit during that, and then it might have been Cal, maybe. Was might be the other game where I really noticed him. What do you think Guachem is, first of all, and what do you like? Or if or dislike, I guess depending on what, what what your opinion is, what do you what do you think of him? I think he's a, a project type of guy. I mean, obviously he transitioned from uh, 
wideouts, the defensive end uh, last year. Um, some people call that call a one-year wonder or just a, a track guy or whatever because, you know, he's best high jump or whatever. And I guess his best high jump on NCAA. I'm not sure that's true, but it was 7-1. I don't know anybody that jumped that high. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he's he's got really explosive uh, hips and he's got a good quick, uh, quick twitch. Um, they really good, good job um, in blitzing. Um, packaging and uh, really, you know, played special teams last year as well. So that's another bonus for him, you know, still up a roster spot and, you know, great character, great locker room guy too. So, I mean, he's a guy that, yeah, you play him on special teams for, for you know, a year or two. And then, you know, you try to transition him in that third year or late second year um, to see what he can do at defensive end. Um, he's got some, you know, he's definitely got some issues. It's just technique, really, um, and strength. He's still got to get bigger. Obviously, you know, he's a guy that had to put on some weight from playing receiver. Um, but he's an explosive guy. Um, doesn't have many moves. Um, needs to get better at that, but it comes with time. You know, a lot of these guys have been playing this position for a long, long time, and he hasn't. So, um, but yeah, I mean, there were some games last year. Like you said, the Cal game. Um, the Cal's offensive line is not great, but. Yeah, I know. Um, that's what, I, that's what <laughs> I made him back my notes. Like, it's like this guy looks like a looks like Trey Flowers playing against this line, but then it is Cal, you know, so. Yeah, Jared Goff didn't really appreciate his line too much, probably. So. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't buying them Rolexes. <laughs> no, not so much. But, I mean, yeah, and then the Civil War game, eh, I mean, I don't know, man. They all played that. Everybody from Oregon State didn't play. I mean, I mean yeah, Nelson, had, like, he played okay, I guess, but he still didn't play good. <laughs> that was just not a good game for them this year. Um on tape, I mean, they got destroyed. Um, or anything no, else. Um, yeah. <laughs> anything else, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think uh, him was too bad versus Wazoo either. But, yeah, I guess his best games were versus not great off the line, though. So, and David Cobb is off the board. Okay. I like, the, Tennessee? I like that. Tennessee? Tennessee, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tennessee. And oh, that's wow. great for them. What a pick for them. Well, uh, that, that, that's good. That's, that's really good. having a pretty good day at the office. I just wish they got a better pass rusher. But, yeah, I mean, other than that, sure. No, they're doing fine. Well, they can still yeah. get Shaq Riddick, ridiculously enough, it looks like, perhaps, in the next round. Yeah. Who would this get there? Or, oh. Yeah. Well, they, okay. did say that they, they did say that they were going to uh, take a pass rusher. And uh, I, didn't, I suspect they do know about Kashad Lyons. They ought to. He didn't play that far from him. <laughs> I mean, he's he's right there. He was when he was at Tennessee's pro day, right? Right, and he was a uh, he's he's you know Tuscan's in great in Greenville, so uh, yep. it's uh they also I mean there's Davis Cole is still out there. I was about to say keep the Tennessee kid in Tennessee. They Chad could get both in Nashville. The crazy thing is they could probably get both. Yeah, they talk about value. Whew. He's there in round and, what five, round six. Whew. It's a great value, and so they, uh, they, yeah, they, they, they just, they said uh, one thing is I, I was saying about this was with Rustin West, he's probably the most transparent GM out there. He all he has a press conference, tells everyone exactly what he's going to draft, who what he's going to do, and no one ever believes him. He found out the best smoke screen to tell everybody the truth. Yeah, and he said funny. he did say yesterday that they were going to look at. And their defensive front seven that they wanted to take a running back uh, and an outside linebacker. So and that's kind of what they did so far. 
<laughs> uh, why, why do they not believe him? Is he just kind of like a low talker? I mean, it's, 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 you know, people are overthinking it. Like, why, why would he just tell us everything? So let's just not believe any of it, <laughs> even though it's totally what they need to do, <laughs> even though it's totally what they should do. But, uh, he uh, two, two years ago he said he raved about how much they loved Warwick, and uh, they took him, and then. They spent a whole lead up to the draft saying that we're going to take a quarterback. We've got to fix that position, and no one believed him. And then he said, "Hey, you know, we we need to look at one." And then when they did the pre-draft, he said that their issues were quarterback. They wanted to look at wide receiver and offensive line. First, first three picks, and boom, 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 quarterback, wide receiver, offensive line. Does this every year? I mean, it's it's in and and now. Try to tell someone that and say, "Oh, you're crazy." I'm telling you, every year, every year, and every in this press conference, the tweet pre-draft, he pretty much says, "This is what we're thinking." No one ever believes him. <laughs> Transparent to a fault. <laughs> I, I said that's what I, I tweeted that out. I said, uh, "Russell Webster's figured out the best smoke screens. It's just to tell people the truth. They won't believe you." They won't believe you. That's true, though. I mean, they're always trying to figure out what his angle is. I like so, this Rashard Green, like Green pick. Who got Rashard Green? Uh, Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, they could okay. kind of use receivers. Okay. Receivers are set. <laughs> receivers are set. <laughs> For Blake Bortles. Trey McBride. Okay. I, I, I had Rashard Green ahead of him, but. I think he was, yeah. So they'll have the all Florida wide receiver, or Florida State and Florida. I guess I don't know. I've not liked Jacksonville's draft so far, guys. And, well, t- yeah. Well, tell us about. I, I get that feeling. Tell us about what it is about Jacksonville draft that Jacksonville's draft that bothers you so much, Jim. Well. I mean, player-wise, Dante Fowler, and I know people say, well, you can make an argument. Well, I don't say I finished the argument, but as a as a player on tape and on the metrical side of things, he's good, not great. You know, I, I think in terms of what you're going to get, I say Corey Lemonois, but probably better. Um, and, to, you know, possibly better long-term. That's kind of what he is. Um, I think with that defense in particular, they have a lot of – I mean, he's going to be a guy that teams are going to be able to take care of pretty easily. He's not a, he's not a guy who can win um, when teams are game-planning against him. And that, that's kind of, you know, I don't know. That, that's kind of the difference between certain guys. There's some certain guys that when you uh, – I like – I mean, well, that's the difference between being elite and just being good. And I think with Fowler, that's kind of his big issue, that he's good, he's just not great. And they took him at the number three spot of the draft. Um, even though I don't like Vic Beasley a ton. Um, he made more sense there, didn't he? Made more sense at that spot, especially considering that, you know, he, he was more productive than Fowler, more athletic, obviously. Um, and even though he – even though Vic Beasley might end up just being kind of a better version of Bruce Irvin in a lot of ways, or Connor Barwin-ish, um, that's a lot better than, you know, Fowler. Um, but, but it's not just that pick. And I know people, oh, you make an argument, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll find out if I'm right or wrong long term. But 
it's the other sort of picks uh, when it came to Jacksonville, which was TJ Yeldon. Yeah, TJ Yeldon. Um, the fact that uh, testing wise, I mean, again, I don't want to put too much into testing, but it didn't test incredibly well. Um, on top of that, wise, he was always the backup guy. Had tons of injuries during his career, mm-hmm. um, which is like any Alabama back. And, um, <laughs> in general, um, his market share is really bad. Now I know people are going to go, Alabama, oh, they But I mean, that—that's just the fact. Is, is the elite running backs have been guys who who for, who were like, you ain't get put in the committee. He's too good to be put in the committee. Basically, uh, a lot of the best running backs have been that guy, and he's, he's never able to do that. He always has somebody, some other running back creeping into yeah. You know, the, to, to apologize for interrupting, I, I would ask, in what way is T.J. Yeldon better than Mike Davis or, or David Cobb, who just came off in the 130s and 140s? He's a Alabama. <laughs> the fourth round pick. Exactly. He's a fourth. He's a fourth round running back. He was a backup running back. So you and the top part of the second round. Um, that in a really class where as we as you just uh, yeah as you just talked about there's, I mean there's still a couple running backs on the board that I like so um, I I just that just doesn't seem make sense and of course AJ Kane and again I like AJ Kane I just think that he's a guy who has a few limitations on tape um, I think he's going to be solid but at the same time he's going to go up against certain people that are going to get a lot of penetration into the backfield and uh, I mean, I like him more as a better as a run blocker than a pass protector kind of basic, basic point. Um, and of course, uh, so far today, uh, at least, I believe their pick was in the fourth round. Oh, they got James Sample, who I think is just kind of a backup safety, um, long term wise. Uh, and I, I know he's better. I know he's a better tackler than you know Jared Holloman, but two wrongs don't make a right. Uh, and then of course, Rashad um, <laughs> <laughs> Green. And I love I, again. I really love the effort that Rashad Green puts into things. Um, he's obviously a great locker room guy. Um, you know, uh, as a runner, he's the most consistent guy overall. But it's not for lack of effort. Like, he really tries to be a really good route runner. It's just that he doesn't always have the fluidity, you know. The fluidity is always, always there. Um, and I think, again, I think he's going to be a good player for the next level. But when you got – we have guys like Trey McBride on the board. Oh. And, he, mean, played, he played for the wrong conference, Jim. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but when you have McBride on the board and – Shane Wynn on the board. Man, if, he, if 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 McBride played for Mountain West, if you played for ACC, you'd been gone. Yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, I'm saying like he, he tested really, you know, like too well to like just still be here. Well, to be here, any other reason? Well, to be here and tape wise, and the senior, and you know, a Kenny Bell would have been a better wide receiver. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, just in terms of you know, Afro, <laughs> Afro. Uh, and, and uh, you know, and I know some people don't know about Jordan Leslie and Jordan Taylor, but I 
season, and I like those guys a little bit more um, than Green, uh, just in terms of what they bring to the table. Um, and I don't think they're fully set at wide receiver deck. So I do, I do like Allen Robinson, but you know, even Marquise Lee, who I know people were, you know, raving about, I, I still think he's a guy who d- definitely has a lot of inconsistencies. That fit. So the basic point I'm trying to make is they they got players that are okay players, but there's nothing transformational here. There's nothing. Yeah, I think they were. Here. It just I got a conservative vibe from them. To where it was just kind of like, let's get some guys who are just going to be on this roster who can maybe be some long-term assets for us, and let's let's see where it goes. So they didn't want to so, miss the three. They so did. I mean, you're saying the they were charting their course for the they're charting their course for a future of mediocrity. Is that what you're you're saying? Their goal was <laughs> no disrespect to Jacksonville, Jacksonville fans, but mediocrity would be. Slightly yeah. more successful than they've ever been in, in, in a while yeah. this decade. So eight and eight. If they can get to eight and eight, uh, Quinn will have his. Or no, not Quinn. Uh, Gus Bradley will have his job intact for you know a little while. So um, and that's, <laughs> that's, 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 you're saying you're saying there's a sign on the wall that says respectability or bust. <laughs> play. play well, well, we well, how many wins did they had the last two seasons? What, four? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not trying to be rude, but this is this is what it is. This this is what it is, you know, and so they can get the eight wins. Bradley will have his job. He might get an extension. Seriously, so I mean, in, in, in that division too, anything's possible. So um, I don't think they'll win it. I don't think they'll compete for it. But if they can just get a, a respectable amount of wins. I think that's step one. Gentlemen, hey, my, we are dedicated my, here today with an unquenchable thirst for decency. We are going to be a representative NFL franchise if it kills us all. Go out there and be <laughs> average. <laughs> that would well, be the first time uh, the Bears has drafted Adrian Amos. I'm I, I got a vault before you. Kevin uh, Doug Maroney is the head coach in Jacksonville before thanks before Halloween. Vault me. Wow. <laughs> well, there, go, there goes mediocre. I mean, they're going to be below average again. So yeah, yeah. Poor Jacksonville. Such a such a fun city, but. <laughs> and Reggie no. McKenzie will be fired before the end of the year. <laughs> well, the the guy was when Andy people were saying the Jacksonville Jags might like move away. I might move away to like a, a big city. Who, who's who's going to watch them? Who, who's who's going to their games in LA? Yeah, you rather go to their games than than a, you than a Chargers you'll game? See, you'll, see, you'll see Jerry Stiller and Denzel Washington and <laughs> Diane Keaton and Jack uh, Nicholson and. You know, Jada Pinkett Smith and Willow Smith and Kanye no, Kim no, all up there going to Jacksonville all their Jags. No, they're not going to be seen in Jacksonville camp with their shades on, shaking up with players they don't even know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, guys, but, you know, this is Jacksonville's what it is for them. And I think they know where they're at, and they just got to get better. And these picks, I mean, yeah. I don't love them, okay, but if you were to tell me that all three of the players, they, you know, I think they took a fourth, all the players that they have so far would be still on a team in five years, I'd probably believe you. So, I mean, I don't know how great they'd be, but they'd probably still be there. Say it again. A few of those are going to be off pretty soon. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It could happen. I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not saying I bet on it. I'm just saying I wouldn't be shocked because yeah. that looks like that's what they're going for. Yeah, I don't think people realize how bad Jacksonville is, man. Like I mean, Jim yeah, says, but yeah. I mean, like, no offense. I but, know I mean, how bad it is. But, but I mean, they're good. They think I'm crazy, and then they play games, and then they lose, and then people 
I mean, they're they're uh, they're bad, but they showed they finally showed from the top. Actually, I mean, from ownership, actually, you know, putting money and, and updating the stadium and yeah. doing a different vibe down in. Jack- I mean, I, I have a lot of right. things well, not too far, three hours away, more. But I mean, they really there's an energy in the city that they finally have a little bit of hope, and they haven't had that in a long time since like the Brunel and those days there. So it's it's building, and they got to me, you know, coming a huge. I'm a huge Orioles fan. I think he's going to be uh, a franchise, you know, football type quarterback. So I think they they're in the right direction. They got to take baby steps, though. They're not going to, you know, make the playoffs next year. Probably. Eight, eight and eight, though. eight and eight would be great next year. That's a good point you make, though, Donovan. Is hope because it's different from optimism because optimism is evidence based. So they haven't they had have, it, man. And I know more. I mean, I I hate to say you're reveling in other people's sadness, but Oh, is he lapping up their tears? Is that what's happening? <laughs> so, oh, I know. Trust me, I know. I sat through the whole 2-14 thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know that. I know you've seen, you've seen your share of broken, broken dreams. I, I saw Charlie Whitehurst start a, start a game for for us at quarterback. Well, you did, Jesus. didn't you? You did. That's right. Yeah. I would like to. I normally would ask you how it was, but I think I already know the answer to that. Yeah. Here was the here was here's the saddest thing. As far as last year goes, if you took the five best quarterback games by the Titans, at least three of them were by Charlie Whitehurst. Yeah, well, Charlie Whiters is a gamer. He's he's uh oh, he's uh he's really he's feisty. He's scrappy. He's a gym rat. He's a competitor. Uh, what is the other yeah, one? Uh, his father played in the NFL. Right, his father played in the NFL. Um, oh no! Every game I've ever seen Charlie Whitehurst start, the announcers can't even fake it to you that this game is not going to be good. For either team, <laughs> there's no like excitement. There's no nothing. It's like, yeah, yeah, Charlie, Charlie, Whitehurst, starting. Yeah. If you want total sad, Paul Carsey literally wrote an article saying that the Titan Charlie Whitehurst was the Titans' best option because he had a good interception, in touchdown to interception ratio. I well, you there not. you go. Drop the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Clipboard Jesus, man. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you look at the rest of the quarterbacks left in this draft. That's what you got. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, yeah. I don't, I, right? You might you might find yourself a Ryan Fitzpatrick somewhere here. You might find yourself a Charlie Whiters. You might. Hey, you know, it, Brett Hundley is still on the board. Yeah, right? Brett Hundley is my best player left. Uh, he had a first round grade. And that's why you should have gone back to school, Brett Hundley. That's why. You yeah, I, I, I was thinking about that earlier today, and like I, getting into day three, I was hearing analysts like on TV discuss, oh, you know, he didn't expect to be here today. He slid down the board, and I'm thinking about here. You know, you have time after the season to think about your season. So I want to know who around him told him he'd be a first rounder, 
and 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 how honest he really thought they were being. Like, and it's no disrespect to him, but he just he just it's no no second. He maybe I I, I was optimistic that he'd be a second round pick, but I don't know how you're confident that you're coming out first. Doctor JV, that's all I can say. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man, these agents they they lie to these players so bad. And <laughs> yep, it's, it's it's not cool. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Lying to, yeah, players, lying so to kids, not cool. <laughs> Would you like to to go a little deeper into that one? Um, oh, man, that... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I, mean, I was gonna say I got too yeah. many freaking stories. There's too many. Like this podcast, not well, one. That's all you, don't, you don't have to tell all of them, but you gotta tell some of them. I mean, with Brett, it, he's not even with Rock Nation Sports anymore. Actually, he left. Um, but oh, um, he switched agencies he's, he's a while ago. But um, <sighs> I mean, yeah, he's with. He, he, I don't know. I mean, it's it's shocking, man. I mean, obviously, I'm close to Southern California team, you know, UCLA, SC, and I mean, at the pro day, the vibe was. I mean, the kid did everything right, and they're top fifty at least. Like at the worst, he's gonna get drafted where Garrett got drafted, and it's shocking at this point to see him fall like this. I mean, he had, he didn't do anything bad. Um, he didn't have any off the field stuff. Uh, he didn't play that bad. I mean, he was pretty much the same as he was here before. Um, none of the quarterbacks are great, so I, it's crazy. Maybe there's something I'm missing. I don't know, but um, it's it's just it's odd um, to see him be the guy that fall. I wouldn't be surprised if Harry was here or Manning was here or, or Petty was here, but I'm surprised that that's this is the guy that falls. That's the most egregious situation that's happened. Sean Mannion over yeah. Brett. It's Jeff Fisher. That's why I tweeted. I'm like, he, he never left 1999. He never did. He never did. I mean, yeah, I mean I, I'm I, sorry, dude. If, he just somebody took a guy in the third round that was benched twice for Cody Bad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Brett Hundley was, I don't know, it's, <laughs> God. I mean, throw the FC tape on or throw – I mean, there's all kinds of games. I know he had battles too, but he never he played had, horrible. Yeah, he never had a horrible. He had some games that are – you know, that show you everything. I've yet to find that from Sean Mannion. I've yet yeah, to find I mean, that game that really – Yep. Like, so but I, I, I like Hundley. I did. I just thought um, – I just thought if he stayed a year, he'd be one of those top-notch – Top ten guys, maybe in next year's class. If yeah. he made the improvement, I thought he could make. I thought he'd be, I mean, really special. Um, the, the, but the, I mean, yeah. I'm saying, funny thing, Montel is they kind of didn't want him to stay. I mean, I'm not going to say they didn't. Tr- they weren't <laughs> begging him to stay. Well, they didn't know. I there's mean, the answer, no, and there's oh, the answer oh, maybe to why he's yeah. still here. They, no, they, it's because it's, it's because of Josh Rosen. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm, I mean, it's they they that was a plan. The whole plan from. Too. When Josh was a junior in high school and he committed, um, that was the plan. Brent was going to leave early and Josh was going to start his freshman year. And they kind of wanted to – I mean, Jim Moore said that Josh Rose is the best quarterback he ever seen. So, yeah, that actually makes Brent Hunley look pretty bad. But, I mean, he, he said all – he did say that – he did say that he was the first round pick. So, it's one of those things where, oh, my God, this kid runs the trouble. Best friend, oh, oh, hi, Brent. Hi. hi. Um, are you still here? But, but yeah, I, I think I'd rather the high school senior start for us than you. But, but when we were still really lucky, uh, one of Bill's favorite players just got drafted. Finally. 
Who was it? Bobby McCain. Yes, oh, finally. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh. Where did he, where did he go? Washington? Was it Washington? No, uh, Miami at one forty five. Oh, oh yeah. that's perfect. They love great rhymes. They found another one. There you go. There you <laughs> go. Here's the like thing for that pick. I just want to get this out here. The Giants took Michael Thompson from Texas. Yeah, Tib. Now, Michael yeah. Thompson is a guy that has links, and I think he had a really good three cone. <laughs> yeah, these, you know they're making up for the Texas guys that didn't go last year. Zero, so now they got two guys that went. They should have probably not been drafted well, yet. Correction, Don. Overcorrection. What it is? <laughs> Overcorrection. Well, well I think the, the University of Tennessee's had a player taken every single year of the common draft. Yeah, no balls off the board. No, I'm going to no throw word. out a prediction. Come on, first Jeff, ball off the board. Here's, here's my prediction. The first ball off the board will be early in the seventh. It'll be cornerback Justin Coleman. Exactly, yeah, I agree with you right there. Justin Coleman got picked up. Yeah. It's I just think this is a team the There hasn't I'm, been a Notre, really been a Notre Dame player drafted <laughs> either, which is pretty shocking for, you know, the most prestigious school in football. Somewhat overhyped, but, but yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of a lot of the players they had seventeen returning starters, so their team's gonna be nasty next year. And their best player is Ronnie Stanley, who's probably the best tackle in this draft class. But I mean, yeah, it's surprising. I mean, Cody Riggs and Ben Koyak, I guess, are still there, and I don't I mean I don't really know who else would get drafted from Notre Dame. Yeah, well, they didn't, I'm not a big Koyak have... fan, and Riggs is basically Notre Dame for Quandre Diggs, um, basically. <laughs> so. And I mean, he, but no, he's got a shot years, late. He went to he went to Florida, so oh, so he probably oh. get drafted. Yeah, <laughs> Stephon Diggs to Minnesota. Oh, oh. oh. So, so this is the track meet now. Is that what you're saying? You're saying it's just a track meet now? Nice. I mean, is that what this is? <laughs> it's just a track. But him working at the slot for that team. Whew. They're gonna be they're gonna be all right, man. They're gonna be all right. Teddy's gonna be fine. They they they. Minnesota has had a they're, great draft. They just have. They're scaring the hell out of me, man. To be honest, they, they are. <laughs> and I don't want to, you know. I mean, you look at. I mean, they, they're going to be good. I mean, you look at the front yeah. seven now. What they got, Denell Hunter, and then they, you know, of course they have Anthony Barr from last year. Then they got another linebacker. They they're Kendrick. good. Yeah, they got Kendrick. They got another linebacker. There we go. So, I mean, that's uh, that's a filthy draft class, man. On defense, on offense. I mean, they went and got T.J. Clemens in the fourth, which, I mean, people would never think that'd be a thing now. A couple months ago, but to do it and to be able to give them time, you know, to you know get good. I mean, it's they're they're doing great. They're and they kept great. AP. They kept AP too, and they're going to the stadium next year, and everything's looking up for them. Yeah, and, and that's the funny part is I I, I always thought that if uh, it, I always thought that if they're going to trade him, it was going to be before the draft. So when people said trading during, I just I didn't envision it because I, I heard that the Vikings wanted a one for him. So <laughs> after everybody took their pick, like I just I, I didn't I didn't think it I didn't think he'd trade if he if he made it to the draft well, there, I knew he was going to be the guy there. Yeah, I really like Diggs there. Oh my. <laughs> Man, if they get really good play from their two lines 
and the young guys at the skill positions become slightly better than they were last year. And if Peterson stays and plays like even like 90% of what we're used to, we're looking at what, nine and seven. Yeah. And we're, we're saying it's good. And it's not, it's an easy nine and seven, you know, it's not going to be a hard grinder nine and seven. It's a, Oh man, we missed one thing. And now we're just short of the playoffs. Maybe but that's, that's, that's it really. I think the Raiders took Ben Heaney. Took yeah. Ben Heaney? How do you feel well, about that, Mr. Coburn? Your thoughts on Mr. Heaney? Yes, tell us. You've got to let us know what's going through your mind, Jim. Oh, I like Ben Heaney. Uh, I think mm-hmm. – I, I don't know what to say. Um, yeah, the, yeah, they did. The pick we've had. we got Mark Cooper, we got Ben Heaney. That's our draft. That's not bad. But, uh, sorry, that's just, uh, Feliciano, Feliciano's got you thrown off. It's Feliciano, <laughs> it's Marvin Jr., it's Clyde Wolford. And again, I like Clyde Wolford. But at that spot, at the top of the third, you take Clyde Wolford? Uh, sorry. That's- yeah, it, was, it wasn't that serious to me either, Jim, but. I mean, I, like, because I looked at tight end, and I was like, okay, you know, if you can afford to take a tight end here, you know, do it, <laughs> do it, uh, do you, man. <laughs> but I, I do think where they, I do think he was a guy that was probably going to go. He probably wouldn't have been on the board for them the next round, though. So I think if you like him that much, sure. Well, uh, the question I have sure. is, how does how does thinking Mario Edwards back up with Southland Terry in Wales? I don't know, and maybe Mario Edwards. Maybe they know something. I don't know. I, I don't. I maybe they watch tape. Because remember, yeah. Bill, when all the people were telling us that there was this magical tape out there, Mario Edwards Jr., where he was just killing it and dominating it for four quarters. I've yet to find that tape. Um, and athletically <laughs> speaking, uh, he's above average athlete in certain areas, but he's not exactly a what I would call extremely athletically gifted. And apparently we're putting him in the legal role. So, oh, Mario Edwards Jr. is not like our three-tech or whatever, which is kind of what, you know, you would kind of, from tape-wise, since his size, he was overweight, but he's going to play a position and dominate at it that he never did in his entire career. Wow. Brad Hundley is a packer. Whoa, are you serious? Here you go. After the I'm serious. After the wow. I'm so happy. He fell up. He fell up. <laughs> wow. You talk about talk about the come up here. I mean, they 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 love their Pac-12 guys. I mean, I don't – Humley gets to chill with Rodgers and learn to trade. Maybe he's a guy who, you know, goes there and learns to trade and leaves, goes to another team, competes, uh, I mean, it's about as good a situation you could hope for if you're a young quarterback and, let, you know, if you're still around, you know, in the fifth. So, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry my fandom took over there and I yelled, but. Oh, yeah, this is perfect for Donovan. I just forgot about that. Like, you want to combine him with good and, and great. Hunley, and Hunley's there, and, you know, when Aaron Rodgers gets a concussion because of that offensive line, Hunley will step in the job and 
you know, pretty do pretty good job. A little bit more mobile than Aaron Rodgers did. So um, that that's wow. the, that's the yeah. He's gonna to have to get used to playing in cold, man. He's from 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 Chandler, and he played in L.A., and now he's gotta, <laughs> you know, go up north. But he'll be all right. That's great. I like it. They do have heaters on the sidelines, so it's not really bad. Huh? Wow. Shocker. Well, I mean, we shouldn't be shocked, though. This is their template. Three years from now, you know, when Aaron Rodgers is retiring and unretiring, retiring and unretiring, they'll be perfectly set for it. (laughs) Yeah, they will. Or trade trade base. What's your scouting report? Um... Donovan James, why do you think he's a good fit in the Packers, and what do you think his future is there? I mean, his future, you know, is a backup quarterback, like, you know, Jim was saying in you. I mean, obviously he's going to be a backup. Um, Aaron's got a lot of juice left. Um, he's won MVP, so, you know, it's going to be a while. Or it might be trade bait. You never know. But um, he's a guy, you know, um, I like him, man. I mean, I watched him beat. He's the only quarterback in the history to beat uh, SEC times. Um, he, you know, has the second highest completion percentage in Pac-12 history. Um, they have the most quarterbacks drafted in NFL history, so that shows you how good he was. Um, he's mobile, um, definitely got out of the pocket well. Um, a gamer, I mean, he's tough as nails. Um, he's a good leader, um, despite of what people say sometimes. Um, I think that was a little knock on him early on for some reason. I don't know why, but. He's a great leader. He's he's built very well. I mean, he always has been since he came out of high school. I mean, uh, he's got a little bit bigger. He's got good legs. Footwork is a little sloppy at times. Um, flies in the pocket, and sometimes he runs too fast. Even though he's dangerous, dual threat. Um, I think he's gotten better. Um, he played in offense. He played with you know NFL coaching, Jim Moore, and uh, Nolan Taylor Mazzoni, um, for three years. Three year starter. Played had a lot of snaps. Didn't miss too many. He only missed that. Um, game the Texas game where New Highland had to play. Um so he's a guy that, you know, is just good on play action too in the rollout and that's what they do a lot. What's this guy? Um Tom Clemens is gonna love him and uh McCarthy. Um they're gonna love how hard he works because that's the thing they're gonna look for most. Aaron's gonna you know be watching him, watching everything he does, you know, and he's gonna work, work, work. He's gonna get right in there and uh be one of the hardest workers. So I'm I'm really happy with the pick. Uh and, you know, he's taking such a beating, especially last year. Early on, his line was pretty good when they had Xavier do a field on those guys. But, I mean, I've talked about it so much, and I just think it goes without saying how bad his line was. Um, they got better towards the end of the year, and you saw him get a little bit better. Um, so, you know, I, I think this is a good pick. You're gonna, he's 21, you know, so three years old, he'll only be 24. Still a good pick. It's kind of like the Brock Osweiler pick a little bit or the Garoppolo pick. If there's a quarterback that's there that you like a lot, you have a first grade on or a second round, he's in the fifth or something like that, yeah, go ahead and take him, snap him. And now you got a trade bait or a potential starting quarterback in the next few years. And the yep. other thing is, I know, yep. I know Brett's going Brett's gonna to be, he's going to be willing to learn and take all this information in. He's already such a smart kid. He's going to learn so much, and he's going to be willing to just learn, and he's going to be okay with being a backup. He's not going to complain or, 
anything like that. He's just going to be so ready, and I'm excited for you don't, him. You don't see him demanding to be traded or anything like that when he doesn't get to start right away? <laughs> oh, the Saints just made their best no. pick of the draft, everyone. They just put Jameis Powell. Now, now maybe, you know, you. I mean, this guy's going to start for them. I mean, in all, all seriousness, he can start for them. So Wait, wait, wait. Uh, hold on, hold on. Who'd the Patriots get? The, the Saints just took David Toll. Oh, David Toll. Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah, see, right here at pick, uh, I mean, you want to talk about value here at 149. Like, so it's downright criminal where people have Toll on their boards. Uh I mean, this guy who tested extremely well, played 48 games over at Chattanooga. He can hit. Uh, you know, I talked to some people who, uh, you know, who is just, A, huge football fans, and B, who just uh, have been seeing him over at Chattanooga and kind of know his story. And they, <laughs> dude can ball, man. And he, he's going he's gonna to come in right away, I think. And, and, and I think Rex Ryan, he's a Rex Ryan guy. So I think, I think he's going to love him. Steve? Steve Morton, still yeah. with us? Yes, I am. The moment is yours, sir. Tell people what they're about to get. Oh God! In down in the down in the bayou in one Davis Toll. Uh, yeah, I was just tweeting a, a same Twitter guy now. This is a guy with Vic Beasley level athleticism. That where Beasley went eight, this guy's going in the fifth. And if he had went to Tennessee into the UT chat, we'd be talking about him in the top twenty-five. He is a he is a a monster athlete. He leaps like 42 inches. He ran a 4.53 as pro days. That uh, the folks that I know down there swear that was yet on a spring on a bad handy. Uh, just ran it because they he's acting to and uh, still like to knocked out like a 4.53. Uh, he's an insane athlete. But he, you put him on the field, that athleticism transfers. He. He's got a. He's very, very fast. He gets on the lineman fast. He knows how to get off blocks. Uh, he actually has more than one move uh, to, to use. And uh, I know that when we had the draft, they said that it was hard to get great looks at him because every single play, he's getting doubled, chipped, cut. I mean, just teams couldn't handle him. I know they went up to Tennessee. And uh, he killed that, that SEC offensive line. They had the same issue. They were cutting him, doubling him, chipping him, hitting him with running back. Uh, he's just a great player to actually come out of, out of here in the fifth round. And he's going in the fifth round. Uh, there, Like I said, there are 100 players probably gone in front of him that aren't as good as he is. So, and I truly, honestly, honestly, honestly think that. I, I mean, he he has a top forty grade from me easily. Um, I think he's my thirty sixth player, something like that. And the more you watch him, the more you like him. And as you said, I mean, he does get doubled and sometimes even triple teamed on on passing downs. The Beasley comparison is pretty good. Um, I remind he reminds me a lot of a player named Daddy Danny Batten that I sort of fell in love with a few drafts ago from San Diego State, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, South Dakota State University. But he's better, <laughs> uh, but better, mm-hmm. uh, better in every way. I just keep, oh, man. Woo! I oh. mean, a lot of people were depressed. Saints fans, were, some of them were depressed they didn't get Shane Ray. Guess what? It'll be all right. Mm-hmm. 
The Dolphins got a good running back, man, J.J. It's hard to intrude, but. He tested better than Shane Ray. I mean, he's, he's a great athlete. Uh, broad jump, 42-inch on a bird, 11-foot broad. I mean, the guy, man, uh, just a special type of athlete. And I really think he'll, he'll start for the Saints. He will start for them. So, um, and that's more than I can say about some of the guys they went and drafted. But, hey, um, uh, anybody know the status on the Jai? I mean, is it is it in, like what's the deal with his knee? You know, like does anybody know anything about that? Yeah, bone to bone, apparently. Say it again. As, I don't know, bone to bone. It's similar to uh, I forgot what. More than you had a guy. You said it was similar to his knee. A guy, I think, in last year's draft. Uh, no, about, I mean, I, we were talking I, I about. Talk, I, I know I talked about Efo. They were saying his oh. knee was similar to Lattimore's. Well, Polk. Okay. Remember Polk from um, Chris Polk? Yeah, Chris from Polk. West, that, yeah. From Chris Polk. UW. Washington, yeah. Alex Brown said that, actually, yeah. Actually, yeah, okay. I don't think, I don't know. I've heard conflicting things. I've heard his, Heard his knee is not as bad as people were saying. I've heard it's pretty bad. I don't know. It just depends. Well, and that's what that's how it is in NFL draft rooms. There are some doctors that said just take him off your board, and some said we can live with it. We'll have to have him on a pitch count. I mean, you know, all that good stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, it must be a little bit bad though. Cause San Diego was talking so much good about him, and they, they. Well, I mean, they took their guy Gordon. That's why I guess. So I don't know. I yeah. I mean, San Diego was saying that. His knee was fine, but I mean, I know other teams not so much. So, yeah, they're saying bone on bone, which is, I mean, you're, yeah. It is some people from taking Ari Quanjo or no, Cyrus Cyrus Quanjo in the what second? Yeah, right. He got three hundred plus pounds. He had a lot of carries last. He had a lot of touches last year too. He has the most touches. I think he had the most touches. Yeah, he had the most NBS touches last year. Wasn't 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 close. Seventy three to the next guy, Melvin Gordon. So I mean, (laughs) and I mean it was yeah because I mean like I said I mean he ran the rock so much and then Grant Hedrick always just checked down to him so much like there was guys open and he would just oh I trust the Giants you know I mean that's fine I love the Giants but. And then, you know, three down back. I mean, the kid was playing special teams at some point. I mean, yep. so I like that he did all that for uh, yep. uh, the coach in the first first year. But uh, yeah, let, him, let him say know. no. Let, let him say no, you know, and, and then there's a character issue. So, exactly. I don't know. But yeah. the weird part here is he finished the season with the most touches, performed at the combine, right? Yep. He had to get checked out medically, right? Yes, that's what the combine's really for. Yeah. And and now and now we're here. And now we're here. That's weird, man. It's weird. Yeah, and his pro day he was uh you know, fine too, but Yeah, yeah. Uh that's what I don't get is that I mean, it's okay if that's really what's wrong with him, but I don't know how we don't find that out till now and just everyone takes him off the board. I mean, maybe that was like a cover up thing. I, I don't I don't know, but uh, it's just weird. Uh, someone didn't do their job if we're just finding it now, or or maybe everyone knew secretly, and, and I was out of the loop. Well, all the NFL teams knew, yes. and yeah. From the beginning, from jump, they all knew? Yeah, yeah, but you're not supposed okay. to divulge what's in a player's medical, but it leaks out every year. You know, you're not supposed <laughs> to know if a guy's failed the drug. You're not, supposed to know, you're not supposed to know these things, but it leaks out every year. Sometimes things leak out really quickly. 
Usually what happens is the agent of a player that plays the same position of player X who had whatever problem eventually says, you know, this sucks. This guy's going ahead of my guy. Well, I'll fix that. So, yeah, Yeah. that's usually how that plays out. I know his agent, Eric Burkhardt, um, from from SSG, you know, so I know he's pissed. But he he found a good home in Miami, though. Um, So they're based. They're, well, they're based out of Houston, but you know they, he's he's a Miami guy too, so um, that'll be okay for him. That's a good spot for him, at least. It is, and they clearly would like to run the football. You know, that's not exactly <laughs> news that they want to run the football. And, no, and Joe Philbin, Colts make another Colts pick and take David Perry out of Stanford because apparently that's not very good. But they 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 like. Something about him. Like Stanford. They like Stanford about him. Yes. Hey, look how Stanford he is. He's the most Stanford player we have left on our board. Yeah, man. There's some more Stanford guys, man, that I like. So Blake Luther is out there. Well, don't worry. (laughs) I'm sure they'll get to him soon enough. (laughs) But I think Blake Luther might be the only one left. But yeah. (laughs) Oh, they'll probably take one of the linebackers too. People are really, really out here for these defensive tackles, man. <laughs> man, uh, there's still some guys left on my board who haven't gone yet, and I thought would get higher grades, you know. And it's, yeah. it's I, a uh, weird day you, in the office. If you had told me David Perry would get drafted for Grady Jarrett. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So here's what we've realized, ladies and gentlemen. Size matters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're an undersized defensive tackle, you got to be Aaron Donald. You got to be Aaron Donald, Geno. You got to be every great undersized defensive tackle. And sometimes. Geno Atkins was a fourth rounder. So, yeah, I mean, that's the point yeah. you're making is that even if you're Geno Atkins, they're going to wait till the fourth on you. Exactly. And, and, if you're great here, they're going to wait until the mid to late fifth, apparently. Is, uh, yeah. is Marcus Hardison still on the board? Marcus Harrison's still on no. the board. Leon no, Ford, he's gone. He's probably. gone. He's oh, gone. that's right. Harrison's gone. No, I take it back. Harrison's gone. Um, okay, amongst my D-tackles, uh, we already talked about Jarrett. Travis Rossini is still available. Christian Sokoli from Buffalo is still on the board. Um, Leon Orr, who probably should still be there, is still there. Kashad Lyons is still there. Um, I already said Rossini. Uh, Bennett, well, Bennett's gone. Um uh, is Rakeem still on the board? Is that, is that still yeah. a thing? Yeah, yeah Rakeem still. He's on the ah. side, too. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Nunez Rochas is still available, correct? Yeah, and that's that's probably a better pick. <laughs> that's probably a better pick than him. I, I don't guys. know what the coach is doing, man. Well, you know, it's not for you to understand. I mean, I gave, I gave Nunez Rochas basically an early fourth. Um... I don't know. I just I like his size, and he's quick off the ball. I mean, I don't know. He, he's smart. I just think he bends well. Good body control. He can he can anchor a little bit. I mean, ah, these Colts, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and then they added, and I like. I genuinely like Philip Dorsett, but you have T. Y. Hilton. What what are you doing? <laughs> like, I mean, sure you got the speed there, but then you got. Andre Johnson's getting old. I'm hoping Moncrief is going to be great for them, but I don't. I don't know where the. I don't know where this is going for the Colts. Hope, 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 hope is that. Hope is hope. It's not a plan. Hope is, is that, the opposite of a plan. 
It, it, it is. is. And They're I don't think they have two a plan, to be honest. They can't pay T.Y. Hilton. Huh? Yeah. Is Christian Covington on the Yeah, Christian Covington's still there too. Yep. Goodness, goodness. <laughs> yep. Uh, this is. I figured that Christian Covington was going to be here, though. I mean, me too, but it's yeah. just in here. We're in the fifth doesn't round. Make, doesn't make it right. It's, we're in the fifth round. Yeah, we're we're doesn't in the fifth round. Right. And you can excuse taking the guy like a Christian Covington in the fifth round easily, easily. So I, I just. It just bothers me, man. I get you. Yeah. Who will be I the first? Cana- who will be the first Canadian player to go off the Christian board? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can look forward maybe, to that. Maybe Christian. It might be Brett Boyko or uh, Brandon Bridge. Oh, that's true. Could be. Do we think Leon Orr gets drafted at all, people? No. Yeah, I would trust him personally. Uh, he was about but he's, to get drafted and then, and then he kind of just gave up. Yeah, I mean, he's huge. And he's, uh, you know, obviously has the Florida thing, which seems to help you for whatever reason. But he did quit on the team. Uh, and there are certain things that most coaches consider, you know, like, this is unforgivable. Like, if you slap your pregnant girlfriend around, that's bad. But you quit on your football team, that's unforgivable. Now, we can argue whether or not that's <laughs> a screwed up you know, way to look at the world, but that is how football coaches look at the world. You know, if, yep. you, if you do these terrible things, but you, it's not a pattern of doing these terrible things, we can somehow work through it. If you do this thing, though, you quit on your team, that's, you're done. You're done. We can't even – we're done. There's no reason to continue this conversation. I'm hanging up. Yeah, Leon Orr is a, a, a mess, man. There's some worse stuff about him, actually. I mean, I, mean right. I don't like to get in the kid's character when I don't know him or I haven't even talked to anybody at Florida. But, I mean, it was but, just, you know, it's tough. Kyle I mean, you're going to San Diego. Yay! I mean, I'm glad he's off the board. Kyle Emanuel, yeah, that's a good pick. It's kind it's of – you, you, remember, you remember Manny Wright from USC? Oh, boy. That's the one that Leon cried Orr. when, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of Leon. That's kind of Leon Orr. Except Manny Wright was better than Leon Orr. He's not right. Manny was a better player. Yeah, yeah. Manny was a better player. I mean, Leon had some moments, man. Especially early on in his career. Um, he's had a weird career because he had a kidney infection. He had a concussion. You know, he, he. I don't know, man. I just, you know, from what I heard, position coaches didn't really vouch for him. You know what I mean? No, they did not go to they, the mat for him. Yeah, they did not. They didn't. They didn't vouch for him. And Muschamp, I mean, I won't say made him cry, but he just got emotional so much. Because we had Max Max Saber on the show. That's I got to talk to Max about that um, a little bit. And he was only there for one year, but he was just, you know, asking about Leon Horror, and he's just like, yeah, man. I mean, that's a defensive tackle that's humongous. You know, he's what he's six five, three hundred thirty three pounds, but uh, he's just he says for he's he's like a you know he's a, he's an emotional guy. And you can't be a six-round emotional guy that quit the team. That's just not a good combination. <laughs> no, that's not a good combination. Six-rounders who quit on their team uh, don't usually get a chance to even be six-rounders. So, you know, if if he were clean otherwise, he's a guy that people would probably be talking about in the top 100. But, yeah, there's – yeah. Yeah. There's reasons that this guy probably won't hear his name called. But he was a guy that, you know, once again, graded out in the top 200 as a player. But, you know, yeah. 
Yuck. Yeah, and, and I know he tried to he, he tried to fix his name doing this process, but you can't really fix that. You know what I mean? Um, you guys got like Dante Fowler who's you know working his ass off every day in practice with a bad team and a coaching change in the middle of the season. Well, you know, obviously he's gonna get fired. They kept him on, but you got you know he's a top player, and you got guys like him working so hard, and you got Leon Moore, you know, saying you know oh I'm not getting enough snaps. <laughs> I'm going back home, you know. It's just like, well, that's why you got a Greyhound ticket back home, you know. <laughs> you didn't even get a plane ticket. <laughs> yeah, he, um, yeah, he's a guy that you, like I said, you just don't, right, right or wrong, like I said, it's considered unforgivable. It's one of those things where it's it's a taboo. It's whatever term you want to use. Yeah, you smoke some weed, maybe a little cocaine. We can work around that. I mean, there's there's all these things that we 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 think are 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 awful or whatever. But people work through and work around them. But that that's the one. That's one of those things where it's non-negotiable. Drug usage negotiable. Uh, domestic violence negotiable. You know, these other things are negotiable. Lots of things you can bring up. Yay, neat bone on bone. We don't like it, but negotiable. There's all these things, you, you know. Quit so the, you quit on us. See ya. That's, like it or not, that is the way it works. That's considered in, in, in football character worse than all those other off-the-field character things we just mentioned. Football guys still look at football character first and then off-the-field character second. That's still true. Even now, though, it's, I think the – the gap has narrowed. Uh, you know, we're not going to see Lawrence Phillips go in the first round anymore, stuff like that. You know, guys like Christian Peter and what was Christian Peter's brother named? The Peter brothers. Whatever the – I can't remember the other brother's name was. But those guys were like terrorists. And I'm, I'm only barely exaggerating in their time at Nebraska. Those guys, you know, got drafted. They would not be drafted now. Christian, Christian, Christian Peter. Yeah, Christian and um, – uh, Jason, yeah, Christian and Jason Peter. The guys were absolutely, I mean, they were human crime waves in their time at Nebraska, but they were draftable prospects. It's funny how people always pick up on the, you know, the quote-unquote urban kids, whatever term you want to use, when they get in trouble. But you never heard about what kind of horrible human beings the Peters, Peters brothers were just terrorizing the community of Norman, I mean, not Norman, but um, um Lincoln. Lincoln, Lincoln, Nebraska. I mean, these guys had rap sheets. <laughs> you know, you didn't hear much about that. But, um, that, I um, mean, I could, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, I know Grady Jarrett just got picked by Falcons. Finally. And but, that's a good fit. It is, I feel, and he's from, he's from, I know his family, I just heard about their family house right now. That's pretty sad. I mean, it's great. Yeah. Glad, glad he got picked up and. You know, his parents' house burned down last night, so that's bad. Wow. He's, I know he's from he's from Georgia. That's a good pick, though, by the Falcons. And I like Tyler Davidson on the Saints. Saints are killing it in the day three. Right. Fresno State guy. Yeah, big um, person. Yeah, big pick. And just, you know, pretty productive, too, for, for the Bulldogs. Right. So I know we have a Tyler Davidson expert with us, so I'm going to defer to him. So, Tyler Davidson expert, Mr. Jim Coburn, what would you tell the world about him? 
Um, I mean, you know, the solid player. Um, I think uh, the previous guy to him, um, and I forgot his name, was a little bit better. Um, but I think that uh, as a nose tackle, kind of under tackle guy, I think he'll be fine um, as a as a you know start long term starter. But, but again, I, I mean, I. I don't know. Maybe it's just the way he tested athletically. I kind of wanted him to dominate his competition. He never really did that 100%. Um, and that's my only little hiccup about him is that you know, he, he was always a good player. Um, the flash stuff here and there, but um, I just never really saw him uh, dominate the way kind of think a guy should, you know, the Mount West Conference. So, give us a sort of NFL comparison, or, or who do you think he is or could be? Um, NFL comparison-wise, uh, man. Um, um, I haven't really even thought about that. Uh, give me a second. Uh, okay. Probably, I'm trying to think. Hmm. Because there's a couple guys where he gets compared to, and I think that uh, it's huh. – I don't know. He's not really Grady Jarrett, obviously, because um, no. he's not as short, but similar in terms of that. I mean, he's a, pow- he's a powerful and he's a quick guy, um, but I'm not 100%. No, nobody really comes to mind. That I can think of right now, um, but that's kind of what he is. He's not exactly very fast. Um, you're not really going to see him chase down tons of plays, you know. Um, but he is a guy that that's very powerful and very quick. Okay. Well, powerful and quick is something that I mean. I don't know about other people. I like powerful and quick in my defensive line, especially my big defensive line. I mean, it's not like we're talking about a, you know, a little dude. I mean, he's a big guy. He's, what, 327 or something? Uh, he's actually about 317. Uh, I think when he played, he probably was closer to 320, though. Oh, okay. Um, when he played, but he's, he's at least at the combine, he was like 317. So. Okay. Well, do you, do you, you kind of think he's like a poor man Kyle Williams? A little bit? Mm, I guess, yeah. I guess you could say that. You mean Kyle Williams, the D end, or the Buffalo Bills? Yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, or, or uh, you know, Ian Williams. Yeah, probably closer. I don't know. You guys know Ian Williams from Fortnite? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Probably like that. <laughs> that would be the best, sort of, or a little bit better than him. Um, as a nose tackle. But and do you feel like he's a good fit? You know, good. He's in a good spot. Thanks. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Obviously, they were trying to get Danny Shelton. I think Davidson is not exactly a bad consolation prize in the fifth round. Yeah. Because I think I in terms of 
terms of nose tackles in this class, um, everybody wants to take the super duper, like, look at him. He looks like one, right? Type guys. Um, <laughs> I, I think Davidson could actually, you know, be a starting one instead of, uh, like, I, like you know, instead of furniture, you know. He's kind of stick in the middle of the field and then, you know, stuff like that. He can be, he can be more than furniture. So, <laughs> I think you'll appreciate your description of him being more than furniture. More than furniture. This just <laughs> did. Um, okay. Did you guys just peep this trade, or am I late on the the Melvin Gordon thing? No, that that was that was the first round. That's what they got. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah, that's that's what it ended up being. Yeah. I thought Melvin Gordon got – I was like, did they trade him back to the 49ers? Like, I read it wrong. I was like, oh, wait. That's- yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, there we go. I hate when they show no old way. trades, like, after the fact. Yeah, this is like – that would that be like a basketball trade, like, trade, draft a guy. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> they got they, they draft a guy. You just got Allen Houston. Woo! Yeah, you, they just <laughs> trade guys they, – they draft guys solely to trade and take a bad player to position of need, basically. <laughs> That's basketball. So. <laughs> but, no, yeah. That, I guess the trade ended up being Melvin Gordon for Blake Bell, Ark Armstead, and the fifth-round pick of 2016. Huh. Well, we'll see how that turns out long-term. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I say San Diego wins, but <laughs> – Good for both. Yeah, yeah, good for both, right? Depends on who they pick next year, so we don't right. know yet. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not 100% sure he wouldn't have been there at 17 for them anyway, but I uh, uh, Houston was going to draft him at, at uh, 16. So, well, we always hear those things, but I, I some, uh, it's lying season. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Always, I mean, I'm not saying that isn't true. I'm just saying I wouldn't bet my house on it. I'll put it that way. Right. But yeah, you guys know that that was their guy, so they were they they got scared, <laughs> you know. And the Texans probably knew that a little bit too. I'm not saying they were lying for sure, but it is lying season, so. But that's their guy, so they moved up a little bit. But uh, no complaints from Charger Nation. I'm, I'm I'm looking at. They've had a pretty overall good draft. They didn't have a fourth, but um, they've had a good draft. Yeah, I um. Always think about uh, Stacey King, former Oklahoma Sooner and Chicago Bear, and now a uh, broadcaster always says you're scared by a dog. <laughs> I understand, you know, quote unquote, getting your guy and making sure you get your guy, whatever. But you've got to know sometimes. I mean, teams get hustled every year in the draft. Certain teams get hustled every year. I'm not saying they were being hustled. I'm just saying you got to be on the watch for the stuff like that. They might have wanted you, you to go ahead and pick up Gordon just to be absolutely certain you did that. So you didn't pick up their guy. So, like I said, I mean, maybe maybe the Texans would have, you know, taken Gordon at, at 16 or whatever. But I can't help but wonder if, like I said, if that was a certain amount of smoke. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I like how so, Gardner, Gardner Webb is still trying to claim him, by the way. And no, they should. <laughs> I and guess. they should. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't get to West Virginia without Gardner Webb. 
That's true. That's true. <laughs> Did West Virginia? Would West, do you think West Virginia would have spit on him when he walked out of high school? They wouldn't. Have. <laughs> no, I had never heard of him in high school, so I'm not sure. But yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Gardner Webb. Yeah, baby, get your money. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I guess. That's that's. Yeah. How many years did he spend at West Virginia? No, there what one or two? Exactly. How many years he's been yeah. at Gardner Webb? <laughs> yeah. So what, Gardner Webb has three hundred percent more claim in my mind than West Virginia. Yeah, and what he does, he does have a, did to him, you does know, have a diplo- does have a diploma from <laughs> from West Virginia. Yeah, but in terms of team. Oh, and the Dolphins just announced Lickett as a corner. That's Which smart. is what I would be announcing him as as well, quite frankly. Yeah, that's that smart. Okay. I like that. And this is what, the late fifth, too? So, yeah. This is, I Yeah, this is what you want and where you want it, in my mind. Agreed. Um, and I think he ends up being a pretty darn good corner. Maybe. Did Michael Bennett and Cody Pruitt, like, just murder babies or something? Like, <laughs> kittens? Like, what do they do? Like, what do well, they Cody know? Pruitt just, to use a Cody, a Jim Cobertism, was just big and, not even big, a long and stiffish. Yeah, yeah, he was very stiff. You could see that. You could definitely, I could definitely see that. Uh, pretty good ball skills, but I just, I don't know. I just remember early in the year thinking he was just a lot better of an athlete than he was. But uh, I think he's an intelligent player who can, you can leave in center field. He just doesn't really have like recovery speed. Like if he forgets something or doesn't people receiver getting behind him, it's actually happened several times on tape. If it, it, it actually, you know, if he diagnoses late, it's it's pretty much over. He can't really compensate for any mental error. And those tend to happen with your young safeties. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess those limitations are, are bad. I mean, safety-wise, I mean, brain-wise, I think he has the smartest IQ out of all the safeties. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Too, but. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I still yeah. thought he would go in a, a, no later than four, but it looks like he might not go until uh, the six now. Yeah, that's one thing I would say is that now that we're in the fifth, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't really shy away from it. I don't know what people's safety situation is, but I don't think it's a bad pick here in round five. Well, did, did Darren Smith come off the board? Did I miss that? I don't believe so, but I'll just double check. I might have missed it. Uh, I don't think I'm just like, if he's still out there, I mean, I know he was recovering from the sports hernia surgery. I know the pro day was it was okay. He didn't kill it, but. Uh, I mean, he's he's better than round five. <laughs> Who do you guys think will be the next uh, QB off the board since all the, the big five are gone? Uh, Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> the big five. The biggest I hate, five. I hate to say it, but I hate to say it, but I'm going to agree. I think it's Bridge. It's the next, I believe Bridge is the next one off the board. I, and that's, and that's so can, I go, can I vote the last one is already off the board? <laughs> I think uh, you know what we're in the fifth. I you know I've been doing like I said I had a new way of like evaluating quarterbacks and like I combined my tape with it. I, I really like Cody Fajardo. Did he? Did he? He wasn't taking it right. Um, no. <laughs> I think from 
a physical standpoint, some of the things he can do, he's an incredible athlete at the quarterback position. The velocity's there. Um, there's some tools to work with. I think if you're here in round five, round six, you want to develop a guy, he's just so much further down the road than Brandon Bridge, and he's – I mean, I'm not going to say he's the same athlete, but he's pretty darn athletic for a guy that can still throw, too, and, and, and has way better mechanics. So I, I like Cody Vitrano. If I'm going to take a guy, I, I take him. Arizona uh, follows up the rig pick by passing on Trey McBride and taking J.J. Nelson. Oh, the lightning fast guy. Like, uh, I might weigh more than J.J. J. J. Nelson. Yeah. My my right leg weighs more than J.J. I was about to say, like, uh, I, I think, you know, if I, if I get it, if I, if I take six weeks to get in shape, I can impress you more physically than J.J. Nelson will. But um, I, I tell you what, he, he ran real fast. I mean, he must be like a gadget guy for them at this point if you're taking him, right? I mean, he's not – this isn't, like, real, right? Like, we're not taking him and saying, hey, you're going to play day one. No, I mean, they're going to use him as a kicker turner and, I mean, on, you know, go deep. Yeah, yeah, especially. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. yeah as long as that's what you're doing, cool. You can't yeah. go deep with Trey McBride. You can't go deep with Shane Lynn. can't go deep with Tahira. Yeah. Yeah, there's. Well, I mean, JJ, the whole story of J.J. Nelson is 429 or whatever. I mean, he is. Very, 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 very fast. He has a legitimate track background. But, you know, obviously we've seen this movie before. Uh, it, it doesn't always turn out well. But if they have a plan in place, you know, they didn't overpay too no. much. No. no. Yeah, but people say overpay because you didn't get turned to Bright. You technically overpaid. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm, I actually agree with you. I'm a little, I'm a little upset. <laughs> I like this, this Cardinal draft, I mean, last year's draft, I like this draft. Uh, uh, Steve Kim, you know, Steve Kim, he's been a little four, They may have the best 4 by 100 team in the, in, the, in the NFL. John Brown, Patrick Peterson. Oh, baby. No. <laughs> They're going to run J. away J. from Nelson, the people. the yeah, I agree. Hey, yeah, I'll say I, I definitely agree with what Montel was talking about earlier with uh, Rujaro too. I agree with you on that. Uh, Chris Bonner would be a really close second. Um, totally ooh, different quarterback. Uh, uh, Bill, Jesse James from Penn State. Looks like a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big man. <laughs> Uh, Pete okay. Smith just had the just had the tweet of the the draft that Arizona giving a high school student a shot in the NFL is a bold strategy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let me just say this: I understand he's very very small and he can't be more than about 163 pounds without ceasing to be the thing that you wanted anyway. I mean, you you can probably put about seven pounds on him without him losing the stuff that made you want him in the first place. So you're talking about rolling a 163-pound guy out there. So he's not going to be an every-down player. He's not going to be an every 
other down player. He's not going to be an every <laughs> down player. He's, he's going to play a handful of snaps, mostly mm-hmm. on special teams and some gadget stuff, you know, fly sweeps and stuff. Right, you have to make the 53 first. That, that, <laughs> that is the challenge, yes. That is know, the so challenge for him. So, Sammy, Jimmy, what do you think about Neron Bale? Ball. Because the writers just took him. Who? Neron Ball, outside linebacker from Florida? Yes. Yep. More Gators. Yep. Um, he, he didn't play a lot, first of all. He, he, he wasn't. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I'm not making this up. Um, he was a he was a four. You should know this. Wasn't he a four star recruit? Um, home yeah, place, Dolphin. He, he he was a four star, but he he had brain surgery. Um, yep. they're taking a risk. They're just taking a health risk, to be honest. Because I mean, the only reason he didn't play is because he, he I mean, he lost thank, like thank 50 you, pounds. Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, he, <laughs> he, 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 he and I believe he also had a micro fracture, didn't he? Yeah, and he micro fractured. Oh, so and then yeah, oh, and he had it, oh, yeah he. Joy. He went down to uh, I think he's two thirty five right now. He was one ninety, so he had to. Oh. I mean, he he had to get back, way back up because of the whole uh-huh. you know brain. Oh, oh brain. He was great. This is yeah. This is oh, great. He could have. He could have. He could have been. Oh man, I love this kid. Yeah. <laughs> the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers just took Kenny Bell off the board. <laughs> yeah, that was a good pick. I mean, this is this is, this is awesome, guys. But yeah, he. I mean, I I didn't think the kid was just drafted because of the health issues. But I mean, he's a he could have been really good. But I mean, they're taking a chance. I mean, I, he's yeah, he could have been. He has. I mean, obviously, you know, the health issues. Could have been. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's stop, right? Slow down, guys. Jim, are you okay? <laughs> are you, Are you all right, Jim? What is happening? Wow, this is so awesome. Uh, yeah. Jim's That's disappointment it. feels so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I can't believe I'm so I'm 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 hella happy for the kid, but I can't believe he got drafted. Both of his parents are from the same So is it, he's the guy that It's not it's not. I wouldn't have drafted him, but I that's the guy that, you know. I see. I think I saw someone uh, from Florida tweet about, um, you know, his his uh, both his parents dying from their rare brain uh, condition, and he has the same. I'm just hoping he kids. He's not on the list. Past oh. like forty. So I mean, it's not funny at all. But I mean, he's not. He's really not on the list. Past like thirty eight. It's not funny. Serious business. So we took a guy with a brain condition. His parents died from it. Yep. I barely played at all. We had all these other term issues. Why? Why are you have doing this? I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I, I just look at my life and I'm just like, I'm I don't get it. Okay, we got to keep we got to keep Jim away from sharp things. Okay, Jim. Your draft was so good. You remember last year, right? Yes. I mean, to me, it's like you look at what's left and what you got. I mean, I don't get it, right? Is Mike Hole still on the board? Isn't Jeff Luke still on the board? Get, if you want a linebacker, get get yourself a masher. Get you get yourself a dude that can play, even if he's not a three down guy. Get a guy. <laughs> get get yourself a guy. I, I don't I don't know where this came from. I don't know. We were talking about bold I mean, moves. This is a bold move, and that 
Yeah. They're basically betting on like a great public relations story. I think is what they're going for here. They're saying, like, look at public look at relations how. story. Basically. Yeah, he's gonna be if he makes a team that you're gonna hear every time he takes a snap about that story. I just wanna go ahead and tell you the story. <laughs> See? That's a better story. <laughs> I just wanted to go ahead and tell you that story before you, you guys heard it. Which... is still on the freaking board. Trey Vic I mean, so it's, so it's basically a make-a-wish pick here. Can we, can I make that move? Can I, can I do oh, make-a-wish oh. make, make, make draft selection here, everyone. Oh. Um, hot takes, fire takes. So he's going to the, the, he's gonna go to the Oakland facility. He's going to put on a helmet. He's going to run around on the field, sign the young one-day contract. <laughs> and, and then he's going to go home. All right, I'll, I'll, be back. I'll be back in 15 minutes. I have a Spider-Michael Foster. Yeah, and I'll the microfracture. That, yeah, the more he's bringing up the microfracture, that too. I mean, because, I mean, even if you're saying he cleared with the brain stuff, he did clear, but the microfracture is really bad too. And then the fact that he so, just didn't, so, didn't play that much. So here's what it is. He's a doubly inspirational story, Jim. So think yeah. of it this way. If he beats his rare brain condition and his microfracture, think of the great <laughs> press your team is going to get. Is yeah, Jim okay? Is, is Jim all right? Please check on Jim someone. That's basically two high school picks, man, if you want to talk J.P. Nelson and him. Because, I mean, honestly, man, I mean, he well, we got to get Jim a Jim, – Jim needs a beer, someone. <laughs> Jim needs something. <laughs> we we, we got to get him beard up. It's, it's, it's early, but we can do it. It's noon in Cali. <laughs> yeah. This is about it's, it's good weather though. Good weather. It's not too early to um to draft you know, guys who may or may not ever play football ever. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I just don't know if the guy's gonna be able to play you know, with the with the condition he has. I just don't know. I don't know. I, I was hoping he just got a, a picked up um on a on a squad. Yeah. Um, hmm. Where the heck is Trey McBride going, people? This is nuts. <laughs> well, New England's got a New England's got a pick coming up soon. Oh so. God! Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, Lorenzo Doss comes off the board to Denver. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Lorenzo Doss is a good little nickel slot corner type. I like him. Wait, <laughs> Bill, I, you don't want Trey McBride to go to the Patriots? If if he does, then it's just not fair. It's not fair because then that means they're just so much smarter than so many Uh, other teams. uh, That's basically what this means. This means that teams have repetitively failed. Malcolm Brown in the first, uh, Trey Flowers there in the fourth. I mean, it's just the the Patriots, it's just too easy, man. They're laughing in the draft room. Most people high five when they get the guy that they're laughing and probably playing Xbox over there because there's probably 30 guys they know deserve to go with their pick. So they're not really sweating anything. Oh, God. Yeah, I, that, it, it must be really nice to be a Patriots fan. It must be really nice to have a front I can only imagine. That routinely takes care of you. Routinely be, has a great coach. Routinely has great quarterback play. It, it's really something. It's that. Oh. 
Yeah. Man, if they get McBride, <laughs> give it a mic drop moment. He's mic a top drop. 100 player. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it's just so wrong. It's so wrong. Or, or, or if they get West Saxon to me, too, because they can put him right next to Drawson. Okay. Bradley Pinion. Off the Is board. That 49ers? Is that who got him? Yes. That is our first punter off the board. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what I always want. Let's draft a punter. The only guy I thought was drafting that kicks is Justin Manson because he does both. He does Um, do both. And he's good. I mean, and he's good. Yeah, he's he's a draftable kicker. I definitely give him like a seventh round grade. Bradley Pinion, he is the best punter, but I mean, I don't know. Like, (laughs) I thought uh, he's one of the best punters. I think I had him like. Second, I don't know if I would have drafted him. He was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you better be a you better be a special punter if you're getting drafted. Like, yeah, you, you gotta, I'm not you gotta drafting like, my number two punter. No, not you gotta, you gotta be like uh, Janikowski or Brian Brian Anger or or somebody like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know, Brian Anger did go in the third. Well, yeah, he went too high, but I mean, he he deserved to be drafted. He's one of the best punters I've seen in the past. Two years, um, probably the past, maybe the past like five or six years. You think you think Russell Wilson still doesn't still doesn't have that tacked up somewhere in his house? <laughs> Man, every guy who slides, I mean, it's one of the things that never leaves them. They never forget about it. They think about it every day of the rest of their lives. They, I mean, they 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 choose their jersey number based on it. They. You know, they, they think about it for the rest of their lives. So Trey McBride, corners who you have to who have to face him when he finally gets to rookie minicamp, RIP your days at practice. He is going to be beasting because he's going to be trying to show everybody on the planet what a huge mistake was made. Yeah, he is. Sure is. He's going to hand some, some tough days at the office to some – some guys in rookie mini camp, man. That's not going to be yeah. a pretty situation. There's some future stars on the board to me still. There's some future Crazy, stars. Crazy, isn't I mean, it? I, West Saxon was my number two tight end. Um, God, they did. They, they picked Joe. They picked a long snapper, really, the Patriots? Oh. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what? They picked Joe Cordona from Navy. <laughs> long they do love kids from Navy. I know, but. Uh, I'm not. I know, but too. I'm with you. I'm not. I'm not giving them a pass for that. I don't care how good the organization they are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lyndon. Lyndon. We are getting all the yeah. good stories at the end of round five. Yeah. We get long snappers from Navy. We get guys that came back from brain injury. I know. This is like <laughs> Navy guy. Navy long snapper. What are the yep. odds of him getting drafted? Like. If you drop 200 down at the sports book on that one on a prop bet, you can buy oh. yourself a private play with what the payoff was. Yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be with the money team tonight in Vegas. I can make it out. So, you so can. In your, yeah. in your new gold stream, yes. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, your, your money team if you hit that one. Wow. I yeah, you dropped two. I mean, they could have went Saxton, Pruitt, or CD, um, uh, your guy, if you're talking about Trey McBride, I don't know. That was anybody, really. I mean, sorry, Joe Cordona, but, I mean. <laughs> no, agreed. Agreed completely. 
Yeah, I, mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, that, that, he's probably – I didn't even – Here's the crazy him. thing. He's not even my top-rated long snapper. He's my fourth-rated oh. long snapper. I would rather have Matt Lingle from uh, Eastern Kentucky. Who's I've got him from. rated above him. i got yeah. my boy Dan Jordan rated above him. I, I just I – don't, I don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess it's the Navy connection. Yeah, that probably is what it is, the Navy connection. Yeah, it's just not very good. It's just, uh, it's just not very good, guys. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no, he's probably he's probably gonna have you know a ten, twelve year career or something. But still, you know, still, because you know he could be like yeah, no, but think there might have been other players. Though. That's the only thing that yeah. sort of like, sticks out. Long. Well, Patriots. Patriots, uh, they they hit and miss, man. They hit and miss. Oh, Michael Bennett is still on the board. I did not, I did not know yep. that. Yeah, well, he should have gone a few picks ago. Whoever took, uh, jeez, that was one of the tackle. Yeah, whoever took the last D tackle kind of bored me a little bit. And a guy with multiple micro fracture surgeries. Yeah, Michael Bennett on the board. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, in round five, I don't think you can lose if you take Bennett. I mean, I gave him a third round grade, but if you if you if you if you're there in five and you run. Especially if you run like a classic four three, why why not? I mean, I don't know. I can see. Um, I yeah, he's got to go at some. I see your best player left, Montel Michael Bennett. Uh, well, Trey McBride is. I had him ranked at seventy one overall, but it's him. It's Michael Bennett, and I had Bennett in the, like I think maybe the late eighties, early nineties, and I think there's no maybe there's one more guy in my top one hundred, but I I just know those two without really like searching through. Okay. Yeah, he's fourth left on mine. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Damien, Damien, no, the Georgia guy, Swan, he's gone. That's I knew Swan. Swan's uh, yeah, good third, thirteen tape. He was pretty good last year towards the end of the season too. No, he was pretty good. Um, yeah. I, I had him ranked a little lower. Um, but considering how these corners, you know, there's already been the run on corners. So, I mean, I can't, I can't really complain based on value because of how these guys have been taken. He's just so active, man. He's always around the – he's in every play I saw in Georgia. I mean, whether it was a forced fumble or a deflection, um, whatever, special teams. I mean, so that's, that's a nice little pickup there for – I'm still just – Joe Cordona, man. He His agent's probably just laughing to the bank. <laughs> true. So true. Um Oh, just a little update for you guys. Uh, Montana, Montana State uh, linebacker Alex Singleton's been—he has interest from eight NFL teams. Uh, yeah, he's, so, he's going to be an undrafted free agent, but he's going to go quickly during what I call. No, the no, he's, he's going to be drafted. He's going to be oh, drafted really? within oh. the next round. I've been told. Oh, really? So, yes. Um, there's been. Hmm. He, he got a. He got a. He's got. He's been getting texts all week. One so, of them. So let me ask you this: yes. Has he received his official draft promise ring? Basically, <laughs> yes, yes, because uh, what eight teams want you, that's enough to draft you. <laughs> and uh, I think as we enter the sixth, I would not be shocked at all if, if one of these eight uh, go in and, and, and get them. Uh, one team for sure, I think, has multiple selections in the sixth. So just just a little, you know, watch out for that, um, especially now that a lot of these uh, outside linebackers have been gone. Um, for those of you who don't, like, know Singleton, he uh, – I mean, he's a pretty good linebacker. He's a three-year starter, two-year starter, three – no, two-year starter at Montana State. And 
Uh, very good at his pro day. Uh, ran in the four fives, broad jump was uh, in the 10-foot range. And those two areas, that you know, that's testing like a first-round linebacker. Uh, benched was uh, okay. I think he was at like 18. Uh, and uh, there was one more number he did, and I think it was really good too. But when he did his pro day, um, a scout from, I believe, the Chiefs worked with him for a while, and I think there was one more. Uh, so he, he's he's been drawing like uh, serious interest ever since then. And so just thought I'd, you know, fill you guys in on that. It's uh, – it's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know when, that's, but uh, it's gonna happen. That's good. I didn't think he was gonna get uh, drafted. I, I I haven't really seen much of him to be honest, but uh, I definitely heard of him because of you. I think I talked to you about him, but that's mm-hmm. that's good. Michael Burton. I, I'm, I'm familiar really? with him. I've I've got other small school <laughs> linebackers ranked ahead of him. I, I I'm not saying I'll sh- be shocked if he gets drafted, but I'll be pleasantly surprised yeah. if he gets drafted. I think we all would, but um, I think it's just a versatility because he's not just a mic. Yeah, where'd you have Michael Burton on your fullback? Because I didn't have him as a. As a... I've got oh, people literally. I've got literally. I've got six other fullbacks ranked ahead of him. I was just about to say, like, why? Why are we doing this to ourselves, everyone? Like, I mean, what is this? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you got Aaron Rapowski to our interview. He's an amazing kid and just old school man. He belongs in the eighties, seventies, or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm sure Bill, yeah, Bill can attest to, yeah. yeah. And then Joey Isofia, he's a neck roll player. He is. That's That kid is a neck roll player. He should have a neck roll. Aaron, <laughs> I think he – did he play with a neck roll? If he did, he, he should have. <laughs> <laughs> I just – I don't know. To me, I look at him, I, I, I was seriously just – at this point, if fullback is what you want, I would probably – Closer to the sixth, I'll probably just take O'Leary and, and just move him, move him inside a full, play him, you know, play him at, you know, at, at, at that spot. I mean, that, but, that's how low I am. But here's the whole thing: power. Burton's a free agent. Power. Bravowski is powerful. O'Leary is not. Yeah, I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I thought. I just think as an overall athlete, I just thought he'd be better than he was. I mean, when I look at really? some of the things he can do, yeah, because, I mean, he's not very, I don't know. I just thought, like, he was average, you know, and mm, I thought no. he was faster on tape. Mm. And I thought he was faster on tape, you know, but maybe it's, maybe it's me. But I just, I'm just not very happy with Burton, to be honest. No, he's but, like, he he's a bad athlete. I mean, I mean, but he's a good football player. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. You can do both, but no, right. athlete, no. Um, he's never going to be a guy that's going to be able to just run through people as a blocker. He's not a guy who has great hands. He's not a guy. I mean, sorry, he is a guy who has great hands. He's not a guy who has great um, speed or power or nothing. The stuff, none of the stuff you can measure. He's not good at any of that stuff. If it's measured, <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, that's, that's basically what I mean. And so, like, when I look at it, I'd say, you know, but give me, me say, Zach Zenner out of South Dakota State. Give me, yeah, give me, give me Zach Zenner out of South Dakota State. Give me Tyler Varga out of Yale. I, I would, I'd be content if I have to take a guy at fullback. I'd, I'd like those two before I. But like here's Bergen. the whole thing. Let's let's yeah. stop calling Varga a fullback. He's a running back. He's white. No, I, no, I, no I, I get it. No, no, I get it. I'm not saying he, yeah, no, I'm not saying he can't be a halfback. I'm just saying I would draft him and put him there before I would, you know, out of desperation yeah. before I would before Running I would draft. That's but I, I get it. I know Vargas a halfback. I get it. That's how, that's how much he dislikes a guy from Rutgers. He would move someone, a tight end that's or a running back. Run. 
Yeah, I, I I agree with Montel. I would draft those guys, even though they play these positions, and still put them at fullback over the kid from Rutgers, or even Hunter. If Florida player Hunter Joyner actually played good last year, unlike these other guys. So, I mean, you know, he's a fullback still on the board that can catch the ball undersized, obviously. But you know, um, he's good. Uh, he's probably undrafted free agent. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything anymore. We're at pick one seventy one. <laughs> There's maybe long snappers and punters getting but pulled off. David Mayo, who just went off the board. I like Mayo. <laughs> yeah, man, go ahead. Continue, continue. What do you like? Why? I mean, Mayo, you're getting Mayo in the fifth round, right? Is this a fifth? This is still a fifth. Okay, yeah. We're in the um, fifth, yep. I mean, Mayo's a guy that's, you know, he ran really well. I think I think he tested pretty well. I mean, I'd have to ask Jim how he did with everything, with three cones and all that stuff. But I know he ran pretty well in the 40. Um just did a good job at tackling. He was kind of a tackling machine. Um, I know he's a lower level guy, um, straight line guy. He's gonna he's gonna make a team because of special special teams and you know his ability to lead. Good leader in the locker room. Started um, pretty much every game, I believe. Um, he's a kid that kind of he's from Oregon. You know, all of his dream was to play for the Ducks and get recruited at all. But uh, like I said, he's a special teams guy and a guy you want in your locker room. Kind of. I, I don't know if he should have picked in the fifth. Would have been maybe the seventh or undrafted free agent, but he's a little high. But he's a guy that's, he'll make the team, you know. Um, and this is what you kind of want right here is just a make the team guy and guy's gonna fight for a job. And he's definitely the guy for that. Good little backup inside linebacker. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> and I mean you are getting guys who are depth guys at this point. You would like them to have at least a little bit of upside, you know, like chance to be maybe- starter. You'd like for them to be impactful players, but you would like. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jim. Are you do? Are you doing okay? I'm doing fine. I'm doing okay. all right. I'm okay. doing right. good. It's okay. all good. Yeah, Jim's about six shots deep right now, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wonder if he's six shots six shots deep. Honey Bree must be like. Oh. <laughs> See, he's that guy walking in the middle of the street against traffic right now. He's passed out. I like what the Seahawks did getting Ty Smith, though. Um, yeah, that's Austin University. I think, uh, I mean, didn't do, uh, he did pretty good at the combine, but then went back and, and retested some things at his pro day. Uh, he ran a four five six, which was way better because I think late. I think in the combine he ran like a four six something, and it wasn't very good. But uh, at, at the actual workout, ran a four five six, which is almost average. I think his bird was was about average. Um, Broad and shuttle. I like the shuttle. Shuttles was three six. That's a very above average number four corner. So yeah, to me, he tested you know above average four corner. Nothing nothing bad on my front. Um, long wing, yeah, yeah, long wingspan, uh, long strider. He plays a lot bigger than his size, and uh, I thought I thought his vertical number would be higher, given some of the things I saw on his tape. But um, you know, thirty six and a half is, is is average. It's okay, and um, no, he plays pretty good. I think here in the you know late fifth, it's good value for Seattle who could coach him up and develop him into uh, maybe a really you know good maybe nickel piece or something like that in the next couple of years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I should Montel. develop hunting metrics. I think I should do that. That'd be much more exciting than watching the rest of this draft. 
Jim is Jim is beginning to get a little depressed. The Rams <laughs> just took Nick Boyles to go along with Max Williams. Well, let's let's go by pig by pig here for Jim. Okay, Amari Cooper nailed it. Okay, then we got into round two. Now, what what are we doing round two? What is, who are the Raiders taking round two? Mario Edwards. Oh, okay. Junior. Nice recovery there, Montel. Yeah, oh, oh, he's a Leo. Oh, well. Well, well, let's talk about that, guys. Let's talk about the prospects of Mario Jr. I mean, I seriously just want to know, like, like, maybe it's just me, but I, I did not see that. Uh, I thought <laughs> you know it was a three tech. I thought it was a three tech. No one's seen it. I thought he was a three tech. Yeah, I thought he'd be the three at times. Tech, at times mm-hmm. he was, or maybe he's a five tech, or maybe he's a seven technique defensive end. Maybe seven. Maybe he's a maybe he's a one. When he's slim, he's an edge guy. That's what it is. Wow. Okay. Well. Uh, cool. Uh, round three. What What do we do in round three? Um, Clive Walford. Oh yeah, we just talked about that. Okay, that's yep. that's not that's not that bad. I mean, yeah, he was he was going to be gone by their by the time they came up in the fourth. In all seriousness, he but was going to be there for the fourth. him and Michael Rivera. Why? Yeah, they draft <laughs> to the same player. You know, I don't think you should even go through the Oakland draft. Don't do that, Jim. He deserves a little better than that. No, I I know. I just forgot the first half of the draft. I know what they took today. I was gonna stop in like three or four. I was gonna the last two. But we just talked about the last two, so it's it's okay, you know. You're gonna I just thought they did, did better yesterday. I think Neuron Ball just that's it. That was a that was a hit of Jim. That was a snake knife through the heart. And and if the Bears had it done it, I would have been the same way. But to me, at least you guys didn't draft uh, Tony Washington, right? I already might get drafted. That's my That's guy, the, man. That's my guy. Yeah. He's, He's going to Philadelphia in the seventh. by the Raiders. <laughs> oh. I was told Tony Washington <laughs> is getting looks. So, we'll see. I, I don't know what that means. But yeah, I don't know how you draft a guy who had the highest body fat percentage at the combine. I mean, if you look at the way he tested, it wasn't good. So, if, essentially, you just have like a soft – Cuddly linebacker who just isn't powerful. <laughs> That's the linebacker, soft and cuddly. That's what he is. There's no muscle definition there for a guy that's supposed to be powerful. He's not very powerful. He's just that's the best. That's that's the most awesome scouting report you've ever given in your life, Montel. <laughs> he's, like the, he's like the Teddy Ruxpin of linebackers. Exactly. Like I just. Cool, man. You know, like if that's your thing, I mean, you do that. But um, I don't know, man. Uh, this is just a weird draft. I mean, this is the first draft because usually when picks happen, usually I find myself in the fourth. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that in the fourth? Why would you do that in the third? Uh, yeah, you know. But this year in the first round, I was like, oh my god, this is bad. <laughs> like, what are we doing? You know, and, and second round, a lot of teams usually do okay in the second round. Even if you have a bad draft. Usually a first or somebody who should have been in the first will slide in there and you draft them, you know. But this is a rough go-around for a lot of who, these teams. Who is this Tennessee I, I, I want, tight end that just got drafted? 
The Wait. Unum, or, or not Tennessee, uh, Illinois State, James O'Shaughnessy. You know what you're talking about? I, I they took the other him. tight end from the college. Oh. Illinois, Illinois, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Illinois oh, State yeah. had a great team this year. They really did. Yeah. Uh, yeah but, okay, so he's he's my, he is the he is the second my, best tight end in the Missouri Valley Conference. So they've got that. Team, yeah, but he's a distant second because Michael Pruitt also played in the Missouri Valley Conference. I, I'm aware of that. No, <laughs> I hear you though. No, he was. He was the he was the second best in the conference. Uh, he was, and he's a very good run blocker actually. So, and as a matter of fact, that's probably what they like. He is the yeah, much better yeah. blocker of the two. He's bigger and stronger. Oh, exactly. Man, so, so he he can if, if that's you know what you're looking for at this uh, venture of the draft. Which okay, I get it. Um, he can do that. And matter of fact, uh, you know, Illinois State had a run for first offense, and they, man, they dominated up front. I mean, they had a lot yep. of transfers from come in. I was really, uh, I really like Jared Bartman, and he was a, a Florida, maybe no Miami transfer came in. Illinois State wrecking ball of a guy, six seven yep. in three hundred pound range, and so yep. they 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 were killing people. Um, I mean, that North Dakota State game wasn't didn't go the way I thought it would, but. Um, they had a heck of a season, and they dominated up front. And he was – O'Shaughnessy was a very good run blocker. I really do believe that. That's, and that's, know, that's what got him drafted. I mean, if 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 that's what you wanted, if you wanted, you know, full service, big, you know, in-line Y, you would take him and let someone else have Michael Pruitt. But uh, – Michael Pruitt's been drafted. Oh, that's right. Who? He did get Michael wrapped, Pruitt. didn't he? Oh, yeah, he got uh, by Minnesota at 143. Oh, that's yeah, a good pick, actually. Yeah, okay. Still, uh, you know, the the guy kind of – I don't feel bad for him, but his agents really screwed him was Jacory Shepard. Because I, I oh. talked to him. I talked well, why did his agents screw him? Why did you say, why'd you say that? I, some, I talked to somebody that was supposed to be his agent, what? and they guaranteed him he would be a top 50 pick. And this is oh, uh, They guaranteed him top top sixty. Um, so he's probably, I mean, I don't know, crying or something. Right if now. he could I have, mean, if he could have one more year too in college to play corner. Yeah, I, it's just. Well, he could have played two more years. He's a redshirt sophomore. Well, he le- he left because of the coaching staff. But I mean, it. It's not like the coaching staff that came in was good, though. I mean, those, it's mostly A and M guys, and I mean that's a pretty good staff to play for. But yeah, they guaranteed him top fifty, and he's one. <laughs> it's one seventy five, man. That's yep ridiculous. I mean, wow, lies, lying season. Yep, you're right about that. Tis the season to slide. Keith Mumphrey. Over Trey McBride. Okay, this is getting ridiculous. Man. It is getting ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, and, your guy, and your guy, Lyndon Trail, is still out there as well. No. Trail <laughs> <laughs> got drafted. Didn't he get drafted? No, no he didn't. They didn't. Oh, he didn't? Okay. No. Yeah, I know. I was told that people, A, are looking at um, – people are legitimately looking at, at Trail as a tight end. Probably. There are teams. I know I've yeah. heard that. We had yeah. talked to yes. Trail after his pro no, day, and he said there were a couple of teams that asked him about playing tight end. So yes, I can confirm that. 
And uh, um, I know he was uh, adamant about linebacker at first going into the combine, but I was also told he kind of softened up on that stance. And so he's he being, softened way up on it. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I guess after you test like that, that's, that's what you do. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I just, I just told that – I was just told that he's he's more open to different things now. He's <laughs> so, open to playing five technique. He's open to playing outside linebacker. He's open to playing defensive end. He's open to playing tight end. He's open to build, bulking up and playing left tackle. He just wants to play football. Yeah, and I, I haven't heard that one, but <laughs> no, I, I get it. He'll get it. Actually, you know, you know that one is actually uh, that's kind of you know development. It's kind of it's kind of sexy if you're willing to wait for him basically for an entire year on practice squad to put on the forty pounds. Uh, you're talking about a guy who would probably be one of the more athletic left tackles in football if if he did go that way, but he'd prefer to play defense. I love Lennon Troll. He's fifth on my board. I had a, uh, a late third, early fourth on him. He should. It's the sixth round now. Um, just started. So, man, there's a lot of these guys. I, you know, we called it Lennon Troll. I know you're close with him, uh, Bill. He he yep. definitely deserves it. Um, be, not because of like his story or whatever, just because of, he's a damn good player and yep. you know he's fought really hard to get where he is. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and the Keith yeah. Mumphrey thing was just confusing, just because. <laughs> He is. I don't know, man. I don't. I just don't. I don't understand. Like I saw a lot of Keith Mumphrey, yep. and I didn't think he would ever get drafted. I never <laughs> thought. Not even one game where I thought he could. Because there's a lot of guys where I saw one game. And I'm like, okay. It's not there wasn't one game where you thought to yourself, "Oh my God, he just took over this game." You don't remember having no, that reaction? Never. They cannot stop him. They have no answer for Keith Mumphrey. You never thought that? Never. Dio Mathis. Shut him down in the second half of that Oregon yep. game. And Dior Mathis is a like nineteen well, year old cornerback. I don't know, whatever. Well Keith Mumphrey I mean Keith Mumphrey is, is basically a decent athlete but at terrible production. Essentially you need to fire your metrics department, what you need to do. But I do know that with all these terrible picks in in the AFC South that Mort is just smiling ear to ear. Look at it. But the Colts are picking it up, and look at what the Jags are picking it up, and look at it with Houston as a symbol, and they're late guys. I mean, this is, I don't know. Yeah. I like that Robert, Meyer, Robert Myers pick, though, they just got. Yep, from Tennessee State. Yeah. I was he, late on him, but it was really we, good. We talked to – oh, it was uh, Josh Liskwitz and I talked about how there are some guys. This is them. one of the least. This is one of the least surprising picks in the draft to me. The Titans just took DeAndre as a man. I think they always had him targeted for this pick. Did they? Oh. Really? Say it again. I'm going to kill the first name. DeAndre Mount from Louisville. Oh yeah, huh. DeAndre's the, Mount. The yeah. other, other, other guy. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> he's not the man, and he's not the man next to the man, but he's the man next to the man next to the man. So not he, he, he's he's a guy who passes to assist in NBA 2K, basically. You know, he's, you know, so not so not that's, you know not, not the not the wingman, you know, but but almost. Yeah, I, I was uh, all along. I I uh, thought that they had him targeted for this pick. They brought him in actually. As a as a known interview, uh, just a guy that you know he has tools, 
And so, I, like I said, I knew that all. You you remember Bill when we were doing the, the mock? Then I said, yep. uh, and I said I know what they would do here, and I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> it well, you, did, you did the right thing. <laughs> so all Mort gets is, is Mount, and I get all the other. I get Luciano. I get. Well, at least I can. At least I can. You know, you say. You know, Mount at least has you know some athletic ability. You know, he's not coming off any micro fractures. <laughs> once again, Jim. Think about the inspirational stories that they'll be able make to a, do during training make, camp. Make a wish. That's what Montel says. Not me. <laughs> I mean, oh, you guys, you guys all laughed. Don't, don't do that. You laughed. It was funny. I mean, <laughs> okay, but uh, no, I said it, and, and it was okay. There's a little shade behind that, but no, there was uh, a little shade, and I was. I will. <laughs> That I almost, I almost. There was a moment where I almost kind of like tears almost came to my eyes. I was that was a because I had a yeah. picture. I like saw that they had like Willie Brown and Howie Long and everybody all there. And they had a special jersey made. So yeah, I know what you were saying. Wow. That's what I'm saying. So like, yeah, I don't know. A linebacker, especially, um, you know. If you want to get one here in day three, there's there's guys. There's going to be guys here. I mean, a lot of guys that were taken yesterday I, I, were largely considered. I do not, I do not like Jamari Rasco as a prospect at all, but he mm-hmm. makes more sense than some of the people I've seen taken here. Exactly. And and that's that's all I'm saying. And and so I just I, – I know uh, – I, I know they, you know, like the big school, big conference guys, but, you know, if you wanted them, I mean – Trade back to take it, get value. You know, get him next round. He'll be there. You know, I don't know. I don't think he would have got drafted. They could have just picked him up tomorrow. Yeah, a bunch of these people. We're now seeing people who would not have been drafted. Now, this does happen. Now, usually they wait a little later. But these are people, they have graded as undrafted free agents, but they don't want to have to bid for them. That's what you're seeing. I'm not kidding when I say that. Some of this is... Simply, they don't want to have to go through the trouble or whatever you want to call it of having to bid against every other team for some of these guys as undrafted free agents. As silly as that sounds, that starts to happen. I would wait until the <laughs> sixth to start doing that kind of thing, but whatever. still on the board. Wait, is uh, is uh, Michael still on the board? Taiwan Jones still on the board? Yes, yes. Yep, yeah. yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Joe, 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 Both of those let, are yeah, let, let, me just, let me just go crazy here, but Lyle Collins is still on the board. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. you can take him and just hope he gets exonerated. I mean, that's what I tweeted yesterday. What if, what if he is? He's going to be on the board, like, still. So. Yeah. He, I, I just, I, he, I went ahead and you could, you could, you could, you could vault yourself on this one, uh, Mort. He's, he will be on the board when it's all said and done. They're sweeping up the peanut shells. Now, I mean, if I were to throw away a six-round pick on Yeah. I think you've got to take a hit from the NFL. And I think the thing about Leo Collins must be, it, it must be really bad. And I don't think he's going to be exonerated. I don't, I don't know so much that's really bad. It's that it's really up in the air. Like, yeah, they don't even know what's up in the air. To be honest, no. if it's really up in the air and you feel like it's 50-50, I, I take him in the six before I saw where really a lot of these guys go. 
I mean, if you really feel that way. Because I'd rather I mean, say Leo than Matt Wells. Either I have a Bobo guard, very, really, really, really good tackle, or a guy who's just a nothing in the six. Fine, okay, but instead we're getting guys who don't really have any of that potential and may be cut in two years anyway here in the six. So I, I just, when you think about value and guys who are going to be on your roster, he shouldn't go undrafted here. I mean, in the sixth round, if it's 50 50, he shouldn't survive it. Uh, that's, that's, that's really the way I feel. Um, now there are some guys that deserve to go earlier than the six, but I mean he hasn't he hasn't been brought in yet, so that messes him up. He won't bring, be brought in until Monday. Um, right, exactly. So that it's just it's literally like no one knows. It's too big of a risk. I think. I mean, I would take it uh, right here, like you know six or seven. But I can see why you're saying you would have, you're saying you would have taken him over a long snapper from Navy if you're if you're the Patriots. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Joe, Joe, Joe Cordona was the highest, uh, has the highest uh, velocity ever in any long snapper. So, I well, yeah, so I mean, he's a great, he's a great <laughs> power long snapper, but yeah. he's not even the most consistent long snapper in the draft. If no, you're not yeah. power, I guess he's your guy. How many of us see Matt Wells having an impactful NFL career? <laughs> yeah, Matt Wells got drafted. I saw that. That was all right. The Patriots. <laughs> Anymore. That, that's what we got to. They just don't. They just don't care. <laughs> that was, I, think that, I think that had to do a lot with Navy. Like Bill said, like, it is. If you didn't have Navy guys, man. Yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't have that Navy across the jersey, um, I mean, we we, uh, we do yeah. know that you do know that Belichick was born at Annapolis, right? We do know yeah, that. I mean, okay, yeah, so yeah, exactly. he's gonna get a Navy guy if he can find. If there's a guy who's remotely good at something at Navy. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be great. You don't have to be – you don't have to make the team. You don't have to, look, a lot of these guys aren't going to make the team anyway. I mean, that's part of the mindset. Look, you know, this is, whatever. Hey, who's well, – we got at Navy. They're stupid. They're stupid. Yeah. Who took Denzel Perryman? Does anybody remember? San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool, cool. All the small inside linebackers at San Diego. Yes, they want them all. <laughs> if you're small and slow, we want you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got tail. That's sure they have tail and pyramid. Yeah, that's. Yep. Both guys are really next to each four other. 4-3 guys. Yeah, both I thought would be classic 4-3 people. Cameron Artis Payne. Cameron Artis Payne. Yes, come on. Titus Titus uh, Titus Davis. uh, Obviously, Trayvon Bride. Austin Uh, Hill, I think, is in the mix here in round six. Hey, 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 hey! My guy, my guy, Nick Seether from Georgetown, who is sort of like a poor man's Davis Toe. Okay. Okay. Oh, kidding me? Quit, quit. Oh, quit. oh, you got oh. Matt Ballard. Uh, oh no! Oh <laughs> wow! Oh, oh, I forgot about him. Oh no! You know James, what, Jim, James? James, you guys are going to Chicago, man. Beers are on me. I'm sorry, dude. I, I beers oh, are on me, man. I, I got you. You, you will get the full Chi Town treatment. I don't like Max Ballas, man. He's all right. For right yeah, now. he's all right. Yeah. Jim, Jim, things are looking up. This guy doesn't have yeah. any brain conditions, and his knees are fine. <laughs> yeah, you should have picked him in the round. Fifth round. 
I mean, he like, I like him. I like him. Um, now, one thing I would say is that over the past couple of weeks, I've gotten a hold of his workout because at the combine, you know, you know, but I, I looked at his workouts, you know, and before I looked at his workout numbers, you know, I had a certain perception of him. But when I looked at him and, and saw those numbers again, and there's certain areas he tested in again that he actually did, you know, like worse in, and that's kind of not what you want to do at your pro day. So. Um, no, but, it's but, not what you want to do. You don't want it work. Like I said before, he was used better than uh, Eli Harold in that defense. He was, and yep. uh, I think and they did wild. highlight some things he does well. Um, I really wish both of those kids stayed because I think Mike London's building something. They both should have. Yeah, if and Mike both London. Stayed, that defense next year. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Good yeah, for, yeah. I mean, uh, if he just. There. If he just had one of those guys, I think he would have been thrilled. But, yeah, to have them both go, that kind of hurts. I mean, they would have had, honestly, you can go toe-to-toe with anybody. With Dallas, uh, the kid Quinn Blanding at safety, and then Eli Harrell. So, every level, you know, you got somebody there. So, definitely would have been something to watch for. But, you know, they they left early. But they both got drafted. So, Cause, I mean, there's, there's going to be a bunch of guys that left early that didn't get drafted. We're looking at. Guy, I mean, I like Ja'Cory Shepard and uh, Deontay uh, Greenberry, and they both us early. They're still on the board right there. So Yeah, uh, I think Greenberry goes here in the sixth. If he'd gone back to school, he would have gone no later than, I think, maybe the late second. What so. is up with Trey McBride? Did he murder somebody? Like, not not that we know of. Yeah, yeah James. <laughs> yes, he did. You you got to trying to cover it well, up right the now. The <laughs> way is over for Michael Bennett. <laughs> Yep. So Wait, my, Michael Wait. Who, who, who He's a Jag. I would be oh. so happy if we could stick him. Oh, the Jags took Michael Bennett. Well, you, you, so, you, guys, you guys could have had, no. I mean, not to rub it in, but you could have had both Michael Bennett and Max Ballas. Now, that that would have been probably pretty decent if you had both of them. Max Ballas is a bad player. He does not have good taste. He's based on up here and there, and based on his testing, he's awful. He's a backup edge guy. That's all he is. Yeah, I, I know. Here. I know. You know, uh, you know uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, like someone change the subject to something Jim will enjoy more. No, I, I was talking about underclassmen. I mean, Gerard yeah, Oliver, Deontay Greenberry. Um, um, yeah, there's a few. Christian Covington, I think, that, yeah, he was a junior, so he, he's still there. Ja'Cory Shepard, uh, two years Is he years the first left. Canadian to ever come out early? I think he might be. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he is the first Canadian born oh, player. So Don, uh, t- tell me about uh, Christian Covington. What about him? Uh, tell the me about Christian Covington. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't even hear. I didn't hear the question. Oh, Donovan. <laughs> he said, "Tell me about Christian Covington." Oh, about him. Yeah, I mean, Christian Covington's a guy that, you know, he's battling injuries right now. That's why he dropped. But um, I, I love how he shoots out of the stance. I love his, his level, pad levels. Um, I know he's a little undersized. He's 6'2", uh, 288. But, you know, he had a pretty good day at the office to me. His Friday results were all, all great. Um, you know, um, bench really well. I think he had 25 reps there. Um, yeah, he's very athletic, too. And he just got double teamed all the time. Yeah, right, but he played good versus uh, good teams. Um, Texas A&M tape was pretty good, so he's a little off, though. You know, he's rough around the edges, but that's some of that. You know, like we always talked about him, him uh, in high school playing. I mean, he was so far better than those Canadian kids up there um, in the trenches. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, there was tape of him. It, Comical. It's, 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 yeah, it's just like ridiculous how good he is. He played. He played guard and he played defensive tackle, and he was just like number one in Canada in the country at both. <laughs> so I mean, he's by far the best. But uh, yeah, he dislocated his kneecap. You know, um, so that's a tough injury. But it, at best, I think he can be uh, be like kind of like Dewan Edwards. Um, at best, um, for a ceiling. So. But he's a rotational guy for the most part. But, I mean, out right here, yeah, I mean, I'm drafting. You know? I know he has the injury, but he's got some really good traits about him. Oh, let's talk a little bit about Max uh, Vallis, So, According to tell us, according to NFL.com, he's an athlete and not a football player right now. It starts to click for him, and he starts to put the tape work together with the talent. Look out, buddy. Well, I think I think right now when you think about Vallis, you have a guy who can be at this stage for the Raiders, maybe a you know like a situational pass rusher, um, and, and hopefully when you think about what else they have, when you think about what else they have, say it again. That he's terrible at pass rushing. Yeah, he's. That's the whole well, that's, thing. that's what he's going to do. I'm telling you how he's going to be used. I'm not, you know, I'm past the evaluation point because they already took him, but I'm just telling you how they're going to use him, and that's what they're going to use him to do most likely. And um, we'll see where it goes, man. That's all you can ever do, right? This is the draft. You know, what, yeah. what is he going to do? Yeah. Anything could happen. Guys, yeah, like, well, 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 let's get these guys on the grass, James. on the grass. Stuff. <laughs> right. Let's get this guy on the grass, and maybe he'll be miraculously healed <laughs> from his various conditions. Maybe we'll get this guy on the grass, and he'll miraculously learn how to rush the passer. It happens occasionally. <laughs> it does. You just never know. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, so we know. Who are the next year? So we. Top five. We're picking there again. Roll up some players that the Raiders get next year. Okay. Um, hey, you might, yeah, have, you guys might have a shot at Joy Bosa next year. Would that make you feel better, Jim? Bosa. Kind of. A little bit. See? Jim's so discouraged right now. Maybe. There's uh, Chicago's on the clock. Montel, what are you guys going to do? Yeah, what do you want to do here, uh, Montel? Did we, lose, did we lose Montel again? Oh, I'm here. I'm sorry. Say that again. <laughs> Who's hey, what do you want here? Oh, uh, who do the Bears want here? Uh, they, man, they hit running back. They hit safety. They, they got to go for the best player available. Whoever's just at the top. Um. I've kind of given up on – oh, I was just about to say, I've already given up on offensive tackle, but they went offensive tackle. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they went, he's massive. He's the biggest player in the draft. The biggest player in the oh, draft. There right. Okay, well, that's that's something here. Uh, like I said before, this is their, this is their last pick, so I think they just wanted to just take a fly on a guy, find a slightly better Jordan Mills, and maybe plug him in at right tackle. But um, – I, I don't know. I had this guy ranked very high at all, but obviously this is <laughs> just not the time for that. But, yeah, no, for the Bears, I think it's because it took the guy at the top of the board here because this is their final pick of the draft. So maybe try to address every need possible. I don't know. Exactly. I mean, because, I mean, Alshon Jeffrey, Kevin White, and mm-hmm. Pride, that's not awesome. That, that's just ant. So, you know, that's, that's much better. 
in the round. No, I, no, I don't think it's a good move. It, it's it's not. I'm just saying, I think it's one of those where, I mean, the Trey McBride is probably you know at the top of the board, but when you have a bunch of receivers and so many offensive line issues, and, well, not so many now, but still a couple. Uh, and, a, and a quarterback who's just not really going to be able to get on the ball anyway. Um, I, just, I really think they should have gone defense. I really wanted to see him take a corner. Um, but I understand at this point there's just not a ton left. But, yeah, um, I was hoping corner from a value standpoint would be there. And I still think it's there. But they went a different direction. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh not happy about it, but you know it's the fat, it's the final pick, so they're they're out of the jam now. And this by far, even with this guy who's probably a miss, this draft by far is probably the best draft the Chicago Bears have had in the last seven years. <laughs> so, and I'm not I'm not even exaggerating. It's probably been longer than that if I do my research. So. so what's your what's your favorite pick out of out of the bunch in your mind? Uh, my favorite pick out of the bunch, uh, I, I just really like the, the Adrian Amos pick, to be honest there. And I think when you look at some of the things he does well, it's a lot of what this team lacked last year, right? Uh, a, I mean, A, he's, he's going to hit better than, than Chris Conti did. I think that's the first thing. Uh, B, he's going to give you more um, against the pass than Conti did because he's a better athlete. Uh, so I like that, and I like I like safeties with experience. He's got 37 starts, some um, uh, you know the ability to play corner, and it was a gaping hole in the defense because uh, it was going to be Brock Vereen if you didn't go out and get a guy like Adrian Amos. And so uh, I'm glad that they went out and got him. I think he's well built, uh, and I also think that he's the type of guy who you know he's he's you know can do a couple other things well too. He had a history of returning some kicks. I don't know if he'll do it, but. Uh, I just think he's a great asset for the Bears moving forward at the safety position because we all know that Antrell Rose is getting, you know, older. And so um, having a free safety presence is good. And just like I said before, get your get your cover safety. You're going to find a box safety. So those, I mean, not to say, it's, you know, you don't have need to be good to be a box safety, but there's a lot of them out there that there are true cover free safeties. And I think Bears have gotten about as close as you can get to that here with that pick. Okay. Kalen Clay, Utah. Oh. Who? Kalen Clay from Utah. Long Beach Poly, former. Yep, another. Is it Jackrabbit of Long Beach Poly? Yep, Jackrabbit. They have the the most players in the NFL. (laughs) Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Kalen Clay. Yeah. Tyrus Thompson. Uh, yeah. Seems unusual. I mean, I wouldn't have. I would have probably gone a different way there. Yeah, I was going to say Kalen. He benefited from Drez getting injured because he wouldn't have got picked up if Drez never got hurt. I'm really like Googling. Um, I'm trying to see if there's something I didn't know about Trey McBride here. <laughs> just double-checking just in case. Because <laughs> we're we're knocking on the door of undrafted, right? I mean, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Just, I, I, I already held up a bank. Yeah, another round. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, not, 
not we're not in the living room yet, Donovan. But I'm just saying, like in the sixth round, like if you had to tell me he'd be there in the sixth, I thought someone who even you know who maybe have already finished their draft would trade back in, you know, um, for a guy like that. So it's just crazy. Just, just way to pick 200, man. Like once you're on 200, 220, then you know it's okay. That's when the draft party's over. Party's over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't, man. I, I keep going to it last, man. That's just me. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, I can understand if you want to around that time. And all this is going to do is motivate a guy like that too, man. When he gets in the camp, it's going to be ugly. I, I feel <laughs> bad that whatever corner, especially if you're making good money, whatever corner has to cover him. I really do. Well, maybe the Packers can pick him up. They would. They would. It is a Ted Thompson move to come back and, and get his guy. And I don't know. He might. Yeah. No. Why not get another receiver? <laughs> this is where Terrell Watson should go somewhere in this round. Uh, amongst running backs, Cameron Payne, Josh Robinson, Trey Williams. Oh, they're not. Those guys are Artis- good running backs. Why would no, they Artis- <laughs> I really Cameron think Cameron Artis is paying. People, I think people are really the, the train on this guy. Cameron Artis Payne's gone already. So. Oh, okay. yeah. I was about to say. I was about to say. If you didn't take that guy, who did he go to? Yeah. Carolina. Good. Oh. Good for them. Good. Good for Carolina. Good. Good for, good for Carolina. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not bad. Who's good work, Carolina. Back up to South Carolina. Uh, you know, or, or Missouri. I bet that guy will probably go over all those guys. To be honest with you, Bill. The way things are going right now. <laughs> no, jeez. Murphy, that guy, he'll go over all those guys. Oh, George oh, Farmer. George Farmer is probably gonna go over Trey McBride. Oh yeah, George Farmer. Oh, Bill's gonna be so. Bill's gonna be so pissed off. George Farmer, USC. Oh, back. Jeremy Davis. Would he be the first? Would he be the first wide receiver? I mean, third receiver on the team and fourth receiver on the team, you know? Kinda. Kinda the fourth. I no, mean, he was fourth. He was fourth. Yeah, okay, I guess you're right. Yeah, he was. Well, yeah, you're actually right. He was kind of fourth. Kinda. I mean, yeah. ahead of him, you had a Dory Jackson. You had, obviously, um, um, Juju Smith. Juju, Smith. Juju you Rogers. had. Right. Um, yeah, so he, he was usually fourth. Because we. Yeah, in Aguilar, yeah. So sometimes he was fifth. It just depends. Exactly. It depends if Adore Jackson was if Adore Jackson wasn't tired from playing defense. Then, <laughs> then, then yeah, you know. That's what I'm saying. What does it say when a true freshman cornerback gets more snaps at wide receiver than you do? What is that saying? They asked him about that at the pro day. I bet. <laughs> and uh, he was kind of pissed off. Why he did it? Evan it was Spencer a, was just drafted. No, Trey McBride. Wait, I figured what? Evan Spencer, was, Evan Spencer, Evan Spencer everyone. Really? Really? I, I figured that would happen. I, I figured he'd get drafted. Not over Trey, but I figured he'd get picked up. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Who cares? Devin Smith's light. <laughs> Diet Devin Smith. <laughs> Well, now now I'm just watching to see who's going to take the funds on these quarterbacks because all my favorite guys, yeah. with the exception of McBride, is gone. So I'm trying to see who's who's going to do it because the average number of quarterbacks drafted is 13, right? And we're at, what, six? Well, or, or 12 I mean, or five? Five. five? 
Oh, we're in the five. Yeah, so that's yeah, say, that's what this that. is. That, that's that's what I'm watching for. Who, who, so who's going to make that? For me, for me, the guys to watch are Bridge and Bonner, uh, the big raw guys with tools, as they, I, as they I, like I, to say. They, the people, <laughs> people in Brian Bennett's camp told me he's going to get he's going to get drafted today. So I mean, I don't okay. know if that's true or not, but well, we'll see. Yeah, he's he's getting he's got phone calls from from three or four different. Well, of course he has. You always get phone calls, but yeah. <laughs> those phone calls are usually because they are hey, going to try. Hey, Austin, we'll get you in the seventh pick, we promise. <laughs> and you go undrafted and they go, sorry, Donovan, we had this other guy we wanted to get, but we'll be sure to get a good contract. <laughs> Did uh? We're did Austin Shepard the tackle from Alabama? Did you get drafted? If Austin Shepard got picked, I missed it. Did anybody hear if Austin – I don't remember hearing Austin Shepard no. getting picked. Okay. He didn't get picked yet. He didn't get picked yet. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, Ja'Cole Harris is uh, the the name on the board for me and Cody Pruitt. I mean, there's Wes Saxton. Oh, tons of guys left, man. Lennon Trail we already talked about, and – Curtis Drummond, I'm surprised Curtis Drummond hasn't got picked yet either. Unless I missed that one. No, you didn't. Okay, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, Darren Darren Waller from Georgia Tech. I figured he was the best Tony Stewart. Yep. Okay, no, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, well. I, I can live with him. I, I, I didn't even, I forgot him. he was still on yep. the board. Yep, Gaines, yep. Um, 
Well, yep. Is Louis, does Louisville have the most players drafted right now? Cause as I said, I think Louisville. Remember when I said <laughs> when we did our mock? Do you remember when I said I thought Louisville might end up leading the country or whatever in players drafted? They've got a ludicrous number of players that are going to get drafted this year. Yeah, they've got it. They've got it. Are going to be decent? He tested pretty well too. Well, not not the best, but um, yeah, man, the Bears should have got this guy. I, I like Charles Gaines. Wow, this is this is disappointing, guys. <laughs> but yeah, man. What? Um, you didn't want the big tackle. Yeah. Say it again. You didn't want the tackle, Montel. I can't hear you. You didn't want that. You didn't want that nice big tackle. No, nah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I haven't seen a ton of tape on him, but uh, I know when I was doing my rankings like a couple weeks ago, A, he's been routinely out of shape, and B, a lot of people felt like he has really slow feet. So, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you do with him, but, I mean, you've got him. So, there you go. And, and, and you're not talking about the Louisville kid. Holloman is still out there. Holloman is still out there. What's the deal with uh, what's the deal with Igpre Omu? Are they just is the what's I mean, the what's the deal there? there? Well, his knee is you know really it's bad. bad. Is that yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's bad and then it's terrible. The report I saw was it's Lattimore bad. Nah, Digger. You know it's Lattimore bad. Yeah, that, that's the report that I, that I saw, that it was Lattimore bad. Oh, nigger. I just farted and I didn't shoot my pain. Where's your cousin that's our age? And I don't know. That, 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 that family is very... wasn't just the, uh, the ACL, but all about of the... Nigger, 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 nigger. The, the, you know, it was basically all of the, the ligaments in there, the ACL, the PCL, all of them were torn. So, that was everybody. I like Josh Robinson, too, Mississippi State. He's still left. Uh, the bowling ball, yeah. He's bowling still ball, came, came, he should have came back, but, yeah. Could have been special, man, especially because – because that uh that offense brought a lot of people oh, back. Let me get this straight. Average pitcher goes over Trevor Price because I can I can barely hear you. I can barely hear you. You think Smith goes over Trey McBride because Evan Spencer Smith. goes over Trey McBride. Spencer, because... yeah. Oh, I don't know. Why are you asking me? I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't your, that your pick. I wouldn't have done it. I'm just saying I thought I figured Evan Spencer would get drafted. Uh, I didn't think, I don't think should... out of it. I need help. Oh, you're saying you need help. Oh, I don't know, man. Uh, Evan Spencer uh, won a national title. Um, Did he's he? fast. Did he's, he? He's um he's a good guy. Um his, yeah. his uncle played his uncle played in the NFL. Right. That's it. Yeah. Um he can catch the ball really well down the field. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bring up the uncle thing again. Uncle in the NFL. That's a big deal, actually. So, right. Yeah. It is. They love that stuff. They do. He only played like two years, but <laughs> but yeah. It was like a long time ago. But he still played in the NFL. But yeah. Right. He got pedigree. Yeah. Right. That's all I can give you, man. And he's uh, oh, and special teams, of course. You know he, right. he plays special, special teams. Special teams. Special teams. 
People love you. You said it once or twice two years. I'm trying to sell you did, right now, but did you say his uncle played two years? Something like that. Yeah, well, his uncle will play more years in the NFL than Evan will. Ooh, fire takes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a vault, me man. You might as well just say that. <laughs> I mean, no, Evan. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I I don't know why he went over there, but yeah, I know he. <laughs> You know, oh, Coach's son, too. I forgot. Yeah, his dad was. Yeah, doctor. right. Coach's son. Is he scrappy? Throw in scrappy. That helps. Yeah, his whole family is his, his uncle. His dad works for the uh, Buccaneers, I think. His dad's right. a scout. So, yeah. He's got a whole bunch of NFL pedigree stuff going. <laughs> but he's just, he's just limited. I mean, obviously, you know, he's the possession guy. And he kind of reminds me of. Like Robisky at best. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mm. But pedigree, man. Lots of pedigree. Right. Yeah. Lots right. of hard work. 3.7 GPA. He's a bright no. kid. Yeah. 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 He's smart. He knows the game well. He's been around it since he was born. I, bet, <laughs> I bet he's a great tipper, too, isn't he? That was one of those familiar picks, man. People probably know his <laughs> uncle or dad and obviously saw him play every week on the horseshoe. And this is what happens. Yeah, you're going to yeah. see a lot of that. Cousins, people with cousins, people with, with in-laws, a lot of that's going to happen now. You see a lot of people who know people, uh, guys who've been around, guys who know other guys. Yeah, a lot of that. Teammates of guys. How do people even win Super Bowls then, No. If that's yeah. how they run, <laughs> how do they even do that? How do they even have a good team? That's the thing. Jacory's finally gone. Thank God. I don't want to see that kid be undrafted, man. Went to Miami. Went to Miami. Miami's had a Miami's, Miami's had drafted a good... all the X wide receivers that are being converted to corner. Yeah, they have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Philadelphia. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll find a Will Sherman in here somewhere. I'm in a Richard Sherman in here somewhere. This could be that quarterback <laughs> off the board right here um, for, for San Diego at 192. Bonner's from there, and they worked out Bennett and Pajaro. They were at the pro day, so this could be. They probably won't pick a quarterback because they need one, so they'll probably pick some other position, but. Trey McBride would be good in San Diego. No, they should probably take like. Yeah, he would be fantastic there. In fact, they should take like Devontae Davis or uh, Gavin, you know, Sir Dalton Williams, you know, somebody like that. Maybe Brock King, Andrew Dustin, those guys. All those guys would be preferable than Trey McBride. Oh, uh, and that was the Eagles that took Jacory. And uh, here was a here was a tweet. Oh. Wow, a former a former receiver. He's literally Richard Sherman. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, oh. 
figuratively. <laughs> but well, um, San Diego's team well, was good. Darius Phelan. Darius Phelan. Yeah, that's Phylon. he's talented. That's a good pick. Yeah, that is good. San there you go. Now that's value at the defensive line position. Thank you. Like these people have been yeah. reaching for these DTs all day, all day. And, and uh, one. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And they got and, and they hit on one that matters. Yeah, that's always fun. I gave uh, Falana a fifth round grade, so that's you know, yeah. Oh. Yeah. ballpark. Louisville, Louisville is amazing, man. Louisville, another defense. Du Bois, Du Bois, yep. They have like they're like Du Bois. Man, Louisville is just killing it right now. I know. And, you know, the funny thing is, like, you know, like, I'm not, I'm, you know, I like Bob Petrino, but, like, I don't know why he's taking all the credit for this on his Twitter when all these defensive players. And that's totally strong, man. Like, I mean, I mean, Todd Grantham, too, yep. you know, because of this year. But yep. still, he's like, yeah, Louisville, number one. Like, <laughs> you know, Charlie yeah. Strong. <laughs> I mean, Charlie, look at Charlie Strong. Still has players on Florida. Todd Grantham was ran out of the SEC in disgrace. <laughs> he was. He was. Even though Georgia fans complain way too much about everything, so I can see that. <laughs> you said about salt. everything. They do, man. It's annoying, but that's another story. They traded Brian Schottenheimer for uh, Todd Gurley, though. So <laughs> I don't know if that. I don't know if that's even, but. <laughs> That's just crazy that Louisville got. I mean, almost every starter drafted except the All American <laughs> right now. Right. Except well, the guy who was the medicine and intersection. Yeah, Gerard Holloman, the, the sophomore that <laughs> came out. He's only 20. Yep. <laughs> now, it's not very bright because a lot of those guys are. The scheme made them look better than what they'll be in the NFL. That's true. Wow. I, yeah, I seventh, know, seventh Louisville player drafted. It's only seven. Yep. Now, it, it, it feels like this. I feel like there's been two in every round. To be honest, I feel like we're at ten. Yeah, I thought I thought we were at nine. To be honest. Yeah. 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 Jamal Brown, Miller, Nick O'Leary. Yeah, Nick O'Leary, yeah. Nick O'Leary. I'm happy you found the home. I don't mind Nick O'Leary going here, but there are people who had him in the top 100. That was hey, remember head Donovan, head. that scout told you he was a top, what, 40 player? Yep. <laughs> Lord have mercy. He did. He told both of us. That's a, and that, that was that, before that's what before I like short, slow, Tied in. Give me all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Rex Ryan pick. That's not a Rex Ryan pick. Because Rex Ryan, if Rex Ryan tells Nicolay to go run through like a brick wall with no helmet, Nicolay would probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just the toughness. You know, Rex likes to touch that. Yep. And I know how they're going to use them too. They're going to, you know, they're going to do, you know, lots of fullback tight end like things with them. And I think it's a good landing spot. Yeah, you get to connect with uh, EJ again too. 
Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's true. Man, I really hope the Bills. I really hope he turns the corner or something happens for them this year because it's kind of. Uh, I know what the type of ball that Rex Ryan likes to play, but to be honest, you look at EJ and you look at what they have at quarterback, and Geno Smith is is better than these guys. He is. Right. I mean, let's be honest. People like to think Geno Smith, Smith, but Geno Smith would have been the third QB off the board in this draft. Easily. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not high on Geno Smith. It's just more about how bad E. J. Manuel has been. And and I mean I know that the jury's still out on him, but that's that's where we're at, you know. Next year could change. Hey, with 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 Trey McBride on the board, this is what Kevin Weagle just wrote about a guy who's been drafted. Clemson linebacker Tony Stewart is a standout on special teams and has a chance to develop into a quality backup. There you go. <laughs> he might someday be a backup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reach for the stars. I don't even know. Was Mississippi State tied in that just got drafted? That was kind of shocking. Shocking to me, too. Yeah, I had, uh, I, I, I had that guy as undraftable. <laughs> to be honest, I had Uzoma drafted before this guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He got drafted, though, to Jay Uzoma. He went to the Yes, Bengals. he did. Yep. Yeah. And oh, he's wow. going to play okay. for them. They love – he's the kind of guy they love. He'll make it. He'll make the team. So they took – well, okay, they're going to just split cross out Ryan, right? He's going to be like that uh, slot-ish type dude. They're going to split him out because they also have cross – they drafted two offensive tackles and two tight ends. They love tight ends. They can't get enough tight ends. They, yeah, they, yeah, they, they just <laughs> always pencil them in for a tight end every draft. Like <laughs> they, they, they're gonna run some sets where it's AJ Green and like three tight ends and like an H back in the backfield. Go. And then they're and then they're gonna run it. And then <laughs> that'd be nice, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they. I think though, CJ Moore is like the H back, that type of guy, and. Still, like you said, cropped out and Eifert there. Yeah, I mean, can never have enough tight ends for Cincinnati, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I think so, uh, you, I think I like last year's draft song better, you know, but. <laughs> especially, <laughs> but I had to go with a Chicago musician, so the late great. Uh, Curtis Mayfield is who they went with there. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. I like that that I'm the man song. That was that's a good one last year. That's oh, like, I love should, Black. I love oh, Black. Yeah. He's good. He's good. Oh He's yes. Good. But no, like it. I I like a quick question for I, I guess I'll start with Morton. Like you, who who do you think is going to go undrafted? Like that's a big time play. So I know there's a lot of picks still left. There's over sixty, but or fifty, but. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just – it looks like Lyle Collins is going to be the big answer to that. He's, I mean, he's far and away easily the best player here. Uh, looks like maybe Deion Barnes will go undrafted. I'm getting to think that maybe that that will happen. And Gerald Holloman. Looks like they're – and Holloman, yeah. I mean that that just be. Well, here, I'm gonna throw out the most He's shocking crazy. name. The most shocking name. Well, not shocking, I guess. But one of the most shocking names that if you told me before the draft would have gone undrafted, but I now think may go undrafted is Stephon Diggs. Is Diggs still out there? 
Oh, no, no, he was taken by the, the Vikings. Oh, good. The Vikings got digs. No, that's right. Good, good. Round. Thank yeah. God. Yes, right, right. Yeah, um, Deion Long's still there, though. The other yeah, he's there, still right. there. Um Moon. Yeah, is still on the board. Wait, did Ipriola Moon finally get taken by somebody? It, no. no. Nope. Okay, so he's going to go undrafted. I, I'm going to throw that out there. I think he goes undrafted. Uh, there's a chance. Whew. I guess maybe uh, Austin Hill could. I guess now. Uh Maybe, I mean, it depends on what the safety board looks like for some of these guys. But did uh, was was Hackett taken? No. He'll go. No, Chris Hackett. No. Uh, Anthony Harris. Anthony Harris got drafted. No. Yes. Yes. Didn't okay. He? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, what about Curtis Drummond? No. Nope. No. Now that would surprise me. That would that is a surprise, but he's still there. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, Efo. You guys mentioned Efo, and uh, obviously Lyle Collins. West Saxon. I am going to be a little surprised about not getting drafted. Maybe that's just me personally because I like him so much, but I'm still going to be surprised. Honestly. I'm going to be surprised that uh, I don't know. I don't think Ellis McCarthy is going to get drafted anymore, man. I think. The, well, I tried to and... I tried to tell you that some time ago, Donovan. Coaches <laughs> hate it's, guys who are super yeah. lazy. It's, yeah, Darren, well, Darren Smith just got drafted, so that's good. But uh, I mean, yeah, I don't think Ellis McCarthy's gonna get drafted. Just uh, it it would be different if he was a good character guy, but he's he has football character issues, so that is just bad all the way around. I mean, you know that so. You know, being lazy or, or not answering questions the way they really want you to sometimes is not good. So I don't think uh, he'll get drafted at this point. You don't think who? Ellis McCarthy from UCLA. Oh, I guess. I don't think it's well, Walton either. I don't think he's going to get drafted. Um, sadly, I mean, he's going to be a steal for someone, but um, I don't think he's going to get drafted either. Andres Anderson is not. Definitely not going to get drafted. But, at this yeah, point. He, no, once again, yeah. another injury issue. Yeah, the, the yeah. hurt guys. It's funny, like some hurt guys you can't touch, but some hurt guys, sure, bring it on. Um, yeah. it's just, I think he come, might have been not good enough in the beginning, like to even like to, before this injury. He's probably a fourth or fifth round guy. And then now, right, injury, he's he injury on top of it. Right, right, right. And then the receiving class, all those guys that came out early. So yeah, but he, you know, definitely going to get. Be on a roster next year. He's gonna be on someone's team. Probably Baltimore. They love Utah guys. Or somebody, you know, will pick him up. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a few still left, but those are, I guess, the main ones. Zach Vigil's still there, isn't he? Yes. Yep. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, Tevin McDonald. Marcus Rush really is still available. Uh, I think I think Tevin McDonald's gonna get drafted. So yeah, we'll see. Tevin McDonald's still out there. Yep. Yeah. He didn't kill it at at at, at uh, Eastern Washington, but he was good. Right, right. He wasn't great, and you know he does the bloodlines thing though. We know how people that, love yeah. that. Exactly. He got. Oh wow, Randall Telfair got drafted. That's a, man. Yep. I'm surprised. Hey, it's, a, it's a weak tight end class, man. It's a I weak know, tight end class. Randall's Randall. Just, I don't 2011 All Pac-12 honorable mention. Yes, not, he was. He's not. He's not. He's not. I don't know. He's, he's not been good, coached. Man. He's <laughs> been coached well. He has been he coached well. Coached well. He has. He has. Well. And he's, he's like well. the one of the hardest working 
Right. He's hardworking. He's been coached well. He's about the right size to be a tight end. Oh, he's for every size. Yep. That's what I'm saying. He's the right size. Uh, He's been coached well. Hard worker. Yeah. Well, he's got those things. There, I just I never thought Randall Telfer would be pitched for Hayes. <laughs> um, yeah, or or Andre Walker either, but he's got a lot of injuries too. So. Yeah, I prefer Brian Parker, Will Ty, West Jackson. Yep. Uh, Gerald Christian is someone I have ranked ahead of him as well. Mm-hmm. Casey Pierce, I had him ranked ahead of Randall Telfer. Hmm. I mean, Randall Telfair, man, it's the same almost as George Farmar. I mean, Bryce Dixon, true freshman, won the job over him this year. That's why his production was dropped so much. Yep. So, I mean, I know, I know you can't just say that because it was a new coaching staff. So, obviously, that's going to happen. You know what I mean? That Coach Sarge didn't. That's not his guy, you know. Bryce Dixon is his guy. But yeah. still, you know, um, they're going to try to pick the best player, you know, to play football. And I, Bryce Dixon was better. He was a better football player in practice when I was out there um, last year than Randall. Um, Randall had some injury problems, too. So, but like you said, so the Eagles are taking Randall Evans off the board. Hey, uh, yeah, is, uh, is Wes Saxton off the board? Nope. No. Saxton, no. We just said like that uh, we were just going through the list of tight ends we would have taken ahead of uh, Telfair, and Saxton was on that list. A lot of people like Koye. Pierce and uh, and guys like Will Ty, and I have Gerald Christian ahead of him. Did Did Koyak, uh, did Koyak get selected? He did, right? No, nope. he did. No, nope. no. Nope. Okay, nope. now that's surprising. Now, 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 you know that's that's weird because there's a couple tight ends that shouldn't have went just now. If that's the case. <laughs> yeah, I would have much rather have been Koyak. Uh, and I mean, Koyak. Yeah, Koyak and Telfair are kind of well, not the same exactly. I mean, I think Koyak's a slightly better blocker, but. They, they both guys don't give you much. Um, Koyak's not going to be, you know, special exactly at the next level. And we have another receiver who is not Trey McBride. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the not Trey McBride show at this point, I guess. Who was it? Who was the receiver? I think it's the receivers are going to take Titus Davis. Oh, well, okay. well like I, him, least, yeah. I like Tyus Davis, so at least I don't feel as bad as if it was someone I didn't like, but, uh, oh, whatever. Is John yeah, Crockett, John Crockett still on the board? Crockett's still, most of the running backs are still available. Hardly any running backs Really? Yeah, I think you got to go back and get another running back for some of these teams, man. That, that's right. I had some, I had some fun doing my tight, or my running back rankings, and some of these guys, can still ball when they're there. Um, I like Crockett. Uh, powerful. Tested pretty well. Um, I like his vertical and his broad jump. Uh, I don't know if Akeem Hunt. I don't, I don't know. I don't think he'll get drafted, but. But he'll be a player. He's going to be in the He's going to make a team. Yeah. 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 I, I think he'll make a squad. Uh, there's a. Man, there's there's a lot of guys later here. Oh, but it was Darius Walton. That's the Steelers, too. Big, 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 big. Yes. Mm-hmm. Big. Yeah. 
Some running backs still to be had on, on I like Trey Williams from Texas A and M. Production definitely wasn't there with the way they passed and they had three running backs there. But he's a guy that really tested really well. Um kind of tested like Amir Abdullah. Um to yep. know, but I don't know if yep. he's gonna get picked up. Yeah, I don't know if he is. I mean, it'll be close. Like, I think as we, like, get to, like, the towards the end of the draft, I think people will take a flyer on some of these guys. Um, did, did Matt Jones come off the board? Yeah, he came off yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 good. I know. I remember that now. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was crazy, but, yeah. Quandre yeah, yeah. just said Quandre Diggs. Ooh, okay. I'm, I'm glad he bounced back because last year <laughs> was bad, man. Elijah was really bad, but he definitely uh, improved. He's had a really up and down. I mean, sophomore year was good, junior year was horrible, and senior year was good. I will say that corner Diggs is that you don't find many four-year starters at cornerback. That's got A lot of experience. A lot of experience. Okay, so a bunch of wide receivers are still available. A bunch of running backs still available. Um, there's some good D tackles. Did anybody ever take um, um, Xavier Williams? No. Giant man from northern Iowa. Okay, he's still floating around nope. out there. Nope. Christian Covington, I think, is on the board there, too. Yep, we talked about Covington just a moment ago. About the, He's the first Canadian, we think, to ever have declared early for the draft. The American. <laughs> That's a unique stat, guys. Yeah, um, Brandon, Brandon Ivory, and Derek Lott are still there, right? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. All your fullbacks are available there, Donovan. Um, they, yeah. The, the run, the run on fullbacks has not begun yet. It's yeah. not gonna begin. <laughs> oh, I forgot to mention uh, uh, Josh Robinson. He's still on the board too, right? I yeah, mean, bowling ball because of him. yeah, because of measurables. Like like I said, I didn't. I can't really give him like a really high grade, but I had him as like a a, a sixth. Um, he puts out some very high quality tape, guys. Like if you're you know if you got bored yeah. at any point in the draft process, you can watch awesome guy contact bowl over people. Yeah, no, he has Did awesome. He has- he has the best contact balance in the whole draft class. I mean, he 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 just keeps bowling and rolling and bouncing and skipping and I mean, he he ta- he's like you know the old tripod thing. I mean, he's almost like he has a third leg when it comes to being mm-hmm. able to maintain contact balance. What he doesn't have is great acceleration, obviously, and you know he's kind of a exactly. one speed, and that one speed is average. Kenny Bell is still on the board, right? No, no, you no, no, Oh, finally. Okay, God. Thank you. Okay. Let's make it Okay. Wait, who took him, though? Was it the Niners? No. Uh, who took Kenny Bell? Somebody. Buccaneers, I believe. Ah, yeah, yes, it was. I think that is a lovey player, man. Yeah. <laughs> that is a, a lovey ball player. Can you, can you imagine he gets in the slot with Vincent Jackson and Mike Evans on the outside of him? It, it's going to be filthy. And, and and they also have Austin Safari and Jenkins, who I think will be – who will be better, I think, in year two. And I mean, it's really about, you know, I mean, Jameis is going to have some some weapons here. I mean, they wouldn't get Donovan Smith. I thought it was a really high for Donovan Smith, especially with Jake Fisher still on the board around two. But 
hey man, like uh, I, I really I really liked what I saw from them from an offensive standpoint. They're gonna be they're gonna be okay. Um, if if Winston's as ready to play as they said, you'll get production out of the quarterback position, which is kind of like you know has they, they just haven't really seen. So um, you know, bar hasn't been set very high, but he'll be he'll be really good um, compared to you know obviously the last two years. Really? Uh, is, Desmond, really? Is, Desmond, is Desmond Lewis still running, wandering around out there? He yeah. Was, yeah, he was drafted. I don't know about who. The Rams just took Bud Sasser, who I didn't even have on my board, to be honest with you. I don't think Desmond Lewis has been drafted. I don't think Desmond yeah. Lewis has been drafted. He, he wasn't? No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't been drafted. I didn't think so. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, That's, yeah, wow. St. Louis went hometown um, twice with Morris and, uh, and Bud Sasser. They did go. They like they like doing going hometown. They like that. They like they're down they for like, that. They like Uber and they like, get exactly no more play tickets. Yeah. We're sending Uber to get these guys from now on. Yeah, <laughs> making Gary Pinkle happy. So <laughs> yes, and keeping Barry, Gary Pinkle happy, which is always important when you're putting your board together. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> not him and him and Jeff Fisher. You know they're close now. So they are. Maybe, maybe really that'll be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Mark <laughs> went to and went to Kansas City, didn't he? Oh, yeah, that's Kansas right. City. He did go to Kansas City, yeah. Well, he's close, oh, too, but, yeah, I thought, I thought he wouldn't think about it. I thought he wouldn't think about it. <laughs> I'm really surprised that Darren Smith was still on the board for the Bengals. I think they got themselves a really good value here. Oh, does that who Darren Williams went to? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, they've had a really good draft. Yeah, well, I know when you're from places like Central Arkansas, people don't really respect what you do. But okay, if you've seen Desmond Lewis play football, uh, let me just mention. Everyone keeps talking about, well, you know, you so and so is this and so and so is that, and you got to take a chance on DGB because he's so special, even though you might not, you know, be all there in certain areas. Okay, Desmond Lewis isn't quite as heavy. He's like 30 pounds lighter. And he isn't quite as tall. He's just, you know, six and feet. I don't, and I don't, I don't think he's but, that great of an athlete. I don't, I don't think he tested that well, Bill. Uh, James, gosh, you know what That 37-inch vertical and the 4.46 and the 10.4 broad jump didn't impress you, I guess, huh? Oh, maybe. I mean, man, I swear. I swear I looked at this guy's stuff and it wasn't like that. But I don't know. There was just something about him, and I was like, man, maybe not. Um, was this, is this from the combine or is this from a, a workout, a pro day? His his pro day uh, numbers were 37-inch vertical, 10-4 broad, 4-4-6, 40. And at the combine, I think his 40s were like 4-6 and 4 not four six four five eight and four five six, and he had sixteen bench reps, thirty three and a half inch vertical, a nine eleven broad, a four two eight uh, short shuffle, and a seven eleven three cone. Ah, okay, okay. Wow, that's like the whole uh, set there. But yeah, no, I I get it now. Um, yeah. So I think in the combine I came away not impressed with his numbers, but yeah, sometimes I miss some of these guys when they do their their pro day. I just I don't always go back and update that, but true, um, that's solid. Uh, I didn't know, but 
Yeah, he's actually pretty solid. I'm looking at the, all the numbers now. Yeah, significantly better on his pro day because in the combine, yeah, he was – I mean, no, in some key areas he wasn't very good, but about average overall. Well, with the exception of the 40 time, he's pretty darn close to your boy DGB. My boy. Right. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> My boy, hold on, bro. (laughs) Who's this guy, DGB? I never heard of him. Like this, this was. I mean, I, I, I get it because I know when Donovan, we did that when we were on that show a few weeks ago. Donovan told me why he declared, so I get it. But yeah, no, you ain't gonna say AJ Derby. I like AJ Derby. AJ Derby's a good player. I might have. He might be there late. Well, not this, not much later, but he might have been there around later. He might have been there in the seventh. But yeah, he's a good player. Does that does that count as a quarterback off the board, AJ Derby? He has played some quarter quarterback in his, in his life. <laughs> that's right. That's true. Good point. And Blake Bell. So that's two. And, yeah, exactly. If you count Blake Bell, <laughs> <laughs> we might be close to the number. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is, might be the lowest. Not a quarterback's ever addressed it because I don't see where these teams are going to pull the trigger on them. I think they're going to – those compensatory picks in the seventh. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what's uh, going to happen. Yeah. 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 You might see the run. I only see two still, though. I mean, I don't see more than – I don't see it getting to nine, which was supposed to be the magic number. That means four more quarterbacks are going to address it. Maybe. So. It definitely won't be 12. <laughs> but nine at the most, I guess. Well, I think I think it's yeah. No, I'm with that. Um, I'm just it's just weird. Um, just things have gotten so bad here for quarterbacks. Um, a lot of them and, stayed in school, man. So that's another. I mean, there's so many next year. That, uh, see, I don't know if I next mean, year is that much better. Like, like, like that much better. Wow, really? Yeah. Next 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 year is a dedication to average. Just yeah, I think yeah, I think next year will probably be your typical class, which is still better. But I don't. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like that next year has to be better than this year. Yeah, that's what I mean. Next year has to be better than this year. I agree to that. I just meant like I didn't think it'd be like above average or great. Which no, I don't no, know. I'm saying that all of the, all the quarterbacks next year are average. They I mean, I, I'd like to think a couple average guys are better players. But, Overall, I gotta disagree with yeah. that one. I gotta disagree with that one. You know, I, I'm gonna disagree too. I think there's gonna be a couple special players there, but um, I know, yeah, I think there's a few guys in that class that'll be really if special. You I'm just wondering how Shaw, deep that class is gonna be. Next class is for you. If you love Matt Shop, next class is for you. You know what? I, I still think I still think that there's some guys who have a chance to be better than that. I, I yeah. of course, I'm yeah, no, I, me too. I, I think. I mean. <laughs> You look at Connor Cook, if he can turn the corner, if become a better uh, decision maker, I think he'll be there. Um, because he he annoyed me with his decision making at several times in Michigan State. And if you get a body around Connor Cook, I'm not saying he's Gabbert level, but uh, he doesn't like people around him. No, he likes to be alone. <laughs> yeah, well, he shouldn't have yeah. he shouldn't have any pressure with their whole offensive line came back. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna, it's weird because they're going to be like their line's going to be so good, but then he lost the top two receivers and then Jeremy Langford. So it's going to be interesting well, for him. Yeah, I like I like Connor Cook though. I like Gunner Kill. Oh, Darren Waller finally got picked. So happy. But 
<laughs> Gunner Kill and, and Hack and, and Goff and the kid from UMass, um, Fawn Apple and I mean those are some I mean, those guys right there, those four are the most legit to me. And then Cody well, Kessler's kinda Yeah, I mean I'm 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 excited about what Jacoby Brissett, if he continues to develop, might become. I've talked a lot about Paxton Lynch, though I hope he stays in school. I uh, I think that Chucky Keaton's going to have a, a big bounce back here, and though he's not going to go in the first three rounds, he could be one of those guys that is a pleasant surprise for somebody in the fourth or fifth. I think that um, to an extent, if Christian Hackenberg declares, that could be a thing. Um, I don't get it. I think he's around. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. About, we'll see what happens to Ohio State. Obviously, Christian Hackenshaw. That's <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I said I look at him and I see a like a round three ish guy. I think he just stay for that fourth year. But I, I don't He's know. Huh? If they stop, I, I can't yeah, hear you. I just hate that he has to play for James Franklin. Like I wish it was still Bill O'Brien. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not. Yeah, he's not about that system. Nope. Yeah, he's not going to transfer because it's going to be. They're going to be like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Steve, are you saying that when he came off the field, James Franklin was telling him, look, here's what I want you to do. I want you to hold the ball. Then when pressure gets close to you, I want you to force it into triple coverage. That wasn't what he was being told? Are you sure? I, I'm thinking that's not it. And I'm thinking, I mean, oh, he's got yeah, the ugliest throws this side of Bo Wallace. Oh. Uh, well, you, you said Hackenberg's throw, Hackenberg throw was ugly or no? Who are we talking about? Bo Wallace. He's got some of the ugliest throws that you've ever seen here. Exactly. Wow. We're talking about Hackenberg. Who oh, no, I agree. No, I agree. He's not good. That's what I said. I think he's a round three guy. I don't think he's that great. I think people love him. And I'm just saying the hype machine for him will get pretty real if they don't suck next year. And uh, But, no, I've seen, man, what, was it the Chance Wars Bowl against maybe, what, Boston College? He No. It might have been no, a few was, weeks before. That, but that he threw. He looked amazing in. Yeah, I was about to say, it wasn't game. that. That was the last game I actually watched of him. No, he was good. Towards the middle of the season, it might have been the Ohio State game. He threw an ugly ball. It was like a 40-yarder, and it laid up there. It looked like a kick by the time it came down. I was like, God, what was that? that <laughs> you there, know, like, there, there is a screen where he gets flushed and misses. I mean, the guy's like three feet from him, and he misses him like 10 yards. Yeah, yeah, and uh, – <laughs> I don't I, like I said before. I'm not you know I'm not here to carry you know his flag. I don't you know I could care less where he goes. I'm just telling you that the hype machine will be rolling for him. The hype machine yeah, will no, also be rolling for a Bill O'Brien willing to trade JJ Watt. Oh God, he's not going to go rogue. He's not going to go Chip oh. Kelly here. No. <laughs> I don't think he's going rogue. Yes, yeah, please, please. Yeah, I don't think he'll be the the number one quarterback. I don't. I mean, obviously he's only a sophomore or still a junior, so. He's got mm-hmm. a couple years to develop. I'm not going to judge him on – I'm going to judge him as he's an underclassman, you know, not – people are judging him on, like, he's an NFL prospect. It's like he's not yet, so slow down, you know what I mean? Right. I, 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 I agree with you, Donovan, and if you could promise me he'd be there for four years, I'd be like, cool. But when I look at this quarterback – yeah, when I look at this quarterback class and then I look at other quarterbacks – like I like, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I think Brad Kaya is going to be one of the better quarterback prospects we've seen in years. Brad Kaya is very special. Yeah, he is special. Now, in two years, when you got Kaya and Deshaun Watson, oh. yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. 
and, and to me, <laughs> Kaya right now is farther down the road. Life at that point, yes. Sign me up for some of that. Yeah, Kaya and that's what I'm saying. Boston. Yeah, and then you're—I mean—you'll probably have some some redshirt kids that's that's the redshirt and be redshirt sophomore, but maybe I mean, next year come out as a. Uh, no, actually, he'll still be a. Well, no, he'll be—he's not. Yeah, he's not getting sophomore. <laughs> he's like a oh, yeah, right. Brown. Oh, sorry. Good. Uh-oh, if Ryan Grayson decides to make a good pick, take Josh Robinson. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good pick. I, I like that. I, I like I like his skill set. Like I said, high-quality tape guy. I mean, man, he, he's uh, he's powerful, um, yeah. and, and he can catch the ball a little bit, too. They're gonna, I'm curious to see how the coach are going to use him, but I just don't think it, it, it does him a disservice to sit behind and sit, just play alongside Frank Gore for a little while. Um, I like this pick for them here. That might be really a lot of their picks. Yeah, man. But this decade is, is something else, man. He's going to get right. He's, he's oh, they're, tough. Showing he's this, tough. they're showing this run against Kentucky. This incredible run against Kentucky. Oh, he's just more everybody on the team than all of these guys. Yeah, he's just all everybody on the team hit him, right? Where, like, every every guy yeah. on the team, yeah, like 11 dudes hit him, and then one of the – one of the like manage, one of the uh, equipment managers got a shot on too, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He he. That's the thing he does is he will not go down. Hey, hey, guess what? Yeah, Aaron Rapowski. It could be the, oh. the Cune era maybe coming to an end. That's what I was just about to say. He's so done. He's so done with this one. <laughs> Donovan James draft has started. I got a text that now. Day, now he, the game good James interview has started. <laughs> the Donovan James draft for the pack. <laughs> Okay, there we go. And then the quarterbacks are chilling, right? And there were the quarterbacks who changed positions, Nick Marshall, Devin Gardner. If you guys had to bet, which one of these guys gets drafted? Well, it's not Devin Gardner. So, <laughs> I mean, I, so there's a possibility for Nick Marshall, but Nick Marshall, people can talk about what a freak athlete he is. He tested more like a good athlete, not like a great athlete. So now you've got a good athlete. I mean, if I remember correctly, he, even if he stayed at quarterback, he'd be like the fourth best athlete behind uh, Mariota, Bill, Taylor Bill. Heineke, and Grayson. He never, Nick Marshall. And Humley, sorry. The bigger issue with Nick Marshall is that he's never even played significant time at any DB position no, in college. No, he has not. Nope. No, he wasn't. He, uh, I think he played he, – did he play in a high school? But that's it. Yeah, no. Actually, he did play at Georgia. He was a DB at Georgia, exactly. That's the last time he played. Uh, I was about DB to say, I, read, I think I read something about right. him being a DB. But yeah. he, was, well, he, was, he was pushing Bakari Rambo at one point for one of the safety spots when he was at Georgia, yeah. Yep. And, and then he got one of the Georgia kicked out of school things and went to JC. Yep. <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you had to force me, I would say uh, Nick Marshall would be the one that. Of the two that would get drafted, because well, uh, he plays at the position with a bigger, what I would call, talent void. So maybe you could dream that I could actually get a defensive back. But mm. I mean, I still got Trey McBride still sitting on the board, and Des Lewis. I mean, I can oh, get yeah, a real wide receiver. Guess what? The major <laughs> knock on Trey McBride is he can't separate. What? Yeah, I don't. Uh, teams are suspect. He can't separate on tape, and that's no. why teams are. That's no, why that's teams are doing that. 
It's not no. that he was double teamed or triple teamed in coverage because of William and Mary. And he's got and he's got the city and he's got the he's got a worse quarterback than Gary Noah. <laughs> oh man! Oh god! This is a. Uh, <laughs> this is bad. This is just really. This is oh, a lot. Of bad. Harris is still out there. Uh, is Mario Alford still hanging around out there also? Who? Mario Alford from West Virginia. Is he still hanging around out there? Ooh, that's a very good question. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so so J.J. Nelson got snapped up, but Mario Alford, who's basically the same guy but built like a football player, still available. All right, whatever. (laughs) I'm still waiting for John Crockett to come on the board, guys. Uh, he doesn't – I mean, he's man, not, that's, that's not happening. He's going to be undrafted for ages. Really? Yep. Sure, why not? Sure, why not? Who cares? Uh, I just – it's just not fair. Like, these these small school guys don't deserve this. <laughs> you know, Tony Price is Joey Pesci right now, and we're just all reveling in it. Like, just take it. He's not going to be drafted until like seventh round or undrafted. All right, then. Fine. Fine, then. Here's a question. How does this happen? Like, a lot of people tell me, oh, the NFL is getting more metrical and this and that. And, you know, like, oh, they're doing their uh, well, well, more metrical means that they pay one metrics guy, <laughs> and and they it, they might listen to him. That that's more metrics. That's the bigger deal. It's not how yeah. many metrics guys they have or whatever. It's it's the listening part. There's still yeah. a big listening problem. These these guys think something in. These guys think they know better. Hey, you know I've been doing football since before you were born, son, and. I know what a football player looks like, blah, 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 blah. But the thing so, is, if you look at the tape, if it's about the tape, he's there's, he's still a, a so, day two guy. <laughs> you know, I, have, I haven't the seen team. the guy play, but can you guys tell me what kind of player Anthony Andy Gallick is? Because my Titans just took him off the board. He's really tall. I can tell you that much. <laughs> A lot of people had him as their uh, third, fourth center. Um, I had him behind. Uh, well, I had him. I think I gave him a fifth, oh, sixth round grade. Nick, Lachey. right? Bill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody can represent Lachey. We talked about him on the on the on the mock draft show. Right, right, right. We're talking about him. Um, no, I like Gallagher. Wait, not Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey is um, a boy band member. Um, it's, it's there. We go. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> But it's pronounced, how is his name pronounced? But I know you're talking about. Uh, right. Or Leche or Leche or I don't know. Bottom line is he's kind of, he's like, you know, uh, Larry Wolford, uh, Leche-like athlete. Um, tape-wise, I think he he could be a starting center for you, but that's about it. Yeah, is uh, is Reese Dismuke still on the board? Yep, and he's probably going to go yep. on draft. Yeah, the centers, the centers, are, the, the center rush has not started yet. But the fullbacks, the rush on fullbacks may have started divinely. So, is BJ Finney still on the board? Do people? He's not, right? He's not. He is. Finney's still there. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, that's all I wanted to know. Nobody likes a, a I know. And people nope. talk about testing, and yet Finney actually tested better than Marquise Townsend. So, you know, who? Then 
Finney. Finney oh, is, oh, Finney yeah, is yeah, going yeah, to be. Dude, we're talking about an eight-year, eight to ten-year NFL starter at center, but he's going to go undrafted because he's a center. It's really sad, to be honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so do not uh, raise your children to be centers, I guess, is really the upshot of this. Yeah, just be a guard. Be a guard. You know, draw draw the short straw, and, and, and then you end up a center. But try to be a guard. Or be a tackle and just be on a team long enough to make everybody think that you can play tackle or something. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, you could just be a bad tackle and just start, and you'll probably exactly. get you. Make tons more money. <laughs> <laughs> you got Oboom Washington is off the board. Yay. Seattle, the Seattle. man. They're going to make this guy. Oh, my goodness. I yeah. can't believe they did it. They've gone to a situation where he's going to be an unstoppable killing machine. I was to say, you know what they're going to do with this guy, Ben. Yep. <laughs> you know what they're going to do with him. Wow. This is, Here's this Michael is, Bennett. Watch him do everything he does, and then you're going to do those same things. Mm-hmm. They're, they're gonna they're gonna have some fun with this guy. And while he's learning to do those things, he's a really good special teams player. He's gonna play special teams, and mm-hmm. it's been a year learning to actually play a real defensive position. And then next year, <gasps> eight and a half to ten sacks, fourteen tackles for loss. He's gonna knock, mm-hmm. knock down five or six passes. No, you know, not. a couple of strip sacks in there. You don't think so? Wait, who are we talking about here? Former high jumper slash wide receiver turned edge guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait, who? I'm sorry. I Lindo. team they built and some of these guys you know they're all going to want big contracts so some of these guys are going to leave and I think they're good doing a good job now bringing guys in kind of behind that you know to develop and, and produce so that's important to me Are we in the seventh round yet or no? Not quite. No. Two ten. How many picks until the seventh round? We're at two ten. Green Bay's on the clock here. I think um, maybe they go D tackle here. Yeah, it makes sense. I think we've got about ten or something. Green Bay just went a long snapper from UL Lafayette. Christian oh. Ringo. Okay. Now Ringo's more than just a t- uh, long snapper in his defense. He can play an actual. Ringo can play hmm. other positions. <laughs> I, I, I have him rated as a as a defensive lineman. Oh crap! Okay. <laughs> he, he has some good tape actually as a D lineman. Go back and check. I will actually. I did not have this guy on my board, so I will definitely be checking him out. Yeah, he's a defensive tackle. At least in my world, he is. 
that one year, might have been 2013, the guy was all-conference as a D-tackle. So, so why is he still long-snapping, Bill? Well, long-snaps because they also need a long-snap. I mean, they, he was oh. the long-snapper they had, but... Ah, uh, okay. I he, believe, he was a starter at defensive line <laughs> for three years while he was in college. He, also, he just also happens to long snap. Oh, I see what's going on here. Okay, okay. Would you, um, as a D-tackle, do you, do you, how do you think he ranks up against some of the other guys uh, left on your board? I think he has a chance to be a rotation guy as a defensive, as an interior defensive lineman. I think he's better than some of the guys who've been taken. Not as good as most of them. I mean, he's not a he's not a mind blowingly good defensive play, line player, but he's a good one, good enough that. I mean, I I watched him a couple of times and I said this guy has a shot. He might have gone undrafted uh, as maybe just quote unquote just a defensive lineman. I think the fact that he also long snaps might have given him that extra little push. Okay. Great night announcing as a long snapper. Which is fine. I like him as a D tackle. I mean he's a he's, he could I think he'd make the team as a as a defensive lineman, quite frankly. Dominic could probably comment more intelligently about the depth or lack thereof they have at the at the D tackle. Mm-hmm. But he would be the he wouldn't be a nose, he would be your you know, smaller, whatever you want to say. You know he's played He's played the nose, but he's not a guy who would play nose at the next level. That's fair. Completely fair. Uh, this just went out. Evan, this is uh, Chip Kelly speaking. Evan Mathis has been available for trade for two years, and there have been no offers. <laughs> so I think that's when you oh. cut the court. I think that's when you cut the that, That's kind of bogus, really, wow. to just put that out there. I mean, that, 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 wow. that, 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 you might as well just say, we're about to cut this guy. But first, That's I'm going to drive by his house and kick his dog. You know, there has been some rumors that, you know, players don't really like playing for Chip Kelly. And no! Why? Why wouldn't you love playing for that guy? Knowing that if the time comes, he's going to someday completely air you out to the entire world. Why would you love that guy? I mean, you know, Shady McCoy kind of threw him a little shade. Well, he, he threw the shade back. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, let's not be, let's not forget that when people were like, it, the world sort of tilted on its axis when this whole thing went down, and people were like, "Wow, you know, hey, Chip, what was?" Blah, blah, blah. He basically made it clear, "Oh, we can replace this guy." I mean, he didn't say we. It was such a great deal we couldn't turn it down. He didn't say you know we, we as much as we loved having you know Lashawn here, we felt like we couldn't pass up this opportunity. No, he said we pretty much feel that. The value demanded that we go with the, you know, we go with this deal because we feel like it's easier to find someone who could give us what we got. Uh, 
So yeah, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a I mean, I'm a fan of Chip Kelly, but Chip is whoa. Is Anthony Chicano was still on the board. Yes, you didn't know that. Yeah. He's still on the board. Yeah, it's a sixth uh, round. No. I, I missed that. Yeah, no, he was in my top 100. This is ridiculous. Way to go for the Steelers. You you do that. You you build that D line. And 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 with Bud Dupree, I mean, they they're gonna get they're gonna get something going. I don't know about that back four yet, but. That front four, at least. <laughs> they're they're plan, okay. Apparently, the plan is to try to make the back four less important by having make sure the quarterback is only throwing the ball with his helmet twisted around his head all the time. Works for Detroit. <laughs> Hello? Yep. I'm just thinking. I'm here. I'm just thinking. Um I okay, I called Chicolo quite some time ago a poor man's Chris Long, and of course he started losing weight since then. He was playing five technique throughout his uh um you know, his career at Miami. Which was out of position. And now he gets an opportunity to see what he can be playing, you know, more naturally. I think he's lost something like 17 pounds or something like that since the end of the season. He's down to, what, 260-something? Is that right? Yeah, he's 262. Like or 5 or 270 or something. Yeah, yeah. So he's down to, yeah, something like oh, okay. And he played most of his, at least the last part of his career at Miami at close to 280, I believe. So... He's a slightly different guy physically than he was in college, and he'll be playing differently. I'll, I'll be interested to see what he actually becomes. But he's a super try-hard guy, and he's yeah, got some he's ability. Yeah, he disappears as well. Oh, I agree, but I don't, think that's, I don't think it's due to effort. I think it's due to being overmatched physically. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's not a five technique, but he's going to have to play the five. Uh, uh, I... I, I, give me an example. Somebody who was misused in the five tag, didn't do much on the field, and all of a sudden miraculously became, you know, decent as an edge guy in the NFL. Well, I mean, I guess how you, how you define a term like decent. Um, I mean, the guys, at UVA, the guys that came out of UVA when Al Groh was there, Got, some of them got misused the same way. And, of course, obviously I mentioned Long already, but there were others uh, that came along through the same era as Chris Long, and most of them struggled to make the transition. Uh, Clint Stentum, you know, was a – he wasn't playing five. He was playing um, linebacker. But he, he had trouble. The Giants took him, I think, in second, and he, he didn't do well. Um, I guess Chris Canty obviously would be one of them. But he was actually a good player in college too. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other – Al Groh, because not too many college teams run 3-4. Um, Air Force does, Alabama does. Um, or Actually, Air Force used to, they don't anymore. UVA used to, Miami does. Uh, does Stanford still run 3-4? If so, that yeah, Stanford does. Are there any other college teams? Let me see. So maybe some of the Stanford guys. Um... Hmm. Yeah, most of them kind of struggled as well, I think, who who didn't. Let me see. 
I'll have to think about that. I'm not suggesting he's a superstar. I'm suggesting he's going to be, you know, once again, the other guy to... Is uh, Ashad Lyons, is he still on the board? Very much so, yes. Yeah. I'd rather have him over. Yeah. As would I, actually. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So would I. I don't know. This is... Keep on talking about Chip Kelly, though, so... Uh, what do you guys think of Kennard Blackman? Huh. Oh, you mean Bachman, the tight end? Yeah, Bachman, yeah. Um, um UAB, right? Yeah. Yep. Another UAB. Um, UAB the Blazers are going out in the Blaze of Glory here. Um, well West Saxon is better than him. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you're gonna get a UAB tight end. Yeah, that's kind of my point. I know we keep saying, well, you know, it's the seventh round. No, no, no. Make them accountable for the fact that they're taking these other players over players that shouldn't be here. It's almost as agreed. I mean, last year, James Wright being drafted was egregious to me because this is a guy who didn't even play a single down of football, and he got drafted in the sixth round. Um, And some of that's happening right now as we speak. There's more James Wright egregious picks happening right now than last year. Yeah, uh, I can't really argue with there. Trevor Bright's on the board, right? Oh, yeah, we keep saying that over and over. We keep saying that. Well, remember Zach Kerr. That was the guy I was talking about this time last year. In fact, Albert Wilson went undrafted, too. That's true. I still believe Back in Albert Wilson. Did, yeah. Why can't people get over it? He's a good wide receiver. 